That's awesome. These are the kids that will never stand a chance. And he says that your daughter will be in that same boat, do she? My daughter, I unfortunately, I mean, I know it's good. I'm doing my job. She's independent. I already see her. Like, I already know what it looks like, and I'm slowly alone, <laughs> you know, which is good. You're supposed to do that. But I do protect her. I, 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 uh, they call me a helicopter mom. I, I won't deny that. Uh, you know, she's my entire world. I am not embarrassed to say that. But I do let her go to some degree. Well, and I'm for she to her own death as made her life completely uh, revolve. It's bad? Yeah, yeah we can't understand anything you're saying. Hmm. All right. Well, let me let me take a let me try something here. Let me take a quick break. Okay. And then we will come back and hopefully get this taken care of. Um, yeah, because you guys, it must just be on the upload. You guys are completely fine over here on my end. All right. Let me take a quick break. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Championship, Lewis Black in Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show. I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Rover's Morning Glory. Listed in the dictionary under the best radio show ever. Also under Agugula, Kazumel, Vietnamese, Tiny Wingus. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Still, you guys have any idea? Right now, it's clean. Okay. All right. Let's hope. Hopefully, hopefully it stays that way. I did a quick reboot. Uh, we were talking about Jeffrey uh, before we took a break. Jeffrey even called in, and here's somebody who writes, "Yo, Rover." This gets talked about all the time, but I find it extremely curious that Jeffrey has no interest in getting his schlong to work. He whines all the time that his junk doesn't work, and then you offered to send him to the doctor to get checked out, but he turned that down. I think I have a new topic for Dieter's Conspiracy Corner. Is Jeffrey transitioning to a woman? If his wiener doesn't work right now, and he has no interest in getting it fixed, I don't think it's a stretch to assume that he's been taking estrogen and gearing up for a sex change. His voice already at a high pitch. That could be the side effects of the hormone therapy. We also know that he has a massive dump truck and childbearing hips. So maybe uh, maybe Jeffrey is indeed transitioning. Have you ever considered that? There's no way. Because he's had this since... I have not. In, in his 20s, Robert, this isn't like... Something new. He said, like, he's always had this problem. It's always just, like, low blood pressure down there. Um, but why would he go to a hooker, then, and pay money to be with a hooker? 
Well, he's still got it. To, it worked better back then. I think, you know, he was able to reach the mountaintop, but now over time, he's in his 50s. It's dead. It's dead in the water, as he says. Uh, here's someone who writes, uh, Cass writes, You're over. I heard you mentioning cystoscopy yesterday, and my balls dropped. I just had that done two weeks ago. It's worse than a colonoscopy. First, the nurse will hold your unit, insert a syringe, and squeeze numbing cream that only numbs your urethra. A few minutes later, the doctor comes in, and he holds your schlong and inserts a long-ass scope, which you can't feel until it rips through the sphincter into your bladder. It's the worst pain. Then he has to take pictures all around your bladder before pulling it out. It only takes about ten minutes, but... It will hurt for the next two days when you take a whiz. I had this done one time, and um, it's 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 extremely uncomfortable. If you think it's a colonoscopy is bad, and it is, it's very bad. Uh, this this is worse, but it's almost in a way it's not as bad because you you're so freaked out by it that you're like almost in shock when it happens, and. Um, well, you for don't colonoscopy, know. they kind of put you in, to give you something to kind of knock you out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they don't. Why wouldn't they? That's correct. Um, I, I, they're, because they're able to, I guess, to numb it, I, I, um, I, I don't know why, to be honest with you, why they wouldn't knock you out. But yeah, you're, you're not knocked out. I actually watched it on the monitor and, uh, they, you can see your the inside as they go in and and then back out. You can see the urethra. Mm. You uh, you then see a couple of little holes uh, in the, on the urethra. And and the doctor it was a woman. She's like, oh, those are your vas deferens, I think is what it is. The uh, little tubes that connect to your balls that carry all of your sperm. Yeah. And, uh, and then you, you go past that and then you go and then she's like, okay, this, this, here's, there is a sphincter. I didn't know the body as a, you know, you think of your sphincter as just your, your, your ass. Um, oh, no, but your covered. body has, you're covered in sphincters. Yes, like seven sphincters yeah. or something. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know how sphincter? many sphincters you have. Yeah, you have one in your, uh, in your esophagus or your throat or whatever. Uh, and this one happened to be, on the way up to the bladder, and so they they basically have to, you know, they they tap it a couple of times with this long scope, trying to prime it up, and then this bam, ram it right through. And if I remember correctly, you do feel that, and then it goes up into your bladder, and you're looking all around your bladder, and uh, uh, there's, you know, even though you peed, there's still like a little, there's still some liquid in there, and you're. It's just a, it's a weird ass thing to see. It was actually it was pretty cool. Um, Sounds okay. I mean, I don't watching it. I don't care to see it. Like it, I know the well. Exists, I don't think it's the payoff. If you had a choice, you would yeah, you would choose not to have this done to you. Uh, Andy writes when Jeffrey was talking about the issues in Ukraine, you may have missed a new word that he used. He called it Ukrainia. Um, I. Didn't hear that, but from now on, as far as I'm concerned, it's Ukrainia. Susan says, we were surprised to hear you say not to eat raw meats. A lot of us have been eating it raw for years. We all eat raw beef and liver and heart and sometimes beef testicles. It's very, very healthy, Susan says. 
Um, I'll pass. Okay. Yeah, you I just mean, don't. I mean, I, everybody I, knows this. You don't eat raw beef. Raw, anyway. Well, I think about what's that? Carpaccio? What's that called? Carpaccio? Carpaccio. That's raw beef? That's like in a sterile environment. The thing Juju was talking about was some person just saw some beef sitting around and went, oh, there's. There's a little hunk of beef. I'll just chew, I'll gnaw on this a for a bit. Nugget, yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. Right. Someone else emailed me, and they had a you. There's some YouTuber who's like a raw meat guy. That's where people get these ideas from. There's some some guy probably with a beard is oh yeah, you know, oh raw meat is what uh, and and people they go oh he's still alive and they, that guy I don't bad. think that there's any health yeah there's no health benefits to eating raw meat I don't think now I eat beef carpaccio from time to time but not a whole lot um, uh, it's just not uh, I, I don't think eating raw beef is, is like healthy oh, I had a raw hamburger one time did you ever have yeah. it raw where it's just like blood is squirting out and it's actually like frozen on the inside the meat is like so damn cold that's disgusting. Uh, yeah, no, no, I did I've not. I did not. Never had that. Did you do this on purpose? No, it was I, just undercooked, like on a grill, and you didn't realize it. I was at lunch with this sales guy, and we were starving. I don't know what, like the food was taking forever. And he, I went to the bathroom. I came back. He already ordered his food, so he got his burger raw. So I sit down. I'm like, "What'd you get?" He's like, "I got a burger." And I just go, "Waiters, just give me the same thing." I go, "Just make it quick. Just whatever you got, I'll take it." And then it came out just bloody raw. And when I took a bite into it, like, blood squirted out. And it was actually, like, cold, like, frozen in the middle. I was so pissed at that guy. <laughs> um, let me see here. April writes, what song is the RNG intro from? Is it an original? I always thought it was. And then I heard it used in Cheer Season 2, Episode 6, at the 24 and a half minute mark. I thought my Apple TV was messing up. The intro to the show is not an original song. It's been the intro to the show for, uh, I think, even longer than uh, we've been doing a morning show. Even before, I think when I was on in the afternoons and nights, I think I was using the same intro song. It's actually Antichrist Superstar by Marilyn Manson. A little tidbit of information for you there, trivia bit for you. You're not going to ever change that, right? I mean, it's been 25. Well, you know, if, um, Marilyn Manson is canceled now, so, you know, I'm surprised no one has gotten on us for that, although no one, I guess, knows it's a Marilyn Manson song. Right. You know who else I saw is not getting canceled? Who? Gary Lewis. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see this? I did. No, what happened? Uh, and it's funny because I go, oh, man, I wonder what uh, Jerry Lewis's advanced age. I wonder what he's going to feel about this or what his statement is going to be. And then I and then I see, oh, he died like five years ago. Right. Like, why would you wonder what he's going to think? Who knew? I didn't. I didn't know. Um, Jerry Lewis. There's two. There's there's multiple uh, women that worked with Jerry Lewis theater that say that he sexually harassed. And sexually assaulted them back when they were uh, actresses. I guess he was a big movie star back in the day in the 50s or 60s or 70s or whenever the hell it was. It's Jerry Lewis. And, uh, yeah, of course. He's major. I just know him from the telethon, to be honest with you. I mean, anyone under the age of, like, 60, I think. Or, I don't know. Snitch, you probably know him from The Nutty Professor or something. But, yeah, D. Martin. Uh, and then, yeah, of course. 
Dieter, how do you know him? Telephone. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. I've mean, <laughs> never seen his movies. I always heard those, those roasts were great. Like, I should go back and watch those roasts with uh, D. Martin and Sammy Davis. Was he on the gumball machines, too? For the telephone? I don't know. I just remember him, like, standing on a gumball machine with a kid in a wheelchair. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what I know from a gumball. Yeah, the muscular. I think that the telephone was for. Was that for muscular? What was that for? Labor Day weekend, wasn't it? Always Labor Day weekend, and it would be what Friday to Monday. It would be. Uh, I don't care, but what was it for? What charity was it for? Yeah, muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy. Yeah. So that's the kid in the wheelchair, I guess. Um. Here's someone who writes. This is from Heather. Uh, on the show yesterday, when we put a picture of Carrie from Rochester up on the screen, Doogee said, is she using an app to make her look like a monster or something? Oh, jeez. Uh, Heather writes, did that make you feel better about yourself? You can pretend and say, I really didn't know it looked like a filter, but... People say that when they ask women if they're pregnant when they're not. It's still rude. It might be a mistake, but it's still hurtful. You hurt her feelings. Yes, she pushes herself onto the show and puts herself out there. I don't know if that makes her deserving of that kind of comment, though. Um, she called, Uji, Karen, what is, called in the aftermath and said that she was so upset by this comment that uh, she was crying. Yes. Oh, really? And she burst into tears. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. And I uh, was still here at work, and I ran down the hall and jumped in and apologized profusely. But I really, I swear to you, the night before, and I even sent some pictures to Snitz, like literally hours before Carrie, that picture went up on the screen, and I didn't see a good picture of it. My daughter and I were making funny faces with, like, all different things on this app. And I'm like, oh, is that that? It, it just, see, like, there's a picture on RMG TV. You probably can't see it, Rover, but there were, yeah. like, some Jeez. weird pictures. <laughs> like, there's a filter on this? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. It makes you look like... Yeah, we were just oh. really, yeah, we were just goofing around doing stupid stuff. There's like a spider on my face, and then there's one where I look like a monster, and and you thought that Carrie's natural face looks like this? No, I, I I really didn't get a good look at the picture, and the lighting was bad, and I did apologize profusely to Carrie. I I feel bad that I was mean, so I apologize. Carrie didn't deserve that. Sorry, Carrie. All right, there you go. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jim writes, Rover, I can't believe how close Dieter was on Trudeau being Fidel Castro's son. I'm sold because if Trump did what Trudeau did, people would be going bananas right now. Trudeau is the dictator, and there's no question about it. Nice job, Dieter. You have to agree Dieter got this one right. Um, uh, Dieter, I believe, was this a conspiracy corner where you said that Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's son? And if I remember correctly, his parents or his his, his parents were diplomats or something, and went to travel to Cuba, and they there was a picture of the mother with Fidel, and Fidel was 
something like back in the day was a good looking guy and you put up a picture of Justin Trudeau, the leader of Canada and Fidel Castro and they look uh, similar, I guess, or, or something. And so that, that you believe that Castro is, is Trudeau's son. Oh yeah. That's exactly. Is Trudeau's, uh, Trudeau's father. Yeah. The exact same smile, same teeth. Yeah. And the mother even said she was attracted to Fidel and then they had a love child. There's Trudeau. If you look at these pictures, these side-by-sides, they have the exact same face. And then you put the picture of his alleged dad. doesn't even look anywhere close to him. There you go. Curious George writes, uh, Good morning, Rover. I just finished watching the documentary The Tinder Swindler because you recommended it. You've been batting a 100 in regards to great docs to watch. Well, batting a 100 isn't isn't great. Adding a thousand would be good. Uh, what is the all-time best documentary you have ever seen? Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. Oh, man. Yeah, I would really have to put some thought into that. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. The Wild and um, Wonderful Whites of West Virginia no. is really good. Oh, no. That's yeah, not even over. up there. Not even in the top 500. Oh, yeah. That's Robert, terrible. Robert hates that. That's Which so one is good. that again? It's just these hillbillies in West Virginia. Just white trash. They just smoke <laughs> mess and have no teeth and they just uh, chew tobacco right. all day. <laughs> it's a great... Oh, man. That's great. Yeah, they're, they're cheating. Did you like that? No. Who doesn't love that? That's it so great. Just, they were so dumb. And that's coming from me. It was, it was just like white trash. I'm like, what am I even watching this for? No, no, no. You, you watch it uh, one time, and I, you, you never want to see it again. Um, the best I I mean, I don't know. I mean, there are... There, I, I watch. I've, I've probably watched a thousand documentaries in my life. I don't know. It's pretty much all I watch exclusively, for the most part. I'd say ninety percent of the stuff I watch documentaries. Um, what about that guy getting the tug in the car? Well, that was pretty good. That that was. I don't know if it's the best one ever, but that was pretty good. What was that one called? Uh, missing in plain sight. Was that or something like that? Some. That, that, was, that was good. I don't know if it's the best ever. You have this stuff like the Ken Burns documentaries that are all serious about, you know, the Civil War or World War II or, or Vietnam, whatever. Um, those are are good, um, but they're like 20 parts and they take you a, a month to watch. Um, boy. I don't know. I can't. So Curious George, that's, that's actually a good question that Curious George had. I can't remember. Oh, he has another question. Oh, My I, God. I emailed he you. He sent in 80 of yeah. these. I gave you a heads up. Oh, wow. Um, another question. I'm just clicking through all of the email. It's Curious George, Curious George, Curious George, Curious George. Um. Uh, this is Curious George, another question. There are pictures floating around that Rolling Glory 1 is now in Pittsburgh. <laughs> are, are there plans for you and the crew to travel soon and to where? Uh, if there are indeed pictures floating around of Rolling Glory 1 in Pittsburgh, uh, that would be news to me. The, the Rolling Glory 1 is actually in Pennsylvania right now. Um, not in Pittsburgh. At least it shouldn't be in Pittsburgh. Maybe they're taking it for joy rides, but it has to go in for its annual inspection and service and whatnot. So it's 
It's in Pennsylvania where the service place is. Uh, let me see here. Oh, my God. Curious George went nuts last night. He, I don't know what's wrong with it. we got to do, like, a welfare check because he just was going You think he's having, like, a... Couldn't sleep. Like, a, a, a manic episode or something where really? he's just sending in... I mean, he's he's sending these questions in. Rapid fire. Uh, yeah, here's one at uh, 10.58 p.m. 10.52 p.m. 10.49 p.m., 10.48 p.m. So uh, it's very, uh, yeah, like you said, rapid fire. There's a, um, you remember the woman, I believe, uh, where was this? Was this in Virginia or West Virginia? The reporter who was gunned down on live television. Do you remember this story? Uh, she was doing a report at like a resort area. Her name was Allison Parker. And uh, I, I, I guess it was in Virginia. She she was interviewing this woman, and she's holding the microphone, and there's a cameraman there as well, and a former employee of the television station, a disgruntled employee, a uh, former reporter. He went, he took out a gun, and he stood behind the cameraman, and he pointed the gun at the, at Allison Parker for like 15 seconds. We know this because he was wearing a GoPro camera uh, or something similar and posted this video to the Internet after the fact. Uh, in addition, they were broadcasting live on the on the television station there. And uh, so this whole thing went out over the air until they cut away back to the studio. So the disgruntled employee, uh, former employee, holds this gun, uh, pointing it at this reporter, Allison, and for about 10, 15 seconds, uh, an extended period of time. Then he says, bitch, and he pulls the trigger and uh, starts shooting. He shot and killed the reporter and shot and killed the cameraman. Uh, he injured the woman who they were interviewing, who was like the manager of this resort or something. Well, uh, you guys remember this story, oh, right? This uh, happened back in yeah. 2015. Yeah, that stuck with me after I saw that, just because it was so brutal, and he like was posted everywhere at the time. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was bad. Did you say, Robert, that the, uh, the news footage picked it up? Uh, it didn't. Sh it didn't show the actual. Okay, because he filmed murder. It. I don't think. Yeah, he filmed it himself. I don't. I'm not sure if you made that clear. Yeah, yeah he had the GoPro on. Yeah, he had yeah, like. He yeah, he had a yeah. camera, and you just see him pointing the gun. All right. Is this the one with the fiance? Yeah, and with the with what weird reaction to? Remember, he was like really weird in the news. You said he was faking crying and stuff. Is that the same one? Oh. I, I, it might have been the same one, and this also, I believe, Dieter said, was this the one, oh boy, I don't know, there's been so many, I, I, I yeah, might be confusing cool. it with another one where Dieter said that the medical examiner was a crisis actor, oh. uh, the, the guy does the autopsies because he was laughing, I believe that was Sandy Hook though, not this one, I think, I'm yeah, not positive. Yeah, that guy was weird. <laughs> this one, the guy had uh, like a big giant book of, of pictures and stuff, didn't he? He was bringing that to the news interviews with them. I don't remember that. Oh, 
I don't know if it was this one, but I do remember a guy that was bringing like photos and stuff of of whoever it was, his fiance that was killed. Well, she was only twenty four years old. This is right. This guy did have a he did have a book that he was carrying around. Uh, I just found the clip, but I don't know if that makes I don't know if it's weird or what. But somewhat hesitant to show. I don't know if you can see this, but yeah, there is with his book, the boyfriend. Oh yeah. So what? The photo album. Well, I'm not the one who thought it was weird. Snitcher said it was weird. No, everybody on the show said they're he's faking it. Not I wanted to show pictures of them together. I didn't say he was fake. Oh, okay, okay. Let me go back. Uh, anyway, there he is. Uh, Allison was 24 years old when she was murdered back in 2015. Um, her father has been going nuts over uh, social media companies. They people keep posting this this guy, the GoPro. They keep posting the video of both the news and the GoPro that the shooter himself took. People post these on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, other TikTok, other social media networks. And the father says, "Look, this is very hurtful." Obviously, I completely agree with him, a hundred percent. He has. The, the television station owns the copyright to the video, so he wants to own. He's been trying to get the copyright from the television station, so he has a better he has better odds of suing in order to take this video down. They say that they have given him co copyright, and the television station is kind of sick and tired of this guy, to be honest with you, because they they're like this guy is a real pain in the ass. He, he, he wants full copyright of this clip, and, and they won't give it to him. In addition, he's now, he's now the father is, and I have every sympathy for this father. I really do. Uh, and I think it's horrible what happens when something tragic like, uh, like this ha- is posted on social media over and over and over and over again. Uh, we saw this in, uh, I think, Christchurch, New Zealand, where a gunman went into a mosque and started mowing people down. He was wearing a GoPro. That whole thing was live streamed. Terrible video, and and people reposted that over and over again. There's been multiple things uh, like this, and it's very hurtful and damaging to the to the to the people, of course. But now this guy has a new idea, and maybe he is a little kooky, the father of this woman. And since this might be right up your alley, you might have to weigh in on this as the expert. He he wants he's minted an NFT of a non fungible token, an NFT of the video of his daughter getting murdered, and he is hoping he says it's a hail mary pass since the legal system has been screwing him over. He's hoping that once he mints this NFT, that he will then be able to get these social media sites to take this down, and it will go away from the internet. Uh, and and uh, and that's his hope. Now, I don't know if anyone's actually explained to him what NFTs are and how they work, but this isn't going to have any effect whatsoever on. Uh, getting this video scrubbed from the internet. Uh, Snitzer owns a bunch of worthless NFTs, and I could have a screen grab of those and post those to to something. Um, and I can I can text it to Dieter. Right. He could then 
post it on Twitter. I mean, just because it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make it impossible to post something on the internet. So I think he's either confused. Well, there's two possibilities. He might be confused. Uh, I have another uh, explanation in just a moment, but. Uh, Snitch, am I wrong about any of this? This is not going to work, correct? No, he doesn't own the copyright, first of all, so he, it doesn't matter. If you can't just put up anybody, I can't put up somebody else's artwork as my own NFT and say, oh, you can't, it's mine now. It's, he doesn't so own the I copyright. can't put up a, the movie of Jurassic Park as an NFT because I don't own the movie? No. <laughs> um, second of all, and, and, yeah. oh, I had a question about the, the actual the copyright. Isn't this the killer's footage? Why does the yeah? So the killer, exactly the killer's footage. Well, the the TV station doesn't own that. The TV station owns their own footage that was uh, broadcast and anything that may have been recorded in the in the cameraman's camera. They own that footage and what was aired. Uh, They don't own the the copyright of the killer's footage. The killer, I guess, he owned the copyright because he made that video. And when he, he eventually committed suicide, uh, I think they were looking for him for, I don't know, a day or whatever, and he eventually shot himself, committed suicide. Uh, I don't know what happens to the copyright in that case. I guess the guy, it would go to his estate. Um, you know, look, there's no money being made off of his copyright, I guess, so no one cares about but it. But if social media uh, places so started respecting NFTs and not letting you repost them, this could work. He doesn't own it. So it wouldn't work. Well, not that. I'm not. I guess not this clip. Okay. The other clip, the one that he meant, could work if all if Facebook or Twitter or Instagram's like, yo, you can't post this unless you own the NFT. I, but I don't know. They'll. I don't do think that. so because, well, it, it would. What would be any different from what they presently have, which is YouTube respects copyright. And so if you post a copyrighted video clip, they'll take it down, but 50 other thousand people put it up there and, and, uh, you know, they repost or they alter it even slightly in order to get around automated copyright filters that are in place at YouTube. So it doesn't work for, I mean, we already have a system in place to try to prevent that copyright. I don't think just if, if YouTube says, well, the, I don't know, man, YouTube is pretty good about it now. You put it up for anything, they'll they'll remove it pretty fast. Um, a lot of stuff. The, if you're willing, if the you're NFT just, stuff. Yeah, go on. No, if you're willing to like find it and go report it, they'll they'll remove it. If it's just up there, it's up there. But um, if you're, nobody's reporting, they don't think they'll do anything. But in NFT, if they all decide, you know, we're going to move into Web 3.0 here, and we're going to respect NFTs because this is where the world's going to go then, yeah, I think this plan would work. But right now, they don't care. You could post any. I could take Snitzer's board ape, and I could post it anywhere I want because they, they don't care. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But if they change their mind and make make it a big deal, you can't post those, then, yeah, I guess it would kind of work. I mean, you could still torrent it and do other illegal ways. Sure. Did Snitzer ever show us his board ape? He won't. He refuses. I don't have it anymore. I told you that. And he respects NFTs, so since he doesn't own it anymore, he won't show it. Oh, I think it's just going quickly on. flash it for one second. That's so nice. Just, to, just to do one quick flash. He won't. <laughs> don't pressure him if he doesn't feel comfortable flashing. Well, I can't see it, so say yeah, I'd have to. Oh yeah, you missed it. Show it up. Oh, oh, just show it or whatever. Yeah. Damn. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, I I like that. That. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really worth it. <laughs> 
He acts like um, he can't find it anymore or something. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. And he has he no idea. He organized the ball of Yeah, us, he has right? no access he to it anymore. See my desk, it's a mess. Oh, yeah, he has he has a screen grab of that. He has it backed up on a USB stick, cold storage, in a vault. I mean, he actually yeah. probably knows the straight-up number that it is. Do you, Spencer? Of course you know the number. <laughs> oh, okay, so, so we could just Google it if we wanted. Sure, yeah. How well, long's the number? Are you talking about three digits? No, it's like four. What, what's the number? I'm not going to tell you. Why? You don't even own it anymore. Ah, it doesn't matter. Or do you own it? Or does he really own it? And he's telling us he doesn't own it. Who so. knows what I own, right? I think he bought it back. Right? Oh, he owned it. Yes. 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 He had regret. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that um, happened, isn't it? The other, so the other, the other thing I was thinking about with this guy that's a, a terrible thought, the... Because I've seen this guy in the news probably three or four times over the past year talking about this and how social media companies, they do actually take this clip down, but, you know, he has to find it, he's reporting. He keeps going to the news over and over again. Has this guy, is this guy really a a father who's so concerned about this, or has he found the the thing that people will interview him about and will put him on the news and that's why he keeps bringing it up, because this NFT thing is bogus. It's not going to work. We all know that. Someone would have told him this, uh, uh, and so he knows it's not going to work. So why put it out there in the media just to, to, to dredge up this story once again? And then when you read the story, a lot of people, if you read the story, if you don't remember the story or you didn't, you, you, you didn't see this footage, you're probably going to go seek it out at that point. You're like, oh, I wonder what is this guy? What is this footage that we? I just, it's weird to me that the guy keeps up with this, especially when he's doing it in a way that is just absolutely 100% not going to work. This NFT stuff, and he knows it's not going to work. And I just, I wonder why do it? Why keep it up then? In that case, I, I don't get it. All the time, it just pisses him off and oh, ruins his, ruins his whole day. Right, right. Or week right. even. You see that? Yeah. I mean, just the image of it, uh, it just ruins your day. How hard to yeah. heal and mourn and move on when you constantly see it. So he's just trying to do whatever. He How can. would you constantly see it over and over again unless you're? I mean, I oh, guess you're, you're searching it out nonstop. Probably emailing it to him all the time. Don't you think he keeps searching for it to try to get it taken down? That too? Yeah. yeah. Every day I think he's just trying to get rid of this thing. I mean, it destroyed his life. Which is trauma it's, in it of itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's reliving it right. every day that his daughter was killed. Right. Shot. There's a... Uh, do you remember the story of the girl who uh, took her dad's Porsche? She was, like, oh. I don't know, 18 or 19 or something. Took her dad's Porsche. And... uh was driving at like 100 miles per hour and smashed into a concrete divider at like a toll booth. I think this was in San Diego or somewhere in California. Do you guys remember this? Yes, it killed her. Of course. Do not post. Uh, and you guys. yeah, yeah. Don't. It, um, but people start. People send that. These. It's a series of photos that the highway patrol took. And um, people send these photos to the father. And the father would get these emails, and it was like, ha-ha, I'm your dead daughter, this stupid bitch. And, like, people are nuts. I don't know who in the, who would do that. Why would you do that? Why would you send these graphic? 
And it's like her. It's her decapitated. Her head is split open like a melon. It's, uh, it's really graphic photos. Um, but maybe people are sending him this footage every day on a daily basis. I, I don't can't know. imagine um, a parent seeing their kid, dad, like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think about my mom. My mom had to go see her daughter uh, identify the body. She didn't have to, but she chose to. And she wouldn't leave the body. And it had been sitting there for almost a week. And she chose to be there. And she, to this day, can't get that image out of her mind. The trauma of that. You know, it's um, the trauma of seeing your daughter's head split open in that car accident that you just mentioned. I just, I couldn't imagine anything worse than seeing that. Your kid. You know? Um, Doozy, we do have the shizzy coming up. What do you have on the way? So, uh, of course, we're going to talk about what's going on with Ukraine. And we woke up to some scary news. Um, We're also going to talk about Tom Brady's next move after football. This is a little weird. Uh, One more story. You know how you always say we're saying, is it Rihanna? We're saying her name wrong and it should be Rihanna? That sounds wrong. That's correct, yeah. (laughs) Apparently, we've all been saying another celebrity's name completely wrong. Uh, It's too late. And we're supposed to change how we say her name. I will play the clip and the correction that this celebrity says how she says her name. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. 866-YO-ROVER is our number. We'll be right back. Hang on. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black in Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. The romantic version of the story, Rover proposed at the Eiffel Tower. The real version of the story, Rover proposed at Eiffel Tower. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Is coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Doozy? Curious what you think about Tom Brady's next move. He is retired, of course. He's no longer a quarterback in the NFL, but his pivoting for the next move is a little weird. I'll tell you what it is and see what you guys think next. Plus, there's another person who has announced we're saying their name all wrong. Grover said that we're saying Rihanna wrong. It's Rihanna. I don't like that. But now there's one more person that is now letting us know this is how you say my name. I'll have it for you next. All right. We'll get to that in just a moment. You're going to have to tell us how everyone is currently pronouncing this person's name. And then let me guess how you're supposed to be saying it. Would I know this person, first of all, Doogie? Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. There's also a new theory. I don't think Dieter has this in Conspiracy Corner coming up. I don't know what he has in Conspiracy Corner today, but there is a new theory about Bob Saget and how he died oh, that police have come up with. Uh, I mean, this is it's this is the, uh, I believe, third explanation. I'll tell that to you in just a moment. But first, are you ready for the shizzy? Yes. All right, here we go. Get Well, Russia attacked Ukraine. Last night, Vladimir Putin gave a televised speech announcing a, quote, special military operation in Ukraine 
and warned the world not to intervene. According to U.S. officials, Russia then launched a full-scale, full-scale unprovoked attack on multiple fronts across Ukraine from Russia and from Belarus. What's his... Why are they... Belarus? Yeah. Um... No, it's Belarus. Belarus? Is it? Is it? No, it's Belarus. Oh, Belarus? Is it Belarus? Um, what's Belarus. his reason? Because it looks like a Belarus. <laughs> I feel like a bloated Belarus. Because, like, three days ago, he's like, oh, uh, I'm just saying these people are independent, and that's it. So he, what's his reason? Like, what? Russia what's is, his justification going on right now? What is he saying so to Russia's the world? claiming that it was only targeting Ukrainian Air Force bases and other military assets, not civilians. But why is that? Putin is saying that they just want to demilitar- demilitarize, not occupy the country. That's right. what they're yeah. okay. well, more well, everything else he said hasn't come to fruition either. So uh, I, I wouldn't trust this guy at all. And uh, there really is no justification for this. I read a headline yesterday. Are we on the path to World War III? I hope not. I don't think so. Um, some people were comparing this to Hitler. I, uh, you know, that comparison gets made quite a bit. I don't know if that is accurate. Um, I could see that. I could see the starting something rover and snowballing into eventually. If this doesn't stop, into a full-on war. World War Three. Well, yeah. If you take if you if you take Ukraine, uh, why not take over all the former Soviet Union states one by one? I suppose that would be kind of Hitler-like, who just kept invading. You know, uh, he'd invade one country, take it over, and everyone would go, "Oh, okay." Uh, then yeah, he'd just take another one, and no one, you know, no one, France no one stepped up. Right. France does nothing. Germany does nothing. So then we're going to get involved. We're, we're going to have to. I hope not. I know, but the, I, the 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 other thing that you have to consider is, and and from my understanding, we the, we've been trying to develop these hypersonic weapons, uh, and we haven't had much success. Russia has these; they work. These are weapons that can uh, essentially you can launch a hypersonic missile, and it will just circle the Earth. Um, at, at, at incredible speeds. I don't know what's ten times the speed of sound or whatever it is, and it, it can just circle the Earth uh, for uh, uh, for for twelve hours or twenty four hours or whatever until it receives a command, and and then you just go, okay, hit this target, and it it can just zoom in and and hit that target in a matter of a minute or something. So it's it's unlike traditional ballistic missiles that we've had where we're launching nukes at each other and you can you can you don't have a whole lot of warning time you might have 20 minutes or something but you you see them launch you can see where they're going uh we even have systems that can attempt not with 100 percent accuracy to try to intercept those intercontinental ballistic missiles these hypersonic ones there's no stopping those they have them. We don't. We uh, don't. They have a major advantage. Don't you think we have them, Rover? We're just not talking about We have stuff that nobody knows about. We keep it close to the vest. We're the most advanced. Oh, I, 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 well, I don't know if you're right about that. I'm uh, damn right. I know that we've done hypersonic tests, and they failed. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe the off. government, it's a, it's a, you think it's just to throw people off. Maybe all these drone swarms that we see off the coast of California and these strange things, these UFOs that military pilots have 
reported, maybe those are actually ours. And we're throwing people off by going, we don't know what it is. Yes, it's possible. Um, well, you're more than likely going to hear from the president today. Um, president Biden put out a statement vowing to hold Russia accountable and said that he's imposing even stricter sanctions. Officials from the U.S. and NATO, they plan to meet to coordinate a deeper response, and um, he's going to meet with G7 leaders. So you're more than likely to hear from the president today. Meanwhile, stock futures as well as crypto markets, they plunge when news of the attack hit. There's obviously a whole lot of uncertainty going on there. The parents of a 15-year-old boy charged with killing four other students at Oxford High School in Oxford Township, Michigan. Those parents are scheduled to return to court today. That's where they're facing the charges for making the gun used in the shooting available to the team. Now, a preliminary examination for Jennifer and James Crumley was to resume in Rochester Hills District Court before a judge who will decide if there's enough evidence to send the couple to trial for involuntary manslaughter. Ethan is the son, if you remember. He's charged as an adult with first-degree murder as well as other charges. So that will be in court today. A study found that it is possible that your life really does flash before your eyes before you die. There's an 87-year-old man recently died of a heart attack. He was having his brain scanned for a procedure had a heart attack, but he was hooked up to the machines, and right when his heart stopped, his brain waves changed and looked like they do when we're dreaming, flashing back or processing lots of information. So according to uh, researchers, they believe after they analyzed his brain activity that from 30 seconds before and after he passed away and right around the time that his heart stopped, that his brain waves was changing in a major, major way. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and they always do that in movies. Uh, Every person that dies, they always flash everything from the childhood to like the next girlfriend. They always flash it. I think that I think that definitely happens. If it happens in a movie, it must be so. No, well, they're basing that right? off. They're basing it off experience of people. Experiences of people having this. Talk to doctors. They see when people pass, they start having. Can we talk to dead people and ask them what they what they saw. No, talk to doctors. I, I don't. Talk to doctors that have been around dead people, and they say, as they're passing, they always have these memories. Oh, I see this person, I see that, or I yeah. see the light. I mean, there's something to that, man. You, you can't deny it. Retired right. NFL quarterback Tom Brady is all over the news right now because he is going to pivot from winning Super Bowls to aiming for Academy Awards. What does that mean? Well, Tom will produce and star in a movie called 80 for Brady, which is really weird. What's that? Is that 80 movies? Like 30 for 30 is 30 movies. Is this 80 movies for Brady? 80 for Brady tells the true story of four elderly friends who take a life-changing trip to the 2017 Super Bowl 51. And New England Patriots fans will forever remember this game. Brady manufactured the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Is that against the Falcons when they came back? That's when the Patriots won in overtime after scoring the 31 Yeah. Points. Yeah. That, one, that might have been my favorite Super Bowl. So who? So that's what he's going to make this about. Okay. So that, who that are was... the four friends, the elderly friends? Jane Fonda, Rita Marino, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin. Oh, what? Like these older women? Like Golden Girls? I thought this was like four frat guys drinking and like yeah. tailgating and they go to the Super Bowl and they all get like laid in the bathroom. I thought it would be something like that. Yeah, it's uh, a... Yeah. It, it, Producing and uh, producing and he's going to be in it. 
What? I just think it's uh-huh. weird. He can do what he wants. He can. Oh, he can do whatever he wants at this point. He's yeah. retired, and he has a bunch of money, and he's a good-looking guy. So, uh, do whatever. Jennifer Lawrence and her husband have welcomed their first child, according to L.A. County Public Records. The baby's name, gender, and birth date, they've all not been announced, but somebody went peeking into public records, and they did find that she has a child, so... Congratulations to them. And finally, how long do you let it go when someone says your name wrong? I'm going to say the first name of this celebrity, and you're going to say the last name. Okay, Rover, you ready? Okay. Lindsay. Lohan. Thank you. But apparently, that's not how you say your name. So she took to... Lohan? She took to TikTok... Because she wanted to get to social media to something that she's working on, so she wanted to get some exposure. So here is the video of Lindsay Lohan. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Lohan, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. Yes. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Lohan, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. That's all video. No, it's Lohan. Everyone, it's Lindsay Lohan, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. All right, so Lohan, not Lohan. <laughs> Nobody's got to... She's so whacked out, she may be mispronouncing her own name, for all we know. No, she's a, it seems like she's got her crap together. In a good place. In a good place. Where's she been? Mm-hmm. What's Powerful. She been doing? She's hanging in there. I think she's doing pretty good. So we apologize to Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. That's the shizzy. <laughs> now i got to apologize to Ed Sheerhan. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. You asked for more JLR, so Rover gave him an entire radio station. WJLR BM, the 24-7 All Jeffrey Parody Song Station, exclusively on RNG Plus. Songs like... And who could forget... Whatever. All the shark-topping hits are on WJLRBM. Download the new Rover's Morning Glory app and sign up for RMG Plus now. All right, we are now on to theory number three as to Bob Saget's death. Bob Saget died in a hotel room in Florida. At the Rich Carlton in Orlando. And uh, this was back in, I think it was uh, January 9th. Wait, January 9th? Has it been that long? January 9th? Yeah, it's been a while. Really? Has it been that long? No kidding. Um, All right, so he was in room 962 at the Ritz Carlton. When they found him, he was laying on his back, face up, hands over his chest. And the first theory, they said, uh, well, immediately cops said, no, there's, we don't suspect foul play. Yeah, nothing to see here. Right. Uh, they said no signs of drugs or alcohol or anything like that. We think he just had a heart attack. That was the first explanation that, we, that was going around. Then we were shocked when we found out that Bob Saget died of a traumatic head injury. It looked like uh, he was hit with a baseball bat in the back of the head. 
And that came out, and then uh, shortly thereafter, the following day, they said, oh, we believe Bob Saget hit his head on the headboard of the bed. And I don't even know how that would be possible. I mean, unless you are like a, a five-year-old kid in a hotel room jumping up and down on the bed, I don't know. How, how would you hit your head on the headboard you know, you're, hard enough to kill you? You ever dive into a hotel bed? You, like, dive, and then you spin in the air, and you land back? No. Okay. We'll try it. But I could see uh, him doing that. Not when you're 65 years <laughs> old, like Bob Saget. That was the only way I could think of it. That was like that. Such only explanation is he's diving, spins, and he's let you know lays back like ah, I'm finally in my room. To me, it sounded like BS. Um, and so a lot of people they did say, well, that sounds a little bit strange to me. It's hard to believe that you could you could hit your head on the headboard and, and die. Yeah. Uh, and now police have put out a new theory because so many people were saying, well, that doesn't sound right. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, doctors were saying, no, this looks like he was hit in the head with a baseball bat or he fell. Uh, Dieter, you had a doctor. You said that, uh, that, that you quoted, said it, it looked like he fell 30 stories. That's, that's almost three stories, two, at least two stories, maybe three stories, uh, off of a balcony or something. That's the kind of injury he said that Bob Saget received. Right. Right. So now they've come up with a new theory, okay. and the new theory is that he slipped and fell in the bathroom on the marble floor, and he hit his uh, he hit the back of his head on the marble floor, and it knocked him out. He then eventually regained consciousness, got up, laid in bed, where he then died in bed. What time now, is it they happen? apparently overnight. Okay. He, he went to the hotel room around like 2 a.m., I think. So they're saying overnight. Okay, but you, do we talk right. to our wife first? Like, that's what I don't understand. So nobody knows. So he hits his head. He doesn't. He, he probably would. He, well, he didn't want to worry her. And two, does he want to wake her up? I mean, they're old people. You think she's awake at 2, 3 a.m.? She's way younger than him. How old is she? I don't know. Well, still, she's also, I believe, lives on the West Coast. There's a three-hour time difference. It would be, uh, it would be 11 o'clock at night or midnight uh, West Coast time. So there's no way he got he, back to the hotel. He did this and didn't think it was a big deal. Like this, the level of like, uh, however hard he hit. There's no way he that happened, and then he went, "Oh, this isn't a big deal. I'll just go." It'd be impossible. No, no, I don't. I don't think he could be hit that hard and go, "Oh, it's it's just a little bump that I have." I. If you're, it wasn't his skull fractured in the back, and then his eyes were were black from from the force. Yeah, his two, uh, two, orbital was. Yeah, two black eyes fracture in the back. Yeah. So that's suspicious, right? Um, so you're not buying that he just slipped in the floor, crawled into bed, and died. So investigators apparently they've been unable to find any evidence of hair or blood on the. Uh, counters in the bathroom or on marble end tables in the room. And so now they're saying, well, it must have been the floor, the marble floor. Now, as far as I know, they didn't find any blood or hair on the floor. I, I mean, I think they would have said that. Huh. Um, they this just, is just their new working theory. Yeah, they're just throwing stuff out there and see what sticks. Uh, the headboard, the floor, the, the balcony. They have no idea. That is weird, Rover. He's right. Why are they throwing out so many different options? 
Because they don't know, I guess. Well, how about you wait until you have the answer over, Go do the investigation, actually pinpoint it, and then say, okay, this is the cause. Because weirdos like you would be like, why aren't they saying anything? It's a cover-up. I'd, yeah, cover I'd, rather, I'd rather have that than this, where just every day has a new idea. They look like dumbass cops or investigators, like, oh, we, we think it's this, we think it's that. We don't know. What I did learn is... He so he he got back to the room at two seventeen a.m. on January ninth. Okay. He actually checked into this hotel on January seventh. So he he performed on the night of the eighth. He performed like two hours away from Orlando. I think it was in Jacksonville or something. I forget. Uh, and so he was staying. This he'd already been checked into this hotel. So he didn't check in that night that he died. He had already checked in. Two days before that, That's on new. January 7th, that is oh, new, that is and new. I, I, I was unaware of that. So is it possible, could they have hit him with a baseball bat, he's already checked in, you take him up the back stairs <laughs> into his hotel room, and you lay him in the bed? Uh, they claim that they have surveillance video of him going down the hallway, uh, it's 2.17 a.m., he gets to his hotel room. They claim that they have surveillance video of him entering his hotel room, putting the Do Not Disturb sign on the door handle, and then no one else goes into that room. They have the, the electronic door records, and they have surveillance video. No one else went in there, they said. Balcony? Uh, maybe someone rappelled down a window or something. Or like we were talking yesterday, you climb off of one balcony onto the balcony below. Maybe that's possible. Matt, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Matt. Yo, Rover. Yo, what's happening? Oh, uh, not much. So, Bob Saget, I just feel like everything is, a, is not a coincidence. So, you you say that he his skull looked like he got hit with a baseball bat. So, if a doctor's saying he looks like he got hit with a baseball bat, do you think it's a baseball bat or do you think it's just a headboard? It, it, a lot of things aren't making sense, like, nowadays, like, Bob Saget, oh, he just, he, his head's cracked open. Oh, he, he died of a heart attack. Okay, well, an autopsy is going to tell you that not, uh, he died from a, uh, a heart attack. But it, it, it's, it's just, Well, I also it, think that the, the, the odd thing to me is that he could hit his, he, they say he passed out and hit his head. Not even that he slipped. He, he must have just passed out, been standing there in the bathroom, passed out, hit his head on the marble floor. But, and then, and then he was knocked unconscious. Eventually, he regained consciousness and made his way to the bed where he laid down, lost consciousness again, and died. They estimate he died at about 4 a.m. So he oh, got wow. back to the room at 2.15. He died at 4 a.m. He wasn't found until 4 p.m. Wow. that day. Um, so he'd been dead about 12 hours. Well, I feel, uh, I feel like they're, they're coming out with things that are just saying, oh, well, Oh, I, we think it's this, we think it's that, we think it's this. Okay, well, stop throwing little, little thinking uh, opinions out and do some investigation and, and get to the bottom of it. They said they, there was no blood or hair on the floor, so how did he get from the bathroom to the bed with not spilling any blood with a cracked skull? Yeah, this yeah. is the, the strange thing to me. If you fell and you hit, now anything's possible, I suppose, but if you fell... And you hit your head so hard on that marble floor that it killed you. 
Wouldn't there be blood on that floor? Wouldn't that have caused a yeah. cut in the head, in the skin, uh, yeah, something? I mean, there there had to have, right? There, yes, or bleeding. I've seen people, I mean, they bleed from their ears when they crack their head open, then blood pours out. There'd be blood somewhere. There's two black eyes. Yeah, and if he lost consciousness on that bathroom floor, let's say he's unconscious for five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, whatever, an hour, who knows? Wouldn't he bleed out there on that floor? You would see yeah. evidence of that. And uh, I don't know. It's a weird thing, Dieter. I'm not into any of your conspiracy theories. Right. But this one, there may be something to this one. Uh, we will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black and Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMA. They say Tom Brady is the GOAT. But when it comes to radio, Rover is the GOAT. The greatest of all uh, talkers. During commercial break, I can still see all of the cameras that are in the studio. I could watch. Peter, you must have been talking about your contract, is my guess, because it's the most animated I've ever seen you probably in the past 20 years. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, yeah? A lot of stuff happening. You're lucky, Rover, you're, you're not here. It's, you know, Why is that? It's just there's a lot, lot going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of, like, deadlines, and now they're all, you know, I don't know how much I can say. A lot of meetings and all this stuff, and it's just, like, it's all coming mm -hmm. to a head. And, yeah, I had, like, an hour-long meeting yesterday, and, you know, so did Doogie, and I'm guessing Charlie, too, and, you know, there's another one today after the show, so. Oh, you have another meeting oh, today. every day, every day, meeting. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh, so. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I seriously... You going to get this done, Dieter, or are you going to... Uh, are you going to move on to your other profession of selling insurance products? Oh, yeah. That actually came up in the meeting. That's, that's a lot. Oh, yeah? yeah, came up with... Somebody actually said that. They're like, hey, yeah, I have a friend, and uh, they're actually selling insurance now. So, you want to be doing that? I was just like, oh, come on. Uh, there's so, there were so many good lines. Wish I could say him, but anyway. Well, Dieter was very Dieter was very animated as he was telling that story to to Doogie, and I could see a lot of hand movements and gestures, and Dieter's face uh, getting all riled up. So I knew it must have been contract talk, and uh, I guess I guess we'll uh, we'll see when I get back. We'll see how everything is playing out. Um, speaking of work, have you ever done anything to? Get out of doing work at your job. Like, have you ever, uh, I remember Charlie, uh, told us a story. He used to be a stagehand and he, he would be like at a concert or whatever. And his job was to go and lay cable and carry things. And he used to just disappear and they would never be able to, they wouldn't be able to find them because well, it's hard work. Yeah. So in the beginning of the shift, uh, the road crew would come in, 
and there's either there's an electrician, there's a lighting guy, there's the backline guy, there's I'm trying to remember all the different stuff. And he would look at the crowd of all the workers, the local crew, and he would pick each person mm-hmm. and go like, "All right, you're with me for the day," and then you have to go run the snake. And that's this huge electrical cable, or you have to go start hanging up all these lights or scaffolding or whatever, whatever stuff. And you're just being mm-hmm. picked with this one guy for the whole day. Well, I realized that, so every time they're about to start, you know, picking teams for the day, I would just go stay in the bathroom for an hour. Or <laughs> and then I'd come out, and I would have no team to be on. So I'd just kind of wander uh-huh. around. I'd kind of just get in wherever I wanted. If I saw a job that looks kind of simple... Easy, yeah. Yeah, I would go do that, and then I could also escape right and find a different easy job throughout the day, and that was that was a really great way to do work. Now, no one figured this out, Charlie. Over time, they didn't realize. Hey, how come Charlie isn't here at roll call? No, no. There were so many people. No, because they would see me in the morning, like right right before we're doing that. They'd see me. Everybody'd be getting around drinking coffee and stuff, and I'd be. You know, making it known that I'm there, mm-hmm. and then oh, I just mm-hmm. have a mm-hmm. little stomach ache. I got to go crap, and then you just kind of stand. <laughs> you just stand in the bathroom, which wasn't like a great bathroom. You just kind of stand there in the in the stall, and you just wait it out till you know that all the teams are sure. matched. Oh up, yeah, and then you're done. And then you just wait. Yeah, they, people will almost spend as much energy trying to get out of work as they would actually doing the work. I mean, I can remember, and the reason I bring this up is there's a woman who went to extraordinary lengths in uh, in Georgia. She's a Georgia, Georgia state official. She went to extraordinary lengths to avoid going to work, and I'll tell you what, what it is in just a second, but I can remember I used to uh, deliver T-shirts to uh, casinos in Las Vegas. Like, uh, you'd carry a sample to the marketing. Not like boxes of T-shirts, just like one T-shirt. They would print off, or, or a couple, a couple samples. The printing company that I worked for, they'd, uh, they'd give me a, four or five samples, and they'd say, take these to the marketing director at the Mirage Hotel and Casino, and, uh, you know, it would be... It would be a T-shirt for Mirage, and the print would be a little bit darker or a little bit lighter. Or, you know, they'd all be just very slightly different. And you'd go there, and you'd show it to her, and she would say, I like that one, and she'd pick it, and then we'd print you know, 20,000 shirts or whatever. Um, so my job, it was a pretty easy job, just driving around, going to casinos. And uh, even that, even that, I would still get out of work. I would just... I would go, I'd get some McDonald's, I'd order breakfast, I'd sit in the parking lot, I'd eat, I'd dick around. I'd just sit there. I'd sit in the car for like 30 minutes doing nothing, and then they would go, hey, what happened to you? And, oh, oh, traffic was bad. Because they didn't have GPS, they didn't have apps back then. It was, you could really dick around a lot on the job. Uh, this woman in Georgia, and... Um, Robin Folsom is her name, 43 years old. She's actually been charged with the way, with with a felony, I think, because of uh, of the way that she got out of doing work. She faked being pregnant multiple times to get out of going to work. She would get maternity leave, and she would. So they they give her like seven or eight weeks of maternity leave. So every year she was faking that she was pregnant, and then she'd get two months off, basically. And Did she have to produce a kid? Yeah, where's the kid? Oh, yeah, it go, died? 
She faked it. She yeah. would fake it. She would but give after. photos. Yeah. Oh, okay. She showed photos. She oh, goes, "Here's my baby." That is evil. And 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 sometimes the way you want to know the way that she got caught. This is great. The way that she got caught is she would go to because if if there's a pregnant woman at work, you know about that, right, Theater? Like there's, yeah. if there's a saleswoman at work. Before the pandemic, everyone was working in our offices. Now you don't. Uh, we haven't seen anyone in like two and a half years. But uh, if there's a pregnant salesperson, you see her. You see her getting bigger and bigger and, and bigger, and you know, then eventually you're like, "Wow, she's gonna burst." When's that baby due? And they make a big production rover. They're always like holding their backs, and they're always like, uh, "Can you help me lift something?" And I'm like, well, "What?" And they're like, "Oh, the stapler. It's, it's a huge <laughs> production here." <laughs> Oh, I remember Doogie. When Doogie Rover, when she, yes. she was the day yes. she gave went, went into labor, she stuck him in the work. Because yeah, I'm a and, dedicated no, employee. You, she wanted, wanted the attention. You no? want, yes, she, she wanted the attention. Yes. Oh she was God, holding up to no. the walls in the hallway. And she's just like, oh my bad, I'm cramping up, just I trying to get the not. news people to stop and go like, oh my God, you need a glass of water. Are you okay? I was ideal. I worked. I took two weeks off after I gave birth, and I was right back at work. So suck it. But guys who haven't get that. Don't forget. Yeah, they do. They do now. They get maternity leave. Okay. Okay. Can you rubber? Oh, rubber's out. Oh. Did it switch? Yeah. Hold on one second. What is it? What's this thing called? Skype. It's right there on the paper. Skype X, maybe. No. Kind of like this. Hold on. <laughs> I'm hearing them. Oh crap! Wait. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? He says no. Okay, good. Shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, he can hear you. <laughs> you there, Robert? I love my job. All right, I'm here. Yeah, Are you yeah. got me? Yeah. So I think close. when I was getting all animated, I shocked. I touched something, and it shocked the board. <laughs> Anytime I touch it, it just cha- it's, it, it, it changes the, the channel. Oh, yeah. I know. That, that, that equipment, that board that we have in the main studio, it, it will just randomly change inputs, and it, it will stop working in the middle of the show. Um but if Doogie was going to fake a pregnancy, it would be difficult because she's not pregnant. Well, right. this woman, this this Robin woman in, in Atlanta, she figured out a way around that. She wore a fake pregnancy belly to work really? every day. Really? Oh, my God. She was dedicated. This is the dedication that she showed yeah. to getting out of work. Like different sizes? Uh, oh. Stages. Must have been. Yeah. Maybe they're adjustable or something. And um, Wow. So she would go in every day. Oh, and, you know, people would be, oh, when do you do? Oh, June June 14th or whatever, oh, you know. Man. And she would keep this up. Robin yeah. and, 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 and <laughs> Yeah. One of them, uh, uh, at one time, the uh, her husband or boyfriend or whoever, uh, a, a man, uh said, hey, listen, she had a rough pregnancy and emailed the state because she worked for the state of Georgia and, oh, she's, you know, she's really out of it. He emailed and said, hey, she needs, she needs time off. They approved seven weeks additional maternity leave for her. So she was just, and you know, you get paid. she was never pregnant. Yeah, you get paid you for get that. Paid. You get like a portion if you take maternity leave, you get a portion of your paycheck. So she was getting money coming in and not even pregnant. So uh, the way that she was ultimately discovered was she was at work. She, uh, I believe, had done this, uh, I think, three times. Wow. And she, you know, so everyone, now she has to keep it up at work. Like, oh, how's, 
How's uh, Susie? How's little Susie? Oh, she's great. She just turned four. You know, like you have to keep up this whole fake family yeah. that you never gave birth to. I've always thought about doing so, this with uh, Krista. <laughs> you guys wouldn't know. If I just, and I could just leave all the time and go, oh, i got doctor's appointments or whatever. You'd have no idea. Little I think it would take me, <laughs> like, I think it would take you guys three years before you figured me out and, uh, I just don't play. Maybe never. Why would we ever know? Would How would we ever? Be. You could, you could I, fake. I would be there. Dude, you'd, you'd get nosy at some point and show up and then realize yeah. there is no baby here. Yeah. I, but I mean, you could post baby pictures to Instagram just and stuff. Fake and baby pictures. Yeah, just Google yeah. baby and it's done. They all look the same to me. The way that this woman was eventually discovered, she was at work wearing her fake pregnancy belly, going for pregnancy number three or four or whatever it is, and... Uh, and a coworker uh, looked over at her and and discovered that the pregnancy belly, it wasn't the bottom strap, it wasn't strapped down uh, properly. <laughs> so the pregnancy belly started like coming off of her body, started coming away, and 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 the coworker. I don't think said anything to the woman. I think the coworker then reported it to human resources or their boss, and it's like. Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but I think Robin's wearing a fake pregnancy belly. So then they did an investigation, and they found out she never gave birth to any children. <laughs> She's just been faking it this whole time, getting paid money and and uh, and all of that. And I, you know, there must have been maybe she was even getting other uh, maybe maybe there she was getting other sort of benefits or something. I don't know what you would get out of this other than a couple Not of working. weeks off every year. Uh, and that's worth it, yeah. If you have two months off, yeah. Oh, you can leave all the time too. You yeah. just leave at like nine a.m. and go. Yeah. Oh, I got a doctor's appointment. Yeah. You just you can't question it. You're oh, like, the oh, school called. I gotta go yeah, pick up my kid. Gotta go. Yeah. Always. Like, totally. Yeah. Every day I have to leave at two p.m. to go pick up my kid. Yeah. And you're just going home, sitting around. Yeah. Now, by the way, that father of the kid who emailed and said she's having a bad pregnancy, she needs a little more time off. That was a made-up guy. She made up that guy. Oh, and really? totally made up the father of her child. Said his name was Brian Otmambebwe, and uh, um, he was a completely made-up person. So she's been charged with all sorts of crimes for, you know, fraud or whatever. And I, I just thought that was an extraordinary actually amount smart. of work yeah. it's evil. to go through yeah. in order to avoid work. Evil, yes, but very smart, very dedicated. Like, that takes a lot to get all of that done. But none of your friends, like all my friends, you guys, I think, came over. I held Dieter was smoking a cigar in the hospital. Well, that, you don't lie to your not, friends. You tell your friends, oh, my God, my work is so stupid, they, they think I'm pregnant. They, you don't tell I would report. If my best friend told me that, I would report her. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. If Rachel and Sale, no, wouldn't. Yes, I would. You would no. not. I would not report Rachel in <laughs> sales. No, you would do anything for her. You name drop her every day. I do love her. Maybe not her. Usually would be jealous that they're getting something for free or free time yeah, off I or whatever. That. And so maybe she would report it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I can I can remember I worked at a, a, a vet clinic and this might have been my first job when I was fourteen or something. And my job was to. Uh, take the dogs out, outside, let them pee, let them poop, and then if they pooped in their cage, I'd have to clean that up. It was just, it was such a, I thought, uh, I thought I would really like that job, because first of all, when you're 14, you're stupid, you go, 
man, I can't wait to work. And you think going to work every day would be fun. Um, and I also like animals. And I thought, well, this would be perfect. This would be a great job. Oh, my God, is that a terrible-ass job. Um, and I can remember, I never, you, you, you couldn't get out of doing that work because there was visual evidence of it. If the dog was, if the dog had crapped all over its cage, and they would have diarrhea when they'd come in, and you'd board a oh. dog, they just get the squirts because they're nervous, and then it gets in their tail, and then they wag their tail when they see you, and it just, it literally just fans diarrhea, dog diarrhea all over the place. Like a hippo. Some days I would walk in, oh man, I would walk into work just and and just. You would know when you open the door, you'd go, oh, my God. And you you could tell by the smell what you were in for that day. And there, But there was no way out of that because if you didn't clean it up, the doctor, would have, the vet, would eventually come in and go, hey, how come there's poop all over this, this cage? So you had to do it. There was no way out of doing that job. Uh, but this woman, she really found a, a novel way of getting out of doing work. Peter, have you ever scammed your way out of work? Yeah, I was just thinking, I used to work at a pool, and we always would want to sleep on the job, like actually literally sleep, because you had to be there at 6 in the morning. I was like, oh, man. And as a teenager, that's horrible. Teenager in your 20s. So I was like, how can we find ways to sleep? So we came up with this idea. We had like a loop-de-loop slide. It didn't go straight down, but there's always like curves and like figure eights in it, and then finally comes out into the pool. So we said, why don't we go up there and say, we got to wax the slide. You know, when you go down it, it's so dry, it's like catching uh-huh. on your ass and your back. I'm like, we got to wax it. We always had wax there. You don't have to do it really once a year. But maybe like once a week, we're like, we got to wax it. We're really getting caught in the slide. We go up, and on the turns, they can't see you. At any angle, they can't see what you're doing on the turns. We would just sleep right there. We would just sleep there for hours, and then we'd just come down, and we'd pour a little bit of wax on the slide. We'd come down and be like, boss. All done. We waxed that from head to toe, and they're like, "Wow, great job! You guys are hard workers." We slept. We slept the whole time. It was the best job. I was getting paid to sleep. How do you not know you guys are all missing at the same time? No, for hours. Just, no, it'd just be like two of us, and we'd go up there. I'd be on one turn. My buddy be on one turn, and then the one, the best revenge. My buddy was pissing me off, so I woke up before him, and I turned the slide on. So all the water came rushing down. He came out of the slide still asleep. <laughs> He was asleep, and the water just gently pushed him out, and he woke up in the water. He's like, oh, dear, you a-hole. That was the best. Uh, Jim, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Jim. Rover, COI. Hey, what's happening? Well, this this same situation happened to me. Uh, it was years and years ago when I was in high school. I was a busboy at a, a restaurant around here, and there was a server. Uh, she wasn't. She didn't need a prosthetic she was just ginormous and she told everyone hey i'm having a baby and over the course of nine months it progressively got to oh i need you to carry this stuff ah i need you to hold the doors uh-huh. and then ah, they wouldn't they wouldn't let her serve anymore so they gave her a special chair by the door and she would just sit down and be a greeter then they threw a big baby shower closed half the restaurant everyone bought her gifts then she had the baby, manager's so happy, calls the hospital, had flowers delivered. Who? 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 No one's here by that name. No, no baby. Just just fake the whole thing. Milked it for nine months. Bunch of people carrying no stuff, kidding. get their job changed, everything. Just And no one can question right. it because what do you think? Right. Hey, uh, you can't wait. You, you can't say that, so you're stuck. 
And then what happened? Did they fire her? Did they fire? Did they file any charges? No, no. It was this was it was just a she's fired, gone. That was it. Also, Bob Bob Saget. It was a good idea. Bob Saget killed himself. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Think about it. It makes sense. It's embarrassing to him. That's why he didn't kill anyone. He passed out a little bit, fell, cracked his head. That's why the family doesn't want any information released because America's dad. You can't have him die that way. It just it fits. Oh wow! Yeah, they never even see that actor. Was it David Carradine? Was that the guy's yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He supposedly died of autoerotic asphyxiation. And that's that. Michael Hutchins. Yeah, Michael Hutchins. Yeah, um, so you're saying supposedly passed out, hit his head, and then just kind of cleaned up and went into the the bed. Or did they actually I find don't know. him? I think they would have found some sort of evidence of that in the bathroom. Right. They would have found a, a, a noose or a belt or whatever he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a guy online too who says that his life has flashed before his eyes. Ooh. Peter, you said that uh, it happens to everyone right before they die, and I go, "Well, how do you know?" Uh, line two says it's happened to him. Uh, let me take a break. I'll grab him. We also have the shizzy, the news, coming up in just a moment. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black in Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. We aren't saying his voice has to be registered as a deadly weapon, but he has been known to kill the competition. I'll be chilling there. I'll be it. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Shizzy in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Deirdre? A woman was reported missing. She was elderly. She was severely disabled. And now we... Actually, she wasn't elderly. She was severely disabled. My bad. She was reported missing. <laughs> the unlikely place that she was found will blow your mind. I'll tell you the story next. Take that with those negotiations. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know how they can pay her anything, to be honest with you. She hasn't read a news story in 20 years. She stumbled through it. it. Wow. Um, all right. That's coming up in just a moment. Eric, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Rover. How's it going? Yo, Dieter. Hey, man. What's up? Yo! Uh, I just wanted to share a couple of experiences of having uh, your life pass before your eyes on, on film when you are, think you're going to die. So I've had that happen a couple of times. Yes, sir. Uh, there was a guy who was 87 years old. Who was they, they were scanning his brain for something, doing, I guess, an MRI or some sort of brain scan. I don't know what kind of a CAT scan, maybe, I guess, whatever it is. And... Uh, uh, he actually died in the machine, so they were able to see what his brain activity was. They claim it's the first time a brain scan has been done of a person at the point of death. I find that almost a, a little bit hard to believe, but maybe it's true. Uh, and they, the, the areas where memory, uh, those lit up like crazy in the 
minute or so 30 before, seconds. Uh, yeah. 30 seconds before death, and uh, they say, well, we believe it's your life flashing before your eyes. Um, and uh, Eric, go ahead. So the first time I was uh, underneath a car that was the front wheels were up on ramps, and I was using a hammer, and on the back swing of the hammer, I hit the transmission linkage, and it went into neutral, and the car rolled off the ramps and pinned me against the ground. Mm. But mm. as the car started rolling on top of me, but, you know, the, the tires were on it, so there's enough space to where I was I was okay, but I just couldn't move. But as the car started rolling, that I started to see this film go through my mind and all these memories of my life. And it, it was only for a couple of seconds, but, and then, of course, I didn't die. Um, and my brother was there um, in the garage, and he ran over and tried to lift the car up, and I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I just can't move. Just get a jack. And uh, so it was just a life, you know, scare. Now, what did the film, as you said, what did it look like, and what did it contain? It literally looked like a piece of film, like you would see a fake piece of film shown in a movie. Like an old 8-millimeter film strip or something, yeah? Yes, with the holes on the sides and all the separate frames. And they were just memories of my childhood and um, not even anything that I typically remember, just things from my life going frame by frame. Um, It always always gets me in a movie scene when they show that before somebody dies and they have like some sappy music playing and then they show like the childhood and then like all the girls the guys banged and all that and then you know then the light flashes that always gets me yeah. you know what would your film strip be just you lifting weights all day <laughs> yeah pretty much so I get the kid playing football you know yeah then there's just constantly banging chick from chick to chick to chick banging banging then puking my brains out you know then like sharding on my couch and then their radio career and then I just die uh huh uh huh okay all right you know, what the, you know what? Was your buddy able to lift the car? He, did he try to lift it? Because I've heard like grandmas in situations, eighty years old, able to pick up a car when it falls on somebody. Yeah, it was my brother. He tried, and I just was like, "No, just get a jack, and you're not. He's not going to lift the car." But yeah, I've heard those stories too. So it happened one other time. It was on um, was backpacking in. Uh, we were done for the day and just set up camp, and there was a big, huge rock formation. And so we were climbing. It was actually in Boy Scouts, and we were climbing these rocks, like rock climbing, but it was only maybe 20 feet tall. And I was up on top, and I was saw somebody go down on the other side, and I went over there to look down where he went so I could go back down to the, the ground. And I put my, there was like a V shape, and I looked down, and I put my hands on both sides of the V and looked down to see where he went, and the rock broke off. And so I went down head first because I had put my weight on this rock. And Mm -hmm. that was another time. As I was falling, 
this film started going through my mind, showing these memories of my childhood and my past. Mm. And uh, I, I hit the ground, and I had a huge bruise on my side, which was a, a, a big pain for the rest of the trip because your backpack has hip straps to where all the weight is carried, and my side was all bruised from landing on the ground. But So, yeah, that's the two times. And the last thing I'll say is I'm pretty impressed with Charlie and how he manages callers and participates in the show at the same time. He's very multi-talented. Yes. Yes, Yes, he's really multitasking back there. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes. I appreciate Uh, it. Eric, thank you. Um, you Prior to film. (laughs) Yes. Prior to film, what would flash before your eyes? Because this guy's like, oh, there are even little holes on, like, the film, like the holes uh, in, in, the, in the side of a film strip. But you didn't have that back or whatever. In. I don't know. Or is it, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it would look like before we had film, I guess. I guess it would just be... Something else, whatever the pictures, or if that, you know, since photos were invented, or like you said, cave drawings or paintings. Maybe your life looked like a painting because that's all people knew of at the time. Who knows? Uh, Doogie? Yo! Are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah! Here we go. Get well, of course, we talked about this earlier this morning, but we have to mention this once again. We are witnessing war right now. Vladimir Putin gave a televised speech announcing a special military operation, and the assault began hours before dawn with a series of missile attacks against locations near the capital in Ukraine, and according to CNN right now, they're saying that there was calm for a little bit, and then, sure enough, we have... Uh, missiles again. So it is a mess right now. This is going to have a ripple effect because, of course, you're going to have the United States vowing to do whatever they need to do, as well as officials from here and NATO. They're going to meet to coordinate a deeper response, and uh, everyone's going to stick together to make sure that they can do what they can for Ukraine. And a lot of the questions are, why is he doing this? Everyone is wondering, why is Putin doing this? And no one really seems to know. So we'll just continue. Yeah, well, the, the, the part, I guess part of Ukraine, on the eastern part of Ukraine, there are there's an area, region, where people speak Russian. And he's like, that's ours. Okay, well, if that's the case. I mean, they've already taken over part of Ukraine, Crimea, whatever the hell that is. Then they want to take over some more. Now they just said, hey, we're taking over the entire country is what it sounds like. Right. Uh, and say it should be part of Russia. Um, I I don't know why. I don't know who would want it. I don't know what you get out of having it. What what good does it do? I I don't have answers. To more that. land. Is that it? Bottom line. Do you need more land? You have all of Russia. They have like a, a pretty big country to begin with. I don't know why you would need that additional land. And it's not not like the greatest land either. You can. Not a lot there that you'd want. Yeah, but I guess but if they had it before, now they lost it. They want it back. They have like top, like they've got wheat, I guess, or oil. They've got all kinds of things that Russia wants. Potatoes. 
sure, I don't know, but I did hear in the news earlier that there are things that he wants, that they have. Um, one of these reports on the ground says that Ukraine says that they have over soldier, 40 soldiers killed so far. That number is expected to rise. Uh, the pictures are pretty brutal when you see the bloody bodies and things that are seeing, happening. This is the first time I'm looking. All these choppers flying in, smoke in there. Like, it's definitely starting. Oh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at all this morning. Now I see. Yeah, absolutely. Elsewhere, in other news, in Washington, according to Kent Police Department, there was an officer that took a missing person report from a woman on Valentine's Day who stated that her severely disabled adult sister had not been seen since earlier this month. And the police investigation determined that the disabled sister was last seen on February 5th after her mom parked her vehicle at a gas station and walked off, leaving the daughter inside. The vehicle was then privately towed to a lot about 10 miles away from the gas station, and somebody had called the tow company and said, can you just go check this Cadillac that's there still? And sure enough, a person from the tow company went to the car, and they found the adult disabled sister in the back seat. She had a bunch of clothes and a bunch of stuff on top of her. Still in the car. Still in the car trying to keep warm. It's how long, how long has she been in the car? It says here that she was nine days alone inside of that car. Oh, my God. Nine days? Yeah. And again, severely disabled. I have a news story here. You want to see if they show her in the car? I doubt they're going to show her in the car, but maybe. I mean, okay. So we begin tonight with a story of survival. A woman with disabilities is found alive after being left inside a car for more than a week. Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us for the Fox 13 News at 9. I'm Matthew Smith. But tonight, police are telling us that that car was towed, and that woman, she was inside as we hit those dangerously cold temperatures for days. Fox 13 News reporter Alejandro Guzman joins us live from Burien. Now, Ellie, you talked to the towing company. How did no one notice that she was actually inside that car? Matthew, it is pretty shocking, but I can tell you that from the entire moment that we've been here, it's been constant movement, and cars have been coming in and out, employees are on the property, and even then, they say they didn't hear the woman or see the woman inside that car. In fact, the general manager tells me when Kent Police called him asking if anybody was inside it, he said no, until they unlocked it and checked again. Mm. A usual towing request turned into a devastating situation for a woman it's with a news story. Right, that's enough of that. They set the story up. They do a two-and-a-half-minute story. They can cut it down to 20 seconds. They just repeat the same stuff over and over again. Uh, anyhow, go on, Bougie. In Florida, there's a goofy shoplifter caught on video, and this man was awkwardly trying to steal something by stuffing it down his pants. I believe you have video of this, Rover, or Dieter. I got it right here. His name is Darren Durant, and this is the security footage, so I don't believe there's any audio that goes with this. And if you can describe what you're seeing, a man with crutches... Look on the aisle, and he's stuffing, what the, he's stuffing like a guitar down his sweatpants. It's a huge crossbow. Oh, a crossbow? In sweatpants. Now, wait, how's he going to walk down? How does he think he's going to get away with that? He has a huge fupa. <laughs> oh, I just have a fupa. That's all it is. <laughs> and I don't know if he's fake walking, like why he's fake walking with a crutch. Oh, he definitely is, because he puts the crutch down and he just moves. Yep. 
Don't you realize every store now has a camera? He's having, like, looking out, like... The handle of the crossbow is visibly poking out of the waistband as the shoplifter makes his getaway. Store workers had noticed that two of the bows had been stolen, and they checked their surveillance footage, and they saw a man steal a pair of cutting tools off a shelf and then cut zip ties off a crossbow. The video shared on social media shows him. That is who they identified, Darren Durant. And he was caught on tape. Dude, I get you have to get, like steal diapers for your kid or maybe like bread and food. Do you have to get a crossbow? Do you, you need it that day for what? It's a $1,300 crossbow to oh. be stuffed down his Peter, you give, give a man a piece of meat, you feed him for a day. Give him a crossbow, he goes out in the woods, kills all these deer, and feeds himself for a lifetime. That's he, right. And just so you know, he did get away. He oh, walked out with that big bulge. They said that he was found in the parking lot of a nearby Walgreens by a sheriff's deputy days later. Wow. <laughs> he walked out with a huge bulge. <laughs> I guess because you have the crutch, you don't want to like maybe stare at him. Right. You think like, oh, I'm looking at his disability. Right. Um, there are rumors that Hall of Famer Troy Aikman, he's expected to leave Fox Sports to become the main analyst for ESPN's Monday Night Football. Oh, wow. Yeah, Aikman's ESPN deal will be for five years, according to some sources, and his yearly salary is expected to approach or exceed the neighborhood of Tony Romo's $17.5 million per year, which is his contract with CBS. deal is not signed yet, but it is near completion. What do you think of Aikman, Charlie, on when he's on Fox? I think he does great. I mean, touchdowns, who's safeties, it? everything. Who's, he, who's his co-host? Three-point shots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is his co-host? Al Michaels. Right. <laughs> That's a good team. Oh. Uh, entertainment news for you. Spider-Man No Way Home arrives to streaming in four weeks. It'll be March 22nd when that hits. Sony Pictures will load the DVD with an additional 100, actually additional 80 minutes of features and behind-the-scenes snippets. Did you see the scandal that's going on with the Oscars? So they have this fan favorite, which they did, where people can pick the movie, and everyone, if you, like, go to Twitter and you can vote, and you can vote, like, up to 20 times a day, and everyone was like, okay, mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home is definitely going to win because it kind of woke everyone up from the box office, and during the pandemic, people went out to see that it's a huge grossing film. Everyone says it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, people are voting that stupid, I like the movie, that stupid Cinderella movie, with James Corden's movie and that Camille. Oh, my God. And so people are outraged. They're like, this is... Who watched that? I did. But, and I love it. I've seen it like 20 times. But in comparison, people are saying to Spider-Man, how could Cinderella be the lead and Spider-Man not taking over? Where are all the fans voting for Spider-Man? So people want Spider-Man No Way Home to win. Instead of Usually I do have a question. A lot of people have been sending me text what? messages. And I'm sure you read the story from start to finish so you have an answer to oh, this. Yeah, the disabled woman who yeah. lived in the car for nine days, yeah. unbeknownst to anyone, after it was towed. Yeah. The <clears throat> Her mother is the one who drove that car to the store. Right, I the said that. The disabled woman was in the car, right? right? And then she, she walked away. The car gets towed. Yeah. I had the mother tell him where the where the girl was. I don't know. Why, why didn't she? Okay, it must have been in paragraph two. Well, I don't know. know. That's the 
obvious know, question that people want to know the answer to. Abandoning the kid. Well, she walked away on purpose. Yeah. Maybe the mom didn't know that the kid was that the disabled woman was in there. But if she's that disabled, how did she get in the car? Maybe if you read the story, you'd know. But all right, go on. I don't think it's in the story, Robert. It's got to be in the story. It has to be. It's oh, I assume the mom did it on. This is all on purpose. Like she was. Did the news? Let's go back. Abandoning. The yeah, the, like did the, the adult, the adult disabled woman. I I had enough of that news. Okay, I'm just saying oh. they didn't say it either. So uh, that's it. Days. I don't want it. Okay, I'm gonna say it for you. That's the fizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. Just like your love of shoving things in your mouth has caused you to plus size your pants. Fat roll. Your love of shoving Rover's Morning Glory in your ears will cause you to sign up for RMG Plus. All the info is at RoverRadio.com. Coming up in about one hour, we have Dieter's Conspiracy Corner. Dieter, what kind of thing do you have for us today? Well, um, it has to do with the death. We talked about Bob Saget before dying. Yeah. Almost yeah. the same line. A very fishy death that you guys, I don't know how you can explain this, Robert. You always try to explain it. I'll go, oh, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't know how you're going to explain this one. All right, we'll uh, have that in about one hour. Tomorrow on the show, we have our four finalists for the Sing Your Way to L.A. competition where we're sending a winner and their friend to Los Angeles for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. We let people sing karaoke, uh, and we got four finalists, and now they they battle it out head-to-head tomorrow on the show, and we'll determine tomorrow who goes on that trip to Los Angeles. We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black in Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Life is short, so listen to as much Rover's Morning Glory as you can. Rover's Morning Glory. Another person who says that they got their uh, taxes, they filed the taxes the same day as Jeffrey, and they have gotten their tax refund, so they predict that Jeffrey has already gotten his tax refund. We'll have to see. Um, You know, have you ever worried that you might get caught up in a case of mistaken identity or the cops may arrest you, Dieter, for thinking you have a warrant out for your arrest or something like that. Anyone ever been concerned about that? Has that ever crossed Never. your mind? No. I do Charlie every day. <laughs> no, I think cops is going to arrest you and, like, hassle you for no reason? Well, this is a mistaken identity. I'm saying, like, mistaken identity? I thought. I think if they thought I was somebody else, it'd get resolved in, like, five minutes. I'd go, here's my ID. Sure. Right? There's a woman named Bethany Farber. She uh, was flying 
from Los Angeles to Mexico for vacation. She was getting ready to go on vacation. So she gets to the airport, and while she's in line for going through the security and whatnot, the TSA pulls her aside, and they they say, hey, there's a warrant out for your arrest in Texas. Now, Bethany K. Farber has never been to the state of Texas. And she goes, well, that must be a mistake. Uh, they detained her for an hour or so. They put her in this uh, a, a, a private room. They interrogated her. Uh, she tried to tell them, I've never been to Texas. What are you talking about? Uh, and they said, no, sorry. And they arrested her, and they threw her in the clink. Hmm. Now, the interesting thing is that... Uh, uh, she was there for 13 days before they determined that it wasn't the Bethany Farber they were looking for. They were looking for someone else with the same name, named Bethany Farber. They arrested this woman because she had the same name, and they held her for more than, well, I guess for about two weeks, uh, and, and uh, refused to release her. She's now suing the... Uh, I guess the county sheriff or whoever kept her in jail for two weeks on this claim of mistaken identity and that uh, her civil rights were violated. But this almost seems impossible to believe, doesn't it? Like, yes. There's got to be more to this story that we don't know because if the cops tried to arrest me when I went to the airport and they go, no, you have a warrant, you would think you would be insistent, no, that can't be me, but maybe the cops have heard this so many times. Maybe they just say, hey, we've heard this all before. Every criminal that they ever come across, no one goes, yeah, I did it. You know, it's like when they pull you over for speeding. Do you know why I pulled you over? I don't know. Yeah, you know, because you were doing 85 and a 65. Um, so maybe they've just heard it so many times before that they actually thought she was just lying. Uh, how is it possible that they could hold this lady for two weeks? Because they're the wrong lady. Because they're stupid. When all cops? I didn't say that. These cops are stupid. I said these cops are stupid. Well, are you saying they're smart? Well, why didn't they? I think they tune uh, the victim out. The victim? victim, This is the victim. The girl, yeah. I think they just tuned her out, Rover. Oh, and you'd say, well, then they should be sued. Well, she's going to win. Don't you think she's going to win? It's only two weeks, though. Think about people that are in jail for ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, could be, you can't say that it's only two weeks. If you did nothing wrong and you're in jail for two weeks, you could lose your job. Uh, you could every Lots of stuff could happen. I did a stint. I know it's, it's, it's no easy time, but I'm saying at least it's not ten years. For two weeks? No. How long were you in the clink? Two days. <laughs> two days or two hours? No, just definitely longer than it felt like two days. Trust me. I was even Wait, it felt like how long days? was it in actuality? It was a full day. And I just got out. I think uh-huh. I went in at 9, and right before the 5 o'clock deadline, if you're in there on the Friday past 5, then they'll keep you all the way till Monday. And I think Monday was even a holiday, uh-huh. so the plan was for them to keep me in until Tuesday. But right at 5, uh-huh. thank God my lawyer got me out like at, at 4.59. So it still wasn't even a full day. Hold on. You know how many bologna sandwiches I had to eat? They just they took a thing. I think it's two. You're right. I, I took the bread off. They just, they they took a loaf of Wonder Bread and they already had the bologna sandwiches made. They stuffed them in the Wonder Bread bag and they just threw it in the jail cell on the floor. And they go, go ahead, have at it. It was me and five other inmates. So we had to have at to get these bologna sandwiches. 
You think that was wow, easy? Wow, did hard time, it sounds like. I didn't take uh, a dump on a steel so plate. There's no privacy. Go ahead. <laughs> You were in there for a few hours. This woman was in there for two weeks, Dater. Two weeks. And you go, oh, big deal. It was only two weeks. You got to get some sort of compensation for that. Okay, what? How much are you talking about? What's the zeroing for two weeks? Oh, 40 grand. Uh, I would say at least $100,000. What? Name the people that have been in jail for 20, 30 years. What do they deserve? If this lady's getting. Oh. If they were, if they, okay, look, if they went through a a trial and they were convicted and then they found out that they were innocent somehow later, uh, I don't know what they should get. If there was some sort of misconduct, the prosecutor knew they were innocent, had this evidence and, and withheld oh, yeah. it and they still sent them to jail, then yeah, they should get a lot of money if you went to jail for you, you, millions of dollars if you get, uh, if, if you're sent to prison for 20 or 30 years. But this seems like such an easy thing for them. You know, this was not a, oh, she was convicted, but then it turns out that she was innocent. All they had to do was check her her uh, her fingerprints, even the photo. The way that she got out, her mother eventually uh, sent a photo to the prosecutor there in California or wherever this was, sent a, a photo and said, hey, look, here is my daughter. Here is the woman who you're, uh, you know, you're looking for or whatever. Or Ooh, somehow, she's they, they they look at the pictures and they go, oh, this is she is hot. They they look at the pictures and they go, oh, this isn't the right woman. So then the prosecutor says, okay, let her go. She claims that the jail held her. At, this is after she'd been in jail for ten days. She claims that the jail held her an additional three days after the prosecutor told her to. Uh, told them to release her, making the 13 days total. Um, but my question, it, if if I was thrown in jail and I and, and it was a case of mistaken identity, I would expect that my wife, my mother, Somebody. someone, like they would be going to the jail, they'd be going to the prosecutor. Like I don't even care if it's if I'm in Alaska or whatever. Like you got to fly your ass out there and get me out of jail. Uh, you would be contacting the the news media. Uh, and, and that's, that is a surefire way to, if, if you're in the right, uh, this is a story that they would have picked up on. Yeah. You gotta contact the news media and say, my daughter's been arrested for no reason whatsoever. They're holding her in jail. I can't believe it took two weeks for them to get her out of jail. That sounds crazy. Well, so they do that already. Even people that do the crime, don't you think their family says, no, they didn't do it, they didn't do it. These police have seen it all. I guarantee there's already people going, that my son wouldn't do this, my my daughter wouldn't do this, or contacting the news. They've seen it. So that's why it takes two weeks, because every person tries that excuse. Dale, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, Rover. So, yeah, that happened to me, the same thing happened to that lady. So somebody basically stole her identity. And so, like, the guy that's in mine, every time you get, you get we have the same name. Like, my name is Dale R. Compton. And his name is Dale Ray Compton. So somehow he got a hold of my social security number, my address, and every time the guy got arrested, he would use that to get out of jail. So I was at work one day. They came and arrested me, put me in jail. Uh, my All the cars were in my name. Uh, my wife got pulled over. My kids got pulled over. I eventually had to get all the cars put in my wife's name so he wouldn't keep pulling us over. And I went to every agency, like, where he got arrested at to see if they could help. But nobody wanted to help. What crimes was he committing? He was stealing stuff. He was drug charges, all kinds of stuff. 
and it's just constant thinking it's you and just getting harassed. And how many times well, do you get arrested at work? Uh, once at once at work, I was in a holding. It was in uh, Brexville. They held me for four hours in a holding cell. <laughs> you know, and then Jeez. yeah, and then the guy we were, we're I was in the back of the police car, and I'm like, hey, why don't you pull up a mug of this guy? And he and the, and the cop pulls up the mug of this guy, and he's I weigh I'm like I'm like five ten, 150 pounds. This guy's like 200 pounds, and uh, he has brown eyes. I have blue eyes. He has tattoos down his neck. And I'm like going to the cop, like, oh, that guy does not look like me. And then, well, the cop, the cop, he's like, oh, well, everybody says that. Well, I'm like, dude, not everybody's a criminal. Did you say, like, yo, you've arrested me a bunch of times? Let's just. Yeah, well, yeah. I had, I had sheriffs if I live in York County. I had the same sheriff come back and arrest me, like, twice in a week. And the second time it happened, I was taking my daughter to school. And the, the cop that arrested, sure, they arrested me the first time. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. That's not the guy. So, did you ever, like, oh. research and hunt, not hunt down, but go find this guy that's pretending to be you? You have to kill yeah. this guy. Yeah. If someone is impersonating you, oh, you have right. to kill him. Oh, yeah. I remember him still, like, 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 somebody steals, like, either things, like, buy stuff. I remember going through all that process. They go through getting arrested and getting pulled over. Yeah. It so was you ever went and found him? Well, like, well, the last time he got arrested, it was at Eastlake. Oh. And, uh, I went to, I said, and then the, the cops, like, I asked, I asked the cops, like, would, he, would they go to court? Can you tell me? So we went to court the day, he was, he got a ring in jail. He actually go to court. And I was in there, and I, I told, I called the bailiff and told him I was coming up there. So he, he was like the first guy on the list. And the bailiff goes up to the judge and says, hey, uh, Mr. Carson's here, and, uh, he wants to tell you about this. And I told him what was happening, and he just told me to shut up and sit down in the courtroom. So he didn't do nothing either. So basically, we're finding so this. Did that. all this stuff actually go on your record then, in the long run, or yeah, did, yeah. did, did well, they wipe yeah, it all I'll out? Well, that, now I'm going to get to that point. Yeah, everyone on my record. So basically, the last time you get arrested, Eastlake, the two cops were really cool. I went in there, they took my fingerprints, and they sent the BCS to have my record expunged to get the stuff off of there. But Eastlake, Eastlake cops are known for being strict. Am I right? Well, those, i got to say, those two cops, if they wouldn't have done what they did, I'd still be running around right now. If that guy got, if the guy went out and did something tomorrow and used my ID or my identity guy, I'd be getting arrested still today. It would never stop. Well, you have to actually kill the guy. You have to find that guy, kill yeah, him, so he yeah, doesn't I, use oh, your identity trust, anymore. Trust, I, I wanted to kill him. Trust me, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's this this woman, she says, <laughs> um, she's suing. She says, if they would have checked my birth date... My fingerprints, uh, any of those things, uh, the middle name, the, none of those things matched the arrest warrant. And uh, so I think this woman has a case. Yeah. She has a point. They should have, I mean, they should have, but two weeks that she was actually in there, that's, that is so pissed Don't off. do the crime if you can't do the time. I like that when the guy said he was in the, the, the caller said he was in jail for four hours and you made a face to you like, oh, big deal. No, Imagine you're just trying to be at work and you get arrested for four hours and it happens all the time. It wouldn't start to piss you yes, off. Yes, that's what I said. I was like, four hours, that's nothing. I did nine hours. That's what I was like, oh, you're complaining about four, try to do it nine. <laughs> you actually did a crime. There's a, there's a guy at work. I don't know if you guys, I don't even know the whole story, but our program director has an, a, an impersonator and he has been um, using our program director's identity for years. 
And it just, excuse me, just so happens that the guy, so our, our program director is from Florida. Why don't you pick a cooler and guy? Some, somehow he started using Jason's identity, the program director. Then Jason moves to Ohio and to, to take the job here. His impersonator is actually lives down the street from the radio station, he somehow determined. So the guy that's actually been stealing Jason's identity lives in the area. And I forget exactly what the guy was doing. It's been did he ever come in and explain this story no. on the air? I have never heard this. Go kick it. Do you know Maybe this is at? confidential information yeah. I'm not supposed to reveal. Too late now. Why don't you go kick his ass, Rover? If he's actually right down the street from him, it's not like in another state. He knows where the guy's at. Well, this guy, it's weird because I forget what the guy was doing. He was, um, oh, what was it? Uh, and I think that he was even saying, this other guy was saying that he works for iHeart, the company that we work for, and using his name. And I'm the PD. I don't know if he was, from I, I don't know what he was doing or what he was getting out of it, but it was a weird situation, I guess. And uh, I don't have all of the details. I wish I, I wish I knew, but anyhow. Uh, so this woman was in jail for two weeks, and uh, 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 it, it, it is a, an amazing story that you could, you think you could actually clear that up, but it doesn't give you a whole lot of faith. Like, I've always thought, like, if you were arrested for murder and, they, and, and you didn't actually commit the murder, you go, I could have just explained what happened. They're going to get to the bottom of it. That's really not how the legal system works. Um, there is no opportunity for you to explain yourself. As you can tell here, this woman ended up in the clink for two weeks. But anyone who thinks that in the legal system that you can, uh, and, and you can talk to Charlie about this, anyone who thinks in the legal system that, that you go, okay, if you didn't do something or you were accused of something that you didn't do, that you'll be able to eventually explain it. Justice will prevail. Or you a think, prosecutor or a judge. Yeah. You think justice will it all come out and it'll be fine and it'll all be a big mistake? No. Even if they're proven wrong, they just double down. Yeah. Uh so she's gonna win. Anyhow. I think she'll win. Yeah, I don't know how much money it's worth. I'd say a hundred thousand dollars if they lock you up for no reason for two weeks. Now it's one thing if you're in if, if you were arrested and you had committed a crime and they made you stay a couple of extra days for whatever reason, there was a paperwork mix up. Okay. But this woman was completely innocent. She's getting ready to go on vacation. She's out all of that money that she spent uh, to go on vacation down to Mexico. They nabbed her at the airport flying down to Mexico before she left. And so she's out all that money. I'd say $100,000 would be a fair settlement if, if I were in charge of the world. Sometimes I wish I was. You watch the amazing, right, We right? do have Dieter's uh no what? Okay, there's a guy in there right now, and he was in jail for ten years, wrongly convicted, and he just got out, and then he came around to this show where he like travel around the country, but he was wrongly convicted of killing somebody. Ten years he spent in jail. Oh wow! How, Did yeah, he yeah. watch the show while he's in jail? Was he familiar with it? Yeah, I think so because he's doing good. The show's still on. I know. I didn't know it was still on. And you watch you. this? You fit this in between this and your Survivor? Yeah, because usually they would go back to back. <laughs> oh, right. every once in a while I'll throw this in, but I'm like, I started watching this because I heard about this guy that got convicted, and there were some hot girls on there, some like girls in radio. But, really? Um, yeah, like these twins from New York were they they were competing on it. But yeah, this guy, and then the, the making a murderer. He used to be Bob's client. Remember them, Doogie? It's got to be. Are they? Are they? Latinas? Yeah, it's like Layla and Lulu or something like that. You know yeah, them? They, they were 
Oh, is that Miami, Yeah, we had the same agent. What a small world. That's crazy, isn't it? Is that? Yeah. No, they actually, they were doing good on there. Are they out? Uh, spoiler alert. Okay, it's, sorry. It's coming out like the final couples. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that, that's why I got hooked on. But yeah, that guy for 10 years went and just got out. And some attorney for making a murderer, she got him out after 10 years. You're supposed to serve 40 years. He just did 10. Wow. And what did he get? Did he get a settlement or anything? Did he get any financial uh, compensation? Sure. I think they just gave him the show. They go, hey, you want to be on Amazing Race and don't sue us? And he goes, okay. Oh, sure I'll do that. It doesn't say. It. I don't really. Go What's the backstory? It. So he was wrongly convicted. Was there misconduct by the prosecutor, or did, I mean, how did he? What's What's the entire story? It just says this is in 2001. Somebody killed a, an editor on Halloween, and his friend admitted to the crime and also said, "Oh, this Ryan guy, Ryan Ferguson, was there." So then they go, "Oh, we're giving you 40 years." Just I don't know why his friend ratted on him. It just I don't know if he just made it up, but they gave him 40 years in prison for it. I I remember one story, I think we did it on the show a couple of years ago, where it was twin brothers, and a twin brother actually murdered someone and allowed his, um, the, the cops thought it was the other brother, and the twin brother allowed his twin to be in jail for that long. Uh, for years before he finally either confessed or felt bad, whatever. Somehow they determined, oh, we have the wrong twin brother, and they had to let the guy out of jail. So um, I guess it happens. Dieter, you have your conspiracy corner coming up in about 30 minutes or so, and you say that this has to deal with another death? No death. High-profile high death. It's very fishy. This one stinks worse than something. All right. We... We'll get to that at about 9.30. We have the news coming up in just a moment. The shizzy. What do you have in your award-winning oh, news yeah. coverage, Doozy? For the record, I did text you during that break that it was not in the story about the mother that left the kid, the disabled kid, in the car. It was not in the story. I didn't get any of those text messages blocked, Doozy. I've blocked you. <laughs> well, block you. Uh, just text, text and blocked. <laughs> Susie, <laughs> coming up next, the U.S. military says that we might be dealing with weak skeletons. I'll explain what that means coming up next. All right. We will be... Oh, wait a second. Hold wow. on, Peter. So the guy... The guy from The Amazing Race is the guy from the Dream Killer documentary? I've never seen that. I don't know what that is. Dream Killer? Is that... Is that... His name is Ryan. I don't even know if that's Ryan. Ferguson. I don't know if that's the right one. Dream Killer was the I. Boy, I thought Dream Killer was the one where the guy claimed to be sleepwalking. There's another documentary where a guy. What was it? Maybe I forget. Maybe I'm getting my documentaries confused. There was one where a guy just. Uh, what was it? No, wait, this is he claimed Bill Ferguson. Oh, wait, when the son Ryan is arrested for murder. So maybe is it the same guy? I'm reading the plot here. Maybe maybe it is. They're saying Ryan Ferguson, and that's the guy's name on Amazing Race. Did the one guy on Amazing Race, did he kind of be like, I don't know, maybe I did it. I don't remember doing it. I forget. There was a weird documentary where somebody murdered someone, uh, and his, his dad did eventually get him freed. Like, he would go down, he, he would... 
uh, Reese. That it is the same story because he said it was an editor. I remember this was like a person at a newspaper or something. Yeah, they were killed in the parking lot or whatever. Yeah, all right. So I did watch that documentary. I don't remember a whole lot about it. That's a good documentary, though. And I guess now he's on Amazing Race. Okay, there you go. Watch that, uh, I've got to take a break. We'll get to the shizzy right after this. Hang on. Morning glory. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black and Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Wealthy's Morning Glory is always on top. Yeah, too bad we're all gaining weight. Oh, God, you're crushing me. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. is coming up in just a moment. The news. <laughs> what do you have on the way, Doogie? I have a documentary for you to watch, Rover. This is something we've talked about on the show, and it's uh, something that I think you'll really enjoy. I will never watch it, but I do think that you and Dieter will for sure, probably Charlie, want to know what this is involving a conspiracy theory. The MH370. Oh, I'm fascinated. Oh, with the flight. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you how. The Malaysian Airlines flight that just uh, disappeared. And what they're uh, saying. And it's never found. Found little pieces of yeah. it or whatever, I guess. Uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, a lot of people were sending text messages in saying that iHeart, the iHeart app, just cut into the show, started playing commercials in the middle of the show, then came back, then cut, cut out, and. Um, I don't know how we can uh, get that resolved. Uh, who knows? Uh, they just hate us. That's all there is to it. Eva in Palm Beach County, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Um, I'm, I'm calling with uh, respect to the, the, the person who went to jail, and they were in there probably longer than they should have been because um, now jail uh will quarantine you for 14 15 days to make sure covid is is clear however if if they get another person and they go into the cell that you're holding cell that has covid it starts all over again so 14 days can turn into <laughs> 3 weeks um in this county you cannot go before a judge uh, with COVID. You go on what they call Zoom, which I know you're, you're all familiar yeah. with. Um, but that's probably, I'm guessing, why the length of time took longer. Now, if you have a bond and you can reach a bonds person, it, it's possible to get out. Uh, Eva, have you spent a lot of time in jail? It sounds like you know the system inside now. I have not spent a long time. I had a technical violation on a VOP, which means violation of probation. On the last day, oh. they they said uh, you didn't complete this properly and you should have taken the class. I paid all my fines. I did everything with the exception of taking this class, which happens to be $500. I was in, uh, put, put on furlough from my company, so things were rather stretched. And I cavalierly thought that, well, shoot, 
it's just a technical violation. I'll just pay it, take the class, and it doesn't work that way. And what happened? The they throw you in the pokey? Season people are in jail. Ninety-seven percent of people that are in jail is because of violations of probation. Now, I, my jail in this county is private, so it profits big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and they are they're stinkers. They <laughs> they will not let you out. How much? How they much time they put? How long were you in there for? A mandatory violation of probation is six months. Doesn't matter what you did. Oh my! Doesn't matter if it was technical. So you were, you wait a second. You went to jail for six months. Yes, I did. Wow. It sounds miserable. That, yeah, what did you originally do? What was your original crime? My original crime was that I had a DUI. Oh. So I did 26 days. Uh, did you, did you run anyone over? No, no. It was a DUI. Hmm. How, did you Again. lose your house like when you were in there for six months? No. What? Okay, that's good. I, 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 look, I'm probably far more pr- privileged than... Uh, than a lot of the women I spent time with, um, because I'm, I uh, am so adamant about the changes needed in the system. I'm starting a podcast for people who have gone to jail. Wrong everyone, yeah, she's the, she was the last person in the country that doesn't have a podcast, but she started one now, so we are now officially covered. <laughs> Everyone in the world has a podcast. Well, Eva, thank you. I appreciate it. Charlie, if you got sent to jail, would Krista pay that house? Now, that house is in your name. Let's say you had to spend six months in jail. Now, uh, uh, you know, you could imagine that happening. Charlie gets in trouble a lot. If you got sent away for six months, yeah, the house is in your name. Would your girlfriend stick around, A, if you went to jail for six months, B, if she did, would she pay the home for you for six months so you don't lose the home? Because as you asked her, did you lose the home? That happens if you go to jail. Um, a, I hope she'd stick around. B, uh, I think you'd have to pay it because that's where she lives. She didn't pay it. She's not. She's just gonna have to pay that to rent somewhere. So. So when you get out, do you give her fifty-fifty of the house then? You put her the name. Well, name? We'll do some. We'll do some calculations to see how much she chipped in. But six that's months worth of yeah. You agree when when you agree to anything when they're about ready to put you in jail for six months and you have to have her pay the house because she could just pick up a move. She could go get her own apartment or whatever and she would be screwed. Yes, so. she wouldn't be in the beautiful house that I provided for her. She She's in the driver's seat then at that. Yeah, point. for sure. Does she have access to your money to pay the rent all by yourself? To and all the bills? You better put her. You have a joint account. Oh no! You better put I her know. on your account. Why? Just saying. Rover, same question to you. If you go to the clink, you get in trouble once in a great while. Uh, does your wife uh-huh. stick around for six months? And does she pay, I'm guessing your mortgage is a little bit higher than Charlie's. Does she pay your mortgage while her, I mean, I think her job is to take care of you. You're gone for six months. Does she stick mm-hmm. around and what does she do? How does she pay your uh, mortgage? 
I suppose it would depend on what the crime was. You know, if it's uh, like beating your wife, I wouldn't expect her to stick around because she's a victim of that. If it's uh, a, 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 a probation violation or whatever, like that lady said, then I would hope she would stick around. And as far as paying for the house, we do have a joint bank account, so she okay, she could good. she could make the payments on okay. that. Yes. Yeah. Charlie, get your girlfriend um, on your account. Well, no, if I'm gone, before if we get to the, gone, she's paying for it. I'm gone. She, go ahead. Before we get to the shizzy, uh, there is a quick story. I, I just saw it in Doogie's, or I, I don't know if she's going to get to it in the shizzy, or I see it here in our in our topics. There's a 15 year old girl who's a TikTok star, and she, I don't know how many followers she has, like a million followers or something. Um, and her father is a retired police officer. So she got some weird stalker that started coming around all the time, sending her messages on TikTok, and then showed up at her house. And uh, the father claims that this tick, that this stalker bust through their door, and he had to shoot and kill the stalker. Now. Maybe that's the way. I mean, that's a weird thing. You just break through someone's front door. Maybe it's maybe it happened exactly that way. I don't know. But anyhow, the stalker, the alleged stalker, is now dead. Uh, the um, the police officer, former police officer, I don't believe is going to be charged. Uh, there is another trial that this 15-year-old TikToker has to appear at, and this is because she has another stalker who was in communication with the first stalker, sending text messages back and forth. And this second stalker is also doing weird stuff, I guess, uh, or, you know. And so she's getting a restraining order against the second stalker. Now, my question is this. <clears throat> she does make, according to the article, she makes like $1,700 per video. Wow. She gets endorsement deals and things like that. Per video, she posted per sponsored video. Per, I guess, per sponsored video, I think. Um, If you were this girl's father, wouldn't you get her off TikTok? I I, I saw this story last night and I thought about it. I I don't know if it's fair or not to say, hey, you should get off TikTok. Get rid of these stalkers because if if there's an actress, if there's a 15 year old girl and she's on television or in movies, she's an actress, and you have a stalker, you don't say, "Well, that 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 girl's parents should stop her from acting." I don't think you say that. Um, but on TikTok, she gets this stalker. Should the parents say, "Hey, get off TikTok"? That solves the stalk the stalking problem. Uh, if if I were a father. I think I would, and I had a 15-year-old daughter, and people are showing up at the house trying to break into the house to get to my 15-year-old daughter. I think I would tell her, get off TikTok, no matter how much money she's making. Right? Your livelihood, though. Can't you tell her? I mean, she, she has a bright future. 1.2 million followers. Wow. Oh, yeah, she could turn that into millions of dollars. So wow. she might not. She might be only be making like 1,700 right now, but later. That's a gold mine. Well, this probably only increases her her value, I suppose. A news story like this that goes international, but we'll get a security. If guard. this were your child, would you allow them to continue on TikTok? 
really yeah. would. Because they're going to be paying for your house payment in a couple <laughs> years. Get you a new Cadillac. Well, that's what but I want. But it's the safety of your child, first and well, foremost. Forget the money. He killed, he killed the stalker. Her father's a cop. He protected her. I mean, do you think guys are going to come around now knowing that, oh, her dad just shot a guy that showed up? I would also tell her to put more clothes on in her in her videos. She's 15. Oh, I know. That's why I tell her. No, I'm saying that's why she, I think. Huh? How bad is it? It's not, it's not terrible. What is she doing? Dancing around in her, in her TikTok videos or whatever? There's snitches pulling it up. I can't see Charlie's. Computer. Oh, you can't? No. Mine, mine's open. Oh, man. Yeah. What do you want to see? I have an age filter block. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's, I don't know, she's wearing like... She's just dancing in front of the camera here. Yeah, it's dancing, but like, I don't know what you'd call it. I don't know, it's like a sports bra. Is it seductive dancing? No, it's not seductive, but it's like a sports bra. Not, there you go. There you go. There she is in a crop top. Uh, That's all she's doing and she's got that many followers? I mean, she's hot. Yeah, in three years, she's going to be really hot. <laughs> I just... I just don't understand. I mean, I get it. Everyone wants money, but uh, yeah, I come on, whoever you would. Uh, it's ten to lay low. I, I just, I, I agree with you, Doozy. Yeah. You would, if you were this girl's father, you go, hey, listen, let's, uh, let's knock it off with TikTok for a while let's because it's. If you had to shoot and kill someone, yeah, <laughs> right, you get the because I, I think you get off TikTok at that point. Anyhow, all right, Doozy, are yeah. you ready for the shizzy? Yeah, sure. <laughs> So the, a bunch of officials did meet earlier this morning with the President of the United States trying to deal with this whole Ukraine story. Uh, they're being bombarded by uh, Vladimir Putin, and uh, there's so many different stories coming out of this. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, from people that are stuck there, there's pictures of cars trying to flee areas, and they can't go anywhere, people trying to get money out. It's just so, so sad, and you will definitely hear from the president later on today regarding how they want to hold Russia accountable for the attack underway in Ukraine. Speaking of uh, Ukraine and the military, younger people are joining the military these days, but it seems that there's a little bit of a problem. They're calling it the Nintendo Generation, and the military is saying that they're at risk of more injuries at boot camp because they have weak skeletons. Soldiers arriving these days haven't been toughened by sports and other physical activity. Instead, they've been at home playing video games. What are they, Mr. Glass? You touch their arm and it just breaks? So that weak? Military. That's that's amazing. So you're telling me that that, that physically kids are weaker now because they grew up playing video games and doing no physical activity. Yeah, military leaders. Startling. Yep, are learning that the bones of these new recruits are for real more brittle than years past, which is leading to more injuries during the training sessions. Yeah. All right, this is the documentary that I was talking to you about. It's new. It was released yesterday by Sky News Australia, and it adds fuel to speculation that a doomed Malaysian airline flight was brought down by its own pilot. It's called MH370, The Final Search. There's nothing new. But they have uh, more information out there, and this is now available if you want to watch it and see what they have to say. Peter, you don't believe that the pilot took that plane down purposely. What is your theory on on Malaysia? I think think it was shot down. And I think something just came out that they said another plane was following them on radar or something, 
which is very suspicious now. I think, yeah, they, they shot it down. Blow it up. Yeah. Interesting how Dieter can just change his conspiracy theories at will. Now he thinks it was shot down. I, I seem to recall at the time, you believe that the plane landed at an island and everyone got off the plane and they're, they're living there or they were all crisis actors or something. That was the initial theory. But now with this thing, this new article just came out. It's been in the news all this week. They're saying, oh, no, it's, there's another plane on the radar. So it's like, oh, it's making me change my opinion. I think it was shot down. Okay. New York City, they're trying to install subway barriers after attacks leave riders just losing their lives. We've done story after story where people will be shoving those bystanders, innocent people, into the oncoming train tracks and killing them or mm. injuring them. So New York City, they're going to experiment with installing some barriers or doors on a few of the different subway platforms so that they can try to protect people from getting yeah, injured. This violence. has happened quite a bit where yeah. like a, a random person or a homeless guy who's crazy or whatever, you're standing there waiting for the, the train and right as the train approaches, they just come up behind you and push you onto the tracks into the oncoming train and the train runs you over and kills you. And I've seen this story again and again and I thought to myself, why would you, um, I get it, everyone wants to jostle for a position uh, onto the subway, but wouldn't you do like, like, like just stand back, maybe 10 or 15 feet, let everyone get in front of you so that you don't get pushed onto it? I just don't think I would stand right there by that yellow line waiting for someone to come up behind me. Or if I did, I maybe I'd have my back to the train, and I'd be looking at people, and you could see if some you look weird. crazy guy was coming at you. You look weird if you're facing away from the train. And then they're really good. Yeah, it's like going into an elevator and you just stare at the back of the elevator instead of the doors. Right. Uh, again. Right. You know ABC, um, the TV show Good Morning America. Yeah. And this morning it was announced. Robin Roberts says that she is going to be taking some time off here and there to help her partner, Amber Lane, who was diagnosed with breast cancer. They just made the announcement earlier this morning. She said that her and Amber, I believe they've been together close to 20 years. I think 17 years they've been together. And uh, Robin said that she was diagnosed uh, just last month. Um, she had surgery. She had been the, diagnosed what? Am I the only person that didn't know Robin Roberts was a lesbian? I, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that either. Did really? Didn't know that or you did? Did not. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know who she is. Robin Roberts? No. She's like a news person? Good Morning America? Is this uh, Oprah's friend? No, Gail King? No, that's Gail King. And there were rumors that Gail King and Oprah were lesbians. Because you're best friend, so what? I'm a lesbian because I have a best friend that's a female? No, Oprah, that's been around. They go on vacation, and it's they have never, I believe, they've never been, Oprah and her boyfriend, whatever that, Stedman Graham or whatever his name is, have never been on a vacation without Gail King being there, which is a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. And I think they stay together, and Stedman like, stays in another hotel when they go on vacation. They love to sleep <laughs> together. Oh, yeah, you guys. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Earlier this week, the horse Medina Spirit was officially disqualified. We told you that in the news from the Kentucky Derby because of a drug con- controversy. Well, the drama continues as now 
Some people who bet on the race are suing to get their money back in light of the disqualification. I was wondering that. Uh-huh. So who gets, if, if you won the race, you have to get the money back. If you bet on the second place horse, do you get the money now? Right. That's So that's what people are suing for. We have at least a million dollars at stake oh, man. from all of this. So it'll be interesting to see how that gets figured out. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has followed an 80% vegan diet the last five years. He credits that diet with reversing his bad cholesterol, and he says it makes him feel healthier and younger overall. The very first picture of Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic has been released, and we told you, I believe we talked about this in the news, that you know Daniel Radcliffe, he's the guy from Harry Potter. He's going to be portraying Weird Al in a biopic. There's no release date. For the oh, film, yet. That's pretty good. It's going to stream exclusively on Roku, on RMG TV, where there's a picture of Daniel playing Weird Al mm. in this biopic. So more information to come from that. I'd watch that. And then, finally, 25th anniversary box set of the Notorious B.I.G.'s album, Life After Death, will be released in June. There you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. We like them with some meat on their bones. So, take a ride on the plus side. side. With RNG Plus. Get down with the fitness. With the aftermath. Don't forget to finish your Friday leftovers. Dig into the juicy RNG TV archives. And fire up the new WJLRBM radio station. Play it nothing but parody of Daddy Fat Zack himself, Mr. Jeffrey LaRoque. Download the new app, subscribe to RMG Plus now, and let the binge begin. Send me a text message. Are you sure that it's a lack of sports, or are we sure it's a lack of sports and exercising causing these weak bones? Maybe it's that kids don't get enough calcium due to the lack of milk because they only drink soda and energy drinks. That could be. Um, Did you drink a lot of milk? Could be. Milk's disgusting. Fair amount. I'm not a huge fan of milk. I mean, I would, I would eat. I ate a lot of cereal as a kid, well, for breakfast and whatnot. So yeah, that counts. But I, oh, yeah, I yeah, they give you milk at school for your lunch and stuff. That little carton. So yeah, I drank a lot more milk. I recently had a, a, a meal on a plane, and they gave it was a, a breakfast, and they, so they came with a little thing of milk for the cereal they had cereal um but i would say as an adult i can go years without drinking any milk oh you're crazy Uh, how often do you drink milk when i have cereal like on the weekends i have cereal i have this like high protein cereal and i like the it tastes just like regular cereal but it's healthy so i have that as a kid i would drink a gallon a day of like skim milk uh two percent milk and oh i love dude i loved it um, I actually think that I thought I saw that milk is not as, you know, they, they say you need to drink milk for healthy bones and get all that calcium, but I think I read that you don't actually really even need to drink milk to, to get that. You, uh, you get enough calcium from other sources of food. 
So you're anti-vitamin. You don't need to drink. And anti-milk? No. Anti-calcium, anti-vitamin D. Anti-vitamin D. like Joaquin Phoenix in his Oscar speech. Right? Leave the cows alone. Eat grass. I just took my B12 today. Every time I take it, it's How many supplements are you on now, Deirdre? B12 right now. Why? Why that one? Uh, because they just... Energy? Yeah. Hey, how's the whole life challenge going? I think it's over. I don't know. I think I logged it. Maybe twice. <laughs> you paid how much for it? 50. Waste of money. Didn't your, did your friend actually she do it? She didn't do it either. Oh. She sucks too. We all suck. Don't you recall we all said, don't, don't do, do it. it. You're going yeah. to waste your money. And, yeah. you're, and she's like, no, this is great because you're with other people yeah. and you all motivate each other. We said it's going to be a waste of money. Wait. She doesn't listen. You cannot tell her a thing. Uh, we do have Dieter's Conspiracy Corner coming up in just a moment. Dieter, when we come back, are you ready to blow our minds? Oh, hell yes. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Hang on. If you want to get to the Mac Men's Championship, Lewis Black and Akron, or the Cleveland Auto Show, I'll get you hooked up today. The Alan Cox Show starts live at 2 on MMS. First dose. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Corner coming up in just a moment. Going to blow your mind with stuff the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. We'll give you the rundown on that in just a moment. We also have tickets to tour the auto show, which is in town with Dieter and Jeffrey. It's before it's even open to the public. You get to go in an hour early, walk around with Dieter and Jeffrey. That in itself is a show. Anytime you go somewhere with Jeffrey, he's a he's a character. So we'll do that at the end of the show. Uh, Dieter, are you ready for a conspiracy corner? Let's roll. Rover's Morning Glory presents Blood All Over. Pizza Game. Video of Epstein's jail cell no longer exists. Part human, part bear, part gorilla. Listen to me. This is Project Blue Beam, Napoleon Bonaparte. So what were they asking that day? They have been infiltrated a lot of aspects of the military intelligence, particularly the Area 51. Players complain about the quality of the walls. Cameras rolling. Conspiracy Corner. All right, Dieter, what do you have for us today on Conspiracy Corner? Well, did you see who was found hanged in their jail cell on Saturday? Of all the people in the world, who do they find in their French jail cell dead? Any idea? <laughs> I, I did see a story. I forget who it was, though. Some, some, somebody involved with Jeffrey Epstein or something? Yes, Jeffrey Epstein's... Best friend and pimp. Look at slide one. This Jean-Luc Brunel. Mm-hmm. Best friend of all the people found hanged in a jail cell the exact same way Epstein was Epstein. Dead. How fishy is that? The one guy found in a jail cell. Just like Epstein. So Epstein was found hanged in his jail cell. This guy found dead hanged in his jail cell. 
Are they saying this was another suicide, just like Epstein was a suicide? Suicide. And the craziest thing? The cameras that day, uh, they malfunctioned. Oh, God. Same thing with Epstein. No, the cameras aren't working. Oh, they, 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 they weren't turned on. They malfunctioned. What a load of crap. You're going to buy that? This is a, two high-profile people. You're going to have no cameras working? You're not going to have them on... How come they weren't on Suicide Watch? Either guy. That's weird. How long ago was this guy picked up? 2020. December 2020, he was picked up. Once Epstein got arrested, they started doing this whole human trafficking charge. Uh-huh. And then they picked this guy up. This guy got over a thousand girls for Epstein. Jesus, seriously? A thousand girls. What? Yes. Oh, come on. Over over a thousand girls. He would get. He was the main guy. He was like this French um, model agent. You could slide too. Uh huh. So he'd get all these uh-huh. underage girls. This is him with a bunch of girls here. Look how look at the girls on the left. How like upset they are just to be around this creep. So <laughs> models always look unhappy though. Like you never see them smiling. They're always walking down the runway like. No, I heard they just eat cotton balls dunked in orange juice, and that's it. That's just, uh-huh. That fills them up, and there's no calories in it. Uh-huh. And here's the slide three. This guy is on Epstein's plane. The flight log showed he was on his plane 25 different times from 98 to 2004. So this guy had connections. This guy, this guy knew Look, This guy is that photo that you just had up. It actually, this is, see, I started seeing these pictures of this Ghislaine Maxwell, and she's giving Jeffrey Epstein a Foot massage and on the plane, and that's that's the same uh, time, obviously, because Epstein has his sock off and and it's up on Ghislaine's lap, uh, and and this guy, this this model guy, this agent, Johnny. is on the flight at the exact same time. Oh yeah, and he was pretty close. If you jump to slide fourteen, he's like caught in this sex act with Maxwell. They like walked in, look, he's like in some kind of biting episode, and they're. About to have mad sex, I think. Don't you think that's just uh, a candid photo taken of people goofing around? That does not look like a sex act at all to me. Although, I think I did read, Dieter, that he, this guy actually did sleep with Ghislaine Maxwell. I think they, oh, really? they did have sex. Isn't she married, by the way? That I don't know. She was married. Uh, she, yeah, but later. I mean, she just got married like five or ten years ago or whatever. After yeah, Epstein? She's, she's married. But... I mean, right? There's I don't know if it was after. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it was after Epstein was arrested or this last time or if it was before, but it, it was later that she got married. Okay. She, she wasn't married the whole time. And that Virginia Roberts, who just settled with uh, Prince Andrew, yeah. she mm-hmm. said that. Brunel forced her to have sex with him. I mean, this guy's known he was arrested because he, like, raped a 17-year-old girl. And then I also heard that for Epstein's birthday, he got three girls, three sisters, I think they were 12 and 13-year-olds, and he flew them from Paris to United States for a birthday present. So Epstein can abuse these 12 and 13-year-olds. Oh. And that, that's how I don't think they were different ages. They were triplets. They oh, were all triplets? the same age. Okay. Triplets, okay, yeah. so you heard that then. So that, that's known. They're all 12. I read it in the article when this guy died. Okay. So this guy, he maintained his innocence. He said, I never did any of this. Why would he kill himself then? Why would he kill? Why, why would he do that? Mm, I guess if you believe the... Look, he probably did it. I think he's going to maintain that he's innocent, but he probably did it. 
let's say he give him the benefit of the doubt that he was innocent. You're looking at something that is so overwhelming. Sometimes people will commit suicide. They go, there's no way out. No one's ever going to believe me. That's that's why he possibly could have done it. But my guess is he probably was more likely just saying. Well, it means Arkansas, it means a, a political family from Arkansas takes you out. And then the medical examiner says, oh, it's just suicide. So th that's the newest term now. He was he wasn't Epstein. He was Arkansas. Because the Clintons took him out, added to the body count. Another person... Taken out by Clinton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You remember these pictures? Right. And you got. Go ahead. Go on. Well, here's a. So I just. You 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 said that the, the the Clintons have killed multiple people. I guess hundreds. Oh my maybe, God! I, I have the whole. I mean, I have the list right now. But it, oh yeah, it's over a hundred people. The Clintons. The Clintons. Oh. Yes, it's a famous thing. The body count. Everybody knows the the Clinton body count. You mess up, they take you out. <laughs> I had a, I had a whole list of it. <laughs> I missed that. Is it possible, someone says here, uh, USA and France have different time zones. If he died Saturday, it might have been still been Friday here. Mm, good point. No, this is early Friday. You think immediately, oh, he's dead, he sent a wreath. No, they messed up, they sent it early Friday. He wasn't found until Saturday overnight or even Saturday morning, whatever. You also wouldn't call a florist in the U.S. to send flowers in, in France. You'd call a local florist. So. Yeah, what are you going to do? Drive around. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but if you were Charlie, if you were going to murder someone, you're telling me you would you would make the mistake of ordering a wreath. Well, you got a lot of stuff you're ordering. The day before you're ordering, ordering the hit, you're ordering the Arkansas, yeah. Arkansas or whatever. Arkansas, Arkansas, new term. You're ordering all the stuff, and then somehow just in the list of things you have to do, it just kind of slips mm -hmm. up. I, I assume is what happened. You just. Because you know you do have to get the wreath, and somebody just do it out of order. No, you don't, because you would want to distance yourself from this uh, sex abuser. They don't and care anymore. I, I don't. They, they just want to take oh. people out. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. They just go, we're not going to get caught. We got to take out this guy before Bill Clinton is named. You know this guy, this John Luke. He actually was. Um, he was on the 60 Minutes special. I have a little clip of it. They did this way back in okay. 1988. This guy. Let me show you this. The head of Karen Models, one of the largest and most prestigious agencies in the country. His name is Jean-Luc Brunel. The group tells us Brunel is very careful about the models who are under the protection of Eileen Ford. But Courtney and Sherry, who are not Ford models, told us about the dinners he invites his... And they get there, and it's closed. They go all the way to a different continent, and it's closed. I love it. Um... Well, maybe next time. Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to go back, it was a lot of fun. Though we got to, we all had, we all eight of us sat down to dinner the first night we were there, and Mary Elizabeth was just, being, was just sitting there cracking jokes and whatnot. She was fun, you know. She was, it was a lot of fun. Don't forget the strip club we went to the first night as well. Well, she got a little, yeah, she got a little angry about that one. I thought Why? she had fun. I mean, she had fun, but not the whole, not uh, the strip club thing. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, so I don't know the answer to whether or not we are uh, going to go back to Oktoberfest or not. It's a, it's a long way away. It's expensive, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's, um, let's see. Uh, Paul writes, Who's to say Bob Saget wasn't killed by one of these QAnon nuts to further their cause since they believed he was a pedophile? Oh, I didn't know that. Is he he was part of is he part of the Comet Pizza or or, or whatever the hell the place is called? Pizza is he, Gate. 
he was involved in Pizzagate. Yeah, he was he was an Osmic Pizza. Uh, he he was a part of all that in the QAnon world. I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, Joseph writes, I'm not a medical professional, but I've spent years working in hospitals with EMTs and have dated cops and nurses, so I've heard plenty of war stories from the streets. There's nothing terribly unusual about a head injury with no skin tearing and bleeding, and yes, skull can fracture with no visible sign except maybe a bruise, which would be covered by hair. People often die from intracranial pressure due to hidden brain bleeds sometimes hours or even days later. There is also a closed head injury where the skull remains intact, but the brain still suffers trauma, and these can lead to serious impairment and even death, sometimes well after the event. Uh, yeah, anything is, it's just unusual. It's extremely unusual that, I mean, you hear of these sorts of incidents when someone's skiing and they they're going full speed into a tree or something like that, uh, you know, just just being in your hotel room, it's a pretty rare event. Uh, Kathleen says regarding the 15-year-old girl on TikTok whose father had to kill her stalker, and now she's going to court to try to get another one away. I would say stay off TikTok. At the same time, it's it's. If it's something she wants to make a career out of, how can a parent take that away? She is a stalker already. Even if she gets off TikTok, that doesn't mean her stalker will go away. Sure, it doesn't, but it, it, it seems to me like it would probably encourage more stalkers. So not encourage, but the likelihood of more stalkers. What are they saying? Playing both sides of the fence. Oh, okay. They're saying, get off TikTok, but hey, who are you to squash the kids' dreams? You're her parent. That's that's who you are, and your job is to protect your kids. If your kid is getting a bunch of stalkers that are breaking into the home that you have to shoot and kill because they're on TikTok, I think that's when, uh, if I were a father, I'd go in and go, listen, honey, delete your TikTok, you're off. Phil Nicholson, uh, Debbie wants to talk about, uh, says that, Amcellite and KPMG, who are longtime corporate sponsors, have dropped Phil Nicholson over the Saudi League issue. Is that, did that actually happen, Dizzy? I didn't see that anywhere didn't in the see news. That either. She's saying that they did do it, or they it seems they like she's saying that they did do it. I didn't. I didn't see that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's true. Is it? Wow. I mean, I could. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is kind of a weird move to say, you know, if he said, listen, I'm thinking about doing the Saudi thing, joining the Saudi League, we're unhappy with the pay uh, at the PGA, the television rights or whatever, that's one thing. I don't think anything anyone would have an issue with it. There, of course, would be questions about it's Saudi Arabia, they don't have a great record when it comes to human rights, they are killing journalists and other people. Uh, uh, and and so I think there would be questions about it. But when you say out loud, these are scary people. They killed Jamal Khashoggi. These are bad people. They'll kill you if you're gay. But uh, why would I do business with them? Because I'm greedy. That's essentially what he said. And and it's it doesn't it doesn't look great. Um. Roberta says. 
in regards to the your life flashing before your eyes. Roberta writes, the exact same thing happened to me. I was a kid walking on an ice pond, and I fell through the ice. I la- my life passed in front of my eyes, just like the caller described, like an 8-millimeter film. It all happened very quickly. I was lucky to get out of the ice uh, alive because I had on heavy winter water-sogged clothes. Uh, speaking of your life flashing before your eyes, I'm going to get to a story here, and I will just say that the, uh, you know, when, when there's there's been an ongoing, not a joke really, there's been an ongoing thing about when the show or when I travel, and there's, uh, we can add to that list, I suppose. I'll tell you about it in just a second. Um Mike wants to talk about Bob Saget. says, what if Bob Saget slipped and hit his head in the shower? He passed out while the water was running and showering on him. He woke up and crawled into the bed and and died. The water would have washed away any blood in the shower. Mm. No evidence. That's a good point. Um, Well, they can usually. I mean, I've watched a couple of episodes of CSI in the day, and even if that, even if you wash blood down a drain, they can still use luminol or some other sort of thing. It will leave remnants, maybe not visible to the naked eye, but there will be remnants of that. Even um, after all this time, you think? Like, and, and I'm guessing nobody's been in the room as far yeah, as... Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't that much time that went by. Yeah, I don't think they've probably rented that out at this point. Maybe they have, or maybe, you know, if the investigation is ongoing, they probably haven't rented it out. Once the investigation is done, I think they will rent it back out, and you can request the. They'll change the room number or something in the Bob Saget death room, probably. Do you think people would request uh, it like that? Can I have the I Bob know people Saget will. death room, please? And they'll give it to him? No, they'll probably say, I'm sorry, it's unavailable if you request it like that. Um, okay. But, yeah, they'll, they'll somehow, people will try to. Get into that room. Uh, let me see here. Just loading some stuff up over here real quick. Uh, I've never tried, but you could request a certain room, like a number? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Sure. Uh, yeah, you could just say, hey, listen, uh, you know, my wife and I, we spent our honeymoon in room number uh, 902, uh, 15 years ago, we're going to be back, and we'd love to stay in that same room for sentimental purposes. And yeah, they'll they'll do it. Huh. I mean, I've I've never done it, but I've heard about people doing it. Um, John writes, we have to know what Tomas Sharon and Valray are getting back on their taxes. More importantly, what will they spend it on? I believe that this question has already been answered. I think that Jeffrey said that. Tomas Sharon and Valray, his children, are not getting any taxes, a, a, a refund, that they are not even filing taxes. Is that accurate, Jeff? Yeah, I say, like, huh? Yes, that is accurate, because when I went to do my own taxes, we asked about that, made an inquiry with my tax preparer service about that. He said they, the money they made was just so little that they weren't required to file because the amount was not that 
significant. Did they say the amount the cutoff is it six hundred or they didn't say? He didn't really say okay. what the the cutoff amount, but the amount was so minuscule that they didn't have to file. I think it is under I think it is six hundred. Oh, I thought it was like a couple grand. Oh, was it? Yeah, six hundred is when you that's the new rule about uh claiming stuff. No, like, I thought it was it's always six hundred. Yeah. Huh. You don't know, Jeffrey. You didn't ask them. I didn't ask what. I didn't ask what the actual what the amount what the okay. the amount is where you would have to file. But they. But the, I. I like I said. I took the advice of my tax preparing people. So yeah, they know more than they know. They oh, they know a lot more. Trust well, me. the big question now is <laughs> that other people say they filed their taxes the same day that you did, and they've gotten their refund. Already. Uh-huh. So, has the Jeffrey Allen LaRoque Emerald card been recharged? Uh, uh-huh. That look, has it? You need an answer. No, I don't think I'll answer that question. Oh, it's officially tax season at Rover's Morning Glory. What's the first thing you purchased on that Emerald card? Oh, we just got to Donald's last night. Nice. Oh, a little, little pie. When, right. did the money, when did the money come in? came in um, late Thursday, um, like real early Thursday morning. So yesterday morning? Yeah. All right, so the only thing you spent so far is just a little little, little pizza. Yeah, some pizza, and I got, um, my, my son is restoring one of his fans, so he needed a part, and um, I had to order that for him, and, and that cost like $30, so it's only like $70 I spent. What's going 70? 70 in less than 24 hours. $70, that's right, in the first couple of hours of having the Emerald card, so uh, this, is, this is great. We love tracking Jeffrey's spending. $30 on a fan part? Aren't most of his fans like It's an antique fan, that's why. What and year is it? I don't know what year it is. All I know is that the part was like, the part itself was like $30, and I had to pay $8, so I paid like $30 oh. for the part and the shipping. Okay. Yeah. Standard shipping, though. It's like $8.81. And how much was the pizza? Mm-hmm. Pizza was like 40 How many? Because we went to Donato's, and we even used a coupon. How many, how many pies did you get? $40. Yeah. Well, you no, we actually, with the coupon, was $39.95, but when you add a tip... It brings it up to over $40. <laughs> well, what would you all get? I got uh, a large pineapple pizza, a large pepperoni pizza, and a personal chicken pizza for my daughter. Wait, who got the pineapple pizza? Me, me and Mary was just shared that. Ooh, I've never had pineapple on pizza. Is it good? You've yeah. never had that? <clears throat> no, I'm not a fan of Hawaiian pizza. pizza? You've never had that? No. With ham? I actually think it's good. Mm. Yeah. Um... So three pies for thirty nine dollars. The two of them were large. Yeah. One was a personal one. That's why yeah, that's so. That's, that's not. That's probably normal. Why are you farting now? Yeah, <laughs> it was a pizza fart. Oh, okay. He's stuffing you out. A pizza fart. It was a pizza fart. So I just the fan that your son's restoring. How much did he pay for the fan? Like fifteen dollars. This is the one. The, the the one the listener gave him. They, they, oh, so it's a free liquid. fan. Okay. Yeah, and I think one it just it needs a new part because he's restoring yeah. it. Okay. Um, all right, so we'll track Jeffrey's spending all throughout tax refund season. 
It's officially open now. It's kind of like hunting season. You know, the first day was yesterday, and we are officially open for business. Um, what was the total amount that he said? Do you have a rundown, dude? Well, 6900 There was a couple of errors because... Oh, because the amount that he yeah. paid, he paid like six hundred dollars to get his taxes done. Yeah, so I don't have the exact amount. What right. was the exact amount? It will start tracking. Yeah, we'll just keep. Just we need that quick. And then we'll go from there. What was deposited? Yeah, the deposited minus the fees. The so what do you start? What are we starting off with? We're st- okay. Um, yeah, how much was deposited? It was um, five thousand fifty-five dollars. Then then um, came my state refund, so I started off with a total of five thousand. Two hundred ninety-one seventy-one. Okay, right, five two nine one seven one. Okay. No, five two nine seven seven one. Okay. Five two nine seven. Got gotcha. oh, Five two nine seven seven one. All right. All right. So that's the number we're starting with. Yes, sir. And forty-six ninety-five for the um for the pizza, and thirty-eight eighty-one for the stand part, and so now I'm down to five thousand two eleven ninety-five. All right. How long will it last? What will the craziest purchase be? You just have to keep listening to Rover's Morning Glory to find out. Now, there has been, uh, for quite some time, there has been uh, kind of not, not a running joke. It's nothing to joke about, but there's been, I mean, it seems like everywhere we go, uh, either as a show or as me, but me in particular, I yeah. guess, that there is always some sort of weird tragedy or terrorist attack that we happen to miss by a matter of days. There's probably, I don't know, there's probably 20 of these. And we've been to, uh, you know, one example that comes to mind is we were in Las Vegas, uh, onboard Rolling Glory 1, parked in, in in the Las Vegas festival site, and a few days later, the shooting took place there at that site, which killed like 60 people or whatever it was. Um, we've been in, we were traveling, I don't know where we were, I think someplace in South Carolina or Georgia or we something. We were in George, Savannah, Georgia, two and three crashes. That's right. Uh, just a huge military plane. We look over and there's all this smoke and a huge military plane had crashed. Uh, I went to... Uh, Paris, uh, days, uh, within days of the huge terrorist attack in Paris. I, on 9-11, I flew back from Boston to, uh, I flew from Boston, uh, back home a, a day or so before the terrorist attackers, uh, some of them flew out of Boston. Now that one's a little, you know, that's, that's a stretch, I suppose, but, yeah, you know, I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head, but there have been quite a few. There have been a lot, yeah. Well, we can add one to the list. I'm going to play you a news story from Miami Beach uh, last night. And I just, uh, I want you to uh, think to yourself, who was at this location in this literal exact spot 24 hours prior? Here is the uh, video. I do want to get to that developing story here. Customers and employees race to help. Uh, A car crashes into diners outside a South Beach restaurant. Police say the driver lost control while trying to park. And as 19 Sheldon Fox tells us, it would prove deadly. 
shock and tragedy in Miami Beach's south of 5th section. We hear a loud crash across, from across the road over there. 13-year-old twin brothers, Miles and Noah Britton, took video after hearing the bang. We see a car Ooh. into the restaurant. <laughs> Visiting from Vermont with their family, the boys were eating dinner at Joe's Stone Crab when they rushed over to call me Gabby. The restaurant across the street. They captured the seconds that followed of this fatal sidewalk cafe crash. And people are starting to try and push the car because. Oh, what? Wow. Wait, the what? plowing into diners. The police start to show up. Everyone is starting to move stuff out of the way. And then they pushed it far enough that the person has gone out. Horrific accident. Miami Beach police say one person died and six others, including a child, are in the hospital. And an elderly woman who was attempting to parallel park her vehicle seems to have accelerated onto the outdoor sidewalk cafe of the restaurant. 7 News acquired this video of fire rescue responding on a nightmarish evening and chaos at the cafe. I was very... Surprised to have it right in front of me, having right in front of me. Oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. The I love that um, news. I ate there 24, the day, the night before. I'll, I'll show you the credit card receipt. We, uh, B2 and I, literally sat in that, right where that, at that table that got run over. I kid you not, um, at that exact table. That's the that's best right. I can tell from this video. Yeah, it's called Call Me Gabby. It's, uh, it's. It's uh, I had a uh, like a flatbread pizza thing, um, and and I mean, what are the odds of that? What are the odds? Wow. And and now B two's like, I'm never sitting outside again. And I'm like, it's a it's a it's it's a rare event that something know. like this happens. At least I think it is. I don't know. It's uh, like Final Destination. Hey, but- and death is following you wherever you go, Rover. You're just getting out of the way every time. And it's getting closer, though. Yes, that one's, yeah, the closest it's been. Yeah. So I'm not even kidding you. It was the exact yeah. location. Yeah, apparently it was uh, an old lady in that Bentley there driving an expensive car, some old lady trying to park right there because the um, the table that we sat at is one of these, let's see, you can see here, um... Like this table, these tables right here, um, see that table right there? Um, those are r- literally right next to the curb. Yeah, and the, the, curb the one she ran over, uh, yeah, the one, it looks like she probably ran over a table. And um, so there are cars parking there, and it's very, very close to the street. And my wife has made comments in the past about, Sitting outside at places, and she's like, "What if? What if a car? We were eating with uh, Dr. Egan in Chicago, and after the fact, she's like, man, it's, uh, it's, it's. We sat right there on the sidewalk, basically. Cars are whizzing by. She's like, if, if someone's texting and driving, and I'm like, I know, but I mean, my God, literally the day, wow. the day after. I, I mean, it's just so." So crazy. Um, so I guess this old lady just ran over people. I actually feel, obviously you feel bad for the person who was yeah. killed. I think seven people were sent to the hospital. Um, but I also feel bad for the old lady, uh, old lady too, because 
She obviously didn't mean to do this, and she's probably just a little old lady who hit the wrong pedal. How old? I don't know. I didn't see. I I, I mean, who should be charged? Story. It didn't have. Um, if people died, I don't know if he would be charged. I mean, it's an accident. I don't know. Uh, The manslaughter? We'll see. People get killed in accidents. I don't know. I don't know if they'll charge her or not. Who knows? She's driving around on a Bentley, so maybe she has, like, a super rich husband or something who has some pull and influence or whatever. I don't know the person who was killed, how old they were. I know a kid was sent to the hospital, I believe, out of the seven people. was saying that that car, they were trying to move the car because it was on top of somebody. Yeah. And he was right there filming. Yeah. Like, he ran over to film it. Like, they were literally trying to get that car off of somebody right there. That's crazy. You know, what kind of message is it sent about the youth today? That I mean, there he is with his parents eating at a place across the street, which, Charlie, Charlie you've been to that place across the street. The, the crab uh, Oh, the crab Oh, okay, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Well, and uh, how, so how fast is that? You run across the street and you're... Uh, your kids are, are filming the whole thing. Traffic there is, they're not going too fast there. Uh, it's, but she wasn't, you know, it wasn't traffic. It wasn't, it wasn't that she was driving and no, right. then she was just trying to park right there in front of the, in front of this restaurant and went up on the sidewalk. Wow. Uh, so I guess, uh, you can chalk another one up to the weird things, weird coincidences that happened. Around our travel. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Squire Friday get down plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2 on MS. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Rover doesn't smoke weed. Yes, the competition. Welcome back to Robert's Morning Glory. Smoke them if you got it. All right, we'll get to the Dizzy in just a few minutes. The news. What do you have on the way, Dizzy? At the top of the hour, I will have coming up for you lots of good stuff. In fact, imagine... Oh, I'm, I'm way off. I'm an idiot, huh? Yeah, oh, wow. I'm, I'm, like, totally confused. That's okay. Oh. But at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about bees and why they might not want to have uh, an orgasm. Oh, okay. I didn't even know. I know. I (laughs) If I were a bee, I would never want to have an orgasm again. I'll tell you why soon. (laughs) All right. We'll get to that in just a moment. You know what uh, what threw me off is that I, uh, uh, this week I've been drinking my five-hour energy, which I, uh, I I drink. Normally, uh, during the week, I drink this on my car ride into work, uh, first thing in the morning. And then this week, I've been waking up, and uh, I've been drinking it during the 7 o'clock break. So because I was drinking my five-hour energy one break early, it, like, threw me off mentally. I'm that... I'm that Simple, I guess, and I'm like, oh, the shizzy's coming up next. Uh, Sarah, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Rover and everybody. Dizzy, I love you. Um, I'm calling about when you were talking about that 25-year-old anchor woman getting shot, and they have the video, and 
that stuff. Well, I was wondering... Yeah, her father is trying to block uh, social media, and has been for years. This happened, I think, back in 2015, and he's trying to block social media sites from posting that video. He wants to own the copyright of the video. He's trying to purchase NFTs, and it is a horrific video of his daughter being murdered, and... Uh, uh, I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be like for a parent. Yes, go on, Sarah. Yeah, well, um, I was in a private group. My daughter was passing away. She had an addiction problem. And when I went there, you know, the doctors were saying to sign the DNR papers, and I asked them to leave, and then it's like, my daughter's dying. This can't be the end. So I recorded it and was stating that if anybody wants to do, you know, heroin, this is going to be you with your mother at your bedside. Well, I posted on a private group. Somebody got a hold of the video, and they put captions on it. And it's on World Star, it's on YouTube, Google, everything. Oh, wow. How do I stop and it's that? Your, <laughs> is your daughter passing passing away? Yes. Like literally her last breath? Like what is it? Is it graphic? Is it? No, it's it's not graphic. I mean, I guess, yeah, you could say, but... You know, she's on life support and going to be signing the DNR papers, and I asked them to, you know, give me a few minutes and a videotape this to help other people with addiction and everything else. And mm -hmm. I had some mothers and some people, you know, dealing with addiction and everything, and they were messaging me saying, you know, thank you for this video. I mean, it's raw, you know, and somebody took it, and it's, like, all over World Star and YouTube. And World Star! Yeah. I, I, well, here's what you can do. And I think the argument that the guy is making about his, his television reporter daughter, she was conducting an interview, and she was murdered by a former employee of the television station live right. during the broadcast. Um Right, I remember. I, I think story. the point he was trying to make is that it's difficult, and the onus is on the the person trying to remove this content. Uh, you know, right. you would have to file. Now, you technically you own the copyright of that video because you shot it, and you, as the person who shot it, you own it, and uh, you could make copyright claims to YouTube and to other uh, social media sites, World Star, I guess. Uh, but um, Even then, generally, people just repost it then. It's taken down, and then someone else reposts it, and you're, you're going to be, this guy's been doing it for five, six, seven years trying to scrub that video of his daughter being murdered from but, the Internet. Um, Robert, I have a question. If you, and yeah. I am so sorry for your loss and what you went through. I really, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for that. But you were the one that chose to get that message out there to help others, and this is a very large platform that is maybe right. helping people. Why would you want to take that out? That's a good because point. Because it's not a controlled help? Or if it is helping well, people. 
No, right. But the thing of it is, is that I put it on a private, you know, group, and then somebody took it and made it their own and put captions on it. And on World Star, they were like, "This poor girl, look at her. You know, she's in. She's scared, and her mother signed the papers and killed her. And it's like when I." Flew down there. It's a big story, you know. It made national news and everything. But it's like when I went down there, she was already passing. You know, like everything was shutting down. I mean, her feet were purple. Her hands were purple. You know, it's like her eyes were fixed and dilated, and I chose to, you know, put it on a private group. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and if, it's, if it's going to save people's lives, don't you want that? But the message is mixed. What she's saying is they're not helping her message. They're actually making her to sound like a murderer. And whatever the no, captions are, no, she didn't put those captions on the video herself. Somebody stole the video, and now they're making money on my daughter's They probably monetized it, right. They're, they're running pre-roll ads on, on YouTube for her daughter's death video. Uh, look, you can file copyright claims. For sure. It's just a, it's a, it's a uh, you know, it's probably a tedious process to do that across all these social media sites. And How, how old was your daughter? She was 26. She passed away on March 5th. So she, her birthday was May 24th. So she just missed her 27th birthday. And uh, she, she had been a, a heroin addict for years. Um. Well, every you know person that has an addiction, there's always a story you know, to start it, and my daughter was 13 years old, and her dad came over, they had an argument, like, three months before that, he almost died in a dirt bike accident, and he came over, and the last thing he said to her was, you got a butt beaten, and he pointed his finger in her face, and two hours later, I get a call that he was shot and killed at the bar. Oh, by who? Oh, geez. Like a they bar fight? They still haven't found them. They were in scream masks, and he was walking out, and they came in, and, you know, boom. So Were they robbing the place, or did they go in there specifically yeah. to shoot him? No, they robbed the place. He was actually leaving, and they came in, and they shot the... Bar, uh, the owner's wife's shoulder, uh, they pistol whipped somebody, and they shot him because when he was leaving, they came in, they had a shotgun, and shot him in the stomach. Jeez. My, she has worse. I thought I had uh, bad luck. We just played that story from Miami Beach or the restaurant I just ate at last, uh, the night before last, and someone got uh, killed there last night. Uh, she may actually have, Sarah has worse luck than, than me, I think. She, you're around her, bad things end up happening. Now, uh, so w- w- what does that have to do with your uh, your daughter's heroin addiction? It, 
Because that was the beginning of the story. She was 13. You know, exactly. this happened two hours later, and the last thing her dad said to her is, you got a butt beaten coming. You know, and then, boom, he's, like, shot and killed. And we went to the hospital, and then after me and the sister and her boyfriend and my daughter went to the police station, and then the sister wanted to go to the bar, and I'm like, it's going to be, like, masked off with, you know, the yellow tape and everything, and it's a crime scene. Well, we get there, and it's like business as usual. The people that were there were, you know, at the time of the shooting, were still there. They never closed the bar down. Jeez. You're kidding me. No, and my uh, sister-in-law and her boyfriend and my daughter were talking to the people at the bar, and I was leaning, you know, against the pool table, and I looked at the pool table, and his blood was all over it. You know, it's like they just mopped everything up and business as usual. It was just... going, you know, it's... it's uh, well, it's, it's interesting because I was thinking, I, I'm curious how long it will be this, this restaurant in Miami Beach where the poor little old lady ran someone over. I was wondering, how long is it going to be until they're back up and running and back in business? I, I, they'll probably be closed today, perhaps. You think? Uh, but I bet you would the, think the day so. after they're going to be... Yep, yeah, and they may not even be closed today. Yeah, I was going to say, um, if you have the opportunity, I don't know what you have to do today, but if you have the opportunity to head over there, just to see, I'd be curious to see if they're open. I bet you they're open today, Rover. I mean, I passed by, uh, I walked by, do you remember the guy who was uh, having, uh, Sarah, thank you, by the way, sorry, sorry. For, uh, for all of this, thank you, I appreciate it. Do um, you remember the guy that was, we, we showed you a little bit of this, this story from Miami Beach back maybe about six months ago where a guy, a young guy, 20, in his early 20s, is, uh, sitting right there outside on Ocean Drive, eating with his fiance and his a newborn baby, or they had like a one-year-old baby or something, and they're just sitting there, and a guy randomly comes up, a crazy guy randomly comes up, pulls out a gun, and the guy's like, "Hey, I have a kid. What don't you know? Don't don't hurt us." And the guy just starts laughing and shoots the the father, yeah. who's like 24, right in the head, kills him. Right Is there. this the guy that starts dancing uh, I, too? Yeah, and then the, and then the guy, so the guy's shot. Uh, and he's laying on the ground, and the shooter is actually just dance, literally dancing, like it's a video game, like it's Fortnite or something. He's dancing over the dead body of the random person that he just shot. Yeah. Um, and I passed right by that restaurant. Uh, we walked by it a few days ago, and you know, it's, you, you would have no idea that that actually occurred right there. Uh, I just have like a weird memory of all these like morbid things and I remember oh that's where this happened that's where that happened blah 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 and it drives my life crazy um but yeah back to business as usual within I'm sure a day or so so we'll see what happens with this restaurant now someone sent me a text message and they said uh where did it go uh here it is after any random shooting the debate for banning guns comes up 
This accident finally started the debate of limiting elderly drivers. That's apparently what happened. There was an elderly driver who was trying to parallel park right in front of this restaurant. And instead of, I'm guessing, instead of hitting the brake as she approached the curb as she's backing up, she accidentally hit the accelerator and just went onto the onto the sidewalk, over the curb, onto the sidewalk, and mowed people down, sent seven people to the hospital. One of them died. Um, uh, this person says, regular testing done after a certain age, for example. If I can't drive when I'm drunk because my senses are impaired, then how can old people who are less reactive and process things slower, how can they still be able to drive? The time has come that we need to get these old ticking time bombs off the road. And Dave says, a uh, different guy says, Florida is a death trap. Blue hairs driving around giant cars while they're all hopped up on a stomach full of prescription pills. Uh, you need to require testing once you hit age 65. So a couple of people are, are calling for that. My grandma-in-law is 94, and she still drives. What? She, yeah, she still has all of her wits. She does, like, crossword puzzles, like Smith says, and she reads every day. She still, she walks, she cooks. So, she, But she knows, she's like, if I get into one single accident, I know they're going to take my license away like that because no matter what, she's going to be to blame. Well, even just, uh, well, only do the license for a year instead of the four years, whatever it is now. For if you're at a certain age, yeah. like over seven years. Yeah, you have to go in and do some sort of test. Send me a bitch. I would be like, oh, just screw well, it. want to drive. Yeah. Yeah, but she's been so. safe. You know, so. You know, airlines... Uh, or the FAA or whoever, there is a maximum age you can be to be an airline pilot. I forget what it is. Maybe it's 60 or something like that. It's a, it's a fairly young age, and they, they say it's because your reaction time is is slower, and you mentally may be down a little bit. Yes, Jeffrey, you're in there hovering. Oh, what yeah, is it? I mean, my, my parents are up there in age. They still drive. They don't drive as much. They only drive when they really need to. I mean, they don't venture out very often well, it's because of the pandemic, but... They uh but yeah, they're they're still very good very good at driving. They just don't do it have to do it as often, you know. So Well as I said, everybody's different. Like uh like Dieter's grandma is like ninety something, she still in her has all her faculties. But maybe somebody who's sixty something doesn't have that. I'm saying do it once mm -hmm. a year. You get rid of like people who can't drive. Right. Yeah. Well, Snitz, you're, uh, you're at that age range where mind. you'd be going back once a year to uh exactly. to get checked out. Once every six months. Uh <laughs> Um. Yeah, I you know I, I I think that Dieter, your grandmother at the age of ninety four or whatever, that's probably I mean look I don't know maybe she's in incredible shape and for her reaction time she has cat like uh, reactions, but that's probably too. I mean, why do your parents allow her to continue driving at age ninety four? I think it would be incumbent upon them to say, hey, listen, Ma, whosoever mother it is, it's time for you to stop driving. You know, because she's, uh, when you're that age, Rover, you're like the head of the family. You know, it, it's on my wife's side. It's my grandma in law, but still, nobody's going to tell her, like, oh, you can't drive. She still, she still, she cooks Thanksgiving dinner. She's doing all this stuff. You can't take her license away if she's. Is this the same lady who believes you block someone's text messages by just oh, yeah. texting them <laughs> blocked? Yes, yeah, she was blocked. And they wrote, they wrote back, what? <laughs> You're black. Does Why? that work that way? <laughs> They're like, oh, whoops. Oh. I just realized. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Who wouldn't want her driving around on the highway? <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm not 90, and I'd do that. <laughs> That's not uh, All right. Well, 
The tease that Doogie gave for the shizzy is coming up in just a moment. We'll get to the news in a few minutes. Also, later this morning, we have our four finalists on for the Sing Your Way to L.A. contest that we're doing to send one person and their guest to Los Angeles to our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month. We had four finalists that we got to. They were all singing karaoke on the show, and all four of those finalists will be on Later this morning, and we will find out who gets to go on the trip to Los Angeles. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Closing the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2 on Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Wake your punk ass up. Come on. What do you have on the way, Doogie? If I were a bee, I would never have an orgasm, ever. Like, never. You don't have one now. It's been 12 <laughs> years. Who's talking about you're a bee? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly why bees should never complete. We'll have it for you next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. I just got a text alert. Uh, literally 10 seconds ago that uh, my flight home has been canceled, so... Why? I don't know. Maybe... The weather here? When are you uh, leaving? I don't know. Today? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? That's so weird. Yeah. I don't think the weather's... I think the system is gone. No, it's going all day today, and then it'll be gone tomorrow. He's flying home tomorrow. That's what I'm saying, but it's not gone right now, and coming in it was bad. Well, they may be They may be so backed up because of it that maybe, maybe that has to do with it. I'm not sure. Well, I'll get back sometime soon. Hope. I have a couple of things that I want to get into this morning. I do have some stories about... I have some information, and I'm curious whether the information I have about one member of the show is true or not. It's some pretty... Interesting, uh, explosive. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild information, and I'm really curious if it is indeed true. It comes from a source, a family friend. So I'll reveal that to you shortly. First, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? What? I wish I could. What? I wish I could have had Dieter's facial expression on camera. He made the funniest face because he's, I'm like, who could it be? And then I looked at Peter, and he's like, going, oh, crap, I think it's me. What family friend? Yeah, the way he's wearing it, I don't know. It could be any of us. Who I think he just crapped in your face. All right, face. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. Uh, Nikki says, by the way, uh, she sent me a text message and says, I'm waiting in line uh, in Miami at the security checkpoint right now. It is effing insane. So right. I don't know what's going on. I, I, it could be because of uh, winter storms through various areas. I don't know. Right. I, but apparently it's uh, 
a huge backup. All right, uh, Doogie, are you ready? Yes, sir. Well, we um, have you been following the whole Ukraine situation, Rover, or it, are you not watching it? To, 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 to some extent, as much as I as much as I can. Yeah, uh, it's an extremely it. unfortunate situation, obviously, and yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen some videos, and it's like, it's just like regular people. Uh, it, it's weird because I was reading there, like, you know, we kept hearing that Russia might invade, but we really didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. And like all the citizens there, they're like, eh, we just thought people were going out the night that the invasion started. They were like eating at nice restaurants, and they're going to the opera, and they're just going about their normal, everyday business. They're out at bars drinking, Did you see and the, then they get invaded. Did you see the video from this, like, apartment building? Mm, slip, do you have, I don't think so. Do you have my screen? Is this the plane going yeah. by? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is... Watch this, dude. So they're just filming outside their apartment, and then you see a... a pick up a Two missiles that launched two or one? I think, I think that was just one. But the smoke trail. Rover, how can they not know they're going to invade? They surrounded the country, 100,000 soldiers surrounding the border. They're not going to invade? How can people think that? I, You'd have to ask the people who live in Ukraine. That's I think they've crazy. lived through quite a bit in the past, and I think that they thought that it was being, that, you know, that this was a uh, just Putin flexing his muscles, basically, that nothing was really going to come of it. Uh, maybe he would take over a part of the Ukraine where they speak Russian, the the tiny part on the east, and, and then leave it be. Uh, but obviously they had a serious miscalculation. I, I think even the president of Ukraine uh, leading up to this kept saying, hey, stop saying that there's going to be an invasion. He was sort of downplaying. I mean, he said it was serious, but he was kind of like... A, from what I've read, he was going around saying, "Look, don't, don't. This is not a foregone conclusion. Everyone, you know, don't worry about this. We're going to be prepared." And then here we are. And unfortunately, it's just people. Uh, some of the videos I've seen, it's just it's people going about their everyday lives. Imagine if you are going to work today, and then on your lunch break, invading forces come in, and you're you have to. You know, you're running from building to building so that you you aren't bombed, or you, you've got to get out of your car and run away. And uh, how do you say the capitals? Well, I just looked it up. But it's Kiev. 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 Everyone says Kiev, but uh, well, uh, that's heard? how I've always said it since I was a little kid. But right. Kiev is what they're calling it. Have now. you heard the heard about the ghost of Kiev? No. Oh yeah. This this lone fighter pilot uh, fighter pilot in a MiG. 29 has taken down six uh, Russian jet or six Russian uh, fighters. He's just going around just oh, blasting yeah? them. Is it true, though? That's it the doesn't thing. doesn't matter. Well, Ukrainian people need this right now. I've seen that printed <laughs> up a hell of a fight. I, I've seen Russian people killed laying outside of tanks. Yeah, I, heard I heard they that took one of their airports back. I okay, also so heard that um, a whole platoon of Russian soldiers surrendered to the Ukrainian Really? Too. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, but they're probably... Well, wait a second. Those are probably people that have been... Watching video. Those are like the guys that they get for... Hey, yeah, you're part of the Russian forces now. Like these people in the region where they speak Russian, they have these these rebels. Those are probably... I doubt, mate. I doubt that it's like a fully trained... 
Russian forces, I'm guessing. Now, has Ukraine inflicted some damage on the Russians? Yeah, but they're, they're going to be no match for the Russians, well, the unfortunately. Ghost, here's the video of the ghost just flying by. There he is. He's oh, just that's it? Up. It could be anybody. It's just one plane. It's the ghost, man. The ghost of Kiev. He's going around just taking everybody out. That's sweet. There's other videos. I don't know, but the other videos, I'm not sure if it's him or not, but that's the one that says that it is him. Okay. Well, the president announced an additional round of sanctions against Russia over its attack on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. He says, I know, I don't know what all of this is. <laughs> that will do it. More sanctions. Putin doesn't give a damn about that. I know, he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he knew, he knew, uh, he's not an idiot. He's been in power there for more than 20 years. He kind of knows what the response is going to be. And he's calculated it out. He said that we're going to do this. He knows that they're going to put severe economic sanctions on Russia. And he said, and okay, that's fine with me, I yeah, guess. It'll affect them down the road, but right now it, it's irrelevant. Well, I heard that like the percentage of things they get from us anyway is a lower percentage. They so get most of it from Europe. Is that not true? So if, if Europe... Well, Europe has all Im- imposed sanctions on Oh, they did too. You know, so it's not just the United States. That's going to Okay. Well, they need to start uh, taking all those yachts from the oligarchs. The, and the, the oligarchs. The oligarchs. And they need to start taking all their stuff, and then they'll they'll get really pissed off and take out Putin on their own. They took over, what is it, Chernobyl? Russians did? What are you going to do with that? It's an abandoned oh. nuclear power plant. Start that taking them with uranium. That whole city's abandoned. That's it's called Prypat, I think is how you say What's the it name of the city where the plant's located. What's it called? Prypat. What's they take hostages and put them there? Then we got a problem. So I don't know what to do there. But that that you maybe remember that's the, the reason. Explosion in 1986. Uh-huh. Maybe that's wow. the reason why Russia is invading Ukraine to to put uh, soldiers, captured people, and soldiers in Chernobyl in the old reactor. Let them uh, cook there for a while, and they become mutant Russian super soldiers, Peter. Conspiracy yes. corner, perhaps. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. The FDA, good news for you, Jeffrey. The FDA has approved the first ever condoms for specific anal sex use. This is a big day. <laughs> condoms are recommended for all anal sex already, but condoms were only approved to market for vaginal sex. There was nothing ever mm-hmm. specifically for the you back think, door. You think they're going to wear those? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, I I have to laugh at the... Uh, I read this article, and the, they go, oh, we've done a survey, and they think that this is going to help the LGBTQ plus community uh, to prevent the spread of HIV or whatever, and they go, oh, there's a poll, and... Something like 86% of respondents said they would be more likely to use condoms for anal sex if uh, if it was labeled for such yeah. on the box so that the FDA has approved this for anal sex. First of all, condoms have been around forever. We've all known about HIV and condoms and so on and so forth. This isn't going to cause one more person to wear a condom. Like, if if you weren't wearing condoms already for your anal sex, I don't think that this is... And by the way, they're just the same. It's just the same condoms. They happen to go through a testing. Isn't there more? Uh, there is. No, what they've done is, you, you in order to pass the FDA testing for anal sex, uh, there can only be there has to be less than a five percent failure rate of the condoms 
In this case, it was a little bit less than 2%. Prior condom manufacturers had tried to pass this test, but they didn't say, oh, uh, they didn't have the same rules that they did in this test. And the rules this time said, if you're going to have anal with your condom, you need to use lubrication. Yeah. Seems like that would be a given, but uh, we've talked to plenty of people on the show, and uh, uh, it doesn't seem to cross their mind that when they're trying backdoor action, they should use some lube. Um, uh, so use lube, and they also track the failure rate on a daily basis with an app or a website or something like that, as opposed to previous studies where they come back six months later and they go, okay, how many times did that condom fail? Over the past six months, and they're like, oh, I don't know, probably ten times, or whatever the case may be. So they're now they're no more effective than existing condoms. They just did a testing to, to get this this anal sex certification. So I'm I'm sure condom usage for butt sex will skyrocket now. All right, go on. Well, speaking of sex, let's talk about bees. There was a heat wave in 2021 in Canada, and there were some scientists that got involved in this information about a bunch of dead drone bees on the ground, and this woman took pictures and couldn't understand why all these dead bees were around. So what they found is these particular bees, this is scientific, scientific conversation, bees ejaculate themselves to death when it gets too hot. Wait, what? Exactly. Wait, During they get so wave, overheated, they just pleasure they go, themselves yeah. until they die. They feel the heat, they go, this is perfect cranking weather. <laughs> and then they... That's, that's, what, that's what the headline of this article says, but unlike this, you actually read the, the article. Uh, and yeah, the, and it actually, they die, and then after they die, they ejaculate. Wait. So they got you with the clickbait headline. How do they uh, do that? They don't dead? ejaculate themselves to death. Yeah, if you're dead. Just like a regular, like, okay, when, when a human dies, sometimes that bodily happens? stuff comes out. Oh, I didn't think that. I, I thought it was number that. one and number two. And you died. Died. Yeah. yeah you ever hear that for one? a bee, the... No, I know the one and two, yeah. but three? Or is this four? Okay. All right. Move on. Well, I thought that was crazy. I didn't know that it was after death. I thought it was because of the heat. Yeah, that was, that, that was so weird when you said that. But it was wrong. When Apple releases their next operating system, iOS 15.4, users will have the option to use Siri with a left-gendered voice. The move comes about a year after Apple's last big push to make Siri more inclusive. Users get to pick the voice during the setup process, and it seems Apple will continue to offer more voices with each update. That's what Spencer uses. She uses a man's voice. Gender neutral. She doesn't feel it's right to to force like a woman to do his bidding. So he uses right. So he'd rather force a man. Yeah. Like he's a slave master. Interesting. Okay. So my voice is non-binary. <laughs> oh, it is now? No, I don't know. <laughs> We were just talking about Ukraine and Russia. Uh, I'm not surprised Geraldo's over there, but the other person, Sean Penn, he's over there. Between, it I love it. like Geraldo love, and Sean Penn are in the middle of every kind of chaos. I love the picture they show of him sitting in a meeting. He has his sunglasses on. I'm just, I love that he's over there. Sean Penn went to yes. Ukraine to film a documentary about the Russian invasion. And the Ukrainian government said that Sean Penn is demonstrating bravery that many others have been lacking, in particular some Western politicians. Do you know who else is going there? 
going or already that, there? That photo right there. No, he's going this weekend. So I guess he's going. Well, no, Louis C.K. is going to go oh, to perform in, tonight. Yeah, he's going to go to. He's flying tonight. I don't know if he's already there. What? To go perform in yeah. Ukraine? Yeah. Yes, he's. Performing. I don't believe it. No, no he's not. That's the article. He had a performance yeah. tonight and tomorrow. We yeah. don't know if he's canceled that. He no, it says he's going to cancel that. They're literally bombing yeah. Kiev right now, or Kiev, or however you pronounce it. He's how's he going to get there? All the flights are can't. How's he? This is he's not going to happen. I don't know if, if this happens. Uh, I'll be stunned. That's yeah. that's why I'm really surprised by the article. I was like, what time did this come out? It said last night at 6 p.m. The article said still performing. Well, that, I, I this Friday and Saturday nights balcony seats only twelve dollars. There's still tickets left, so that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, he, he may bomb, but who knows? Oh, right. Well, <laughs> the son of LeBron James, Bronny James, is a junior in high school, and he just signed a big-time name, image, and likeness deal with an underwear company. Industry experts are saying that Bronny will make $5.1 million in NIL nil deals if he gradu- when he graduates. No, yeah. Nil deals. $5 million when he graduates. Oh, yeah. Just with the name. Yeah. There you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Boy. You asked for more JLR, so Rover gave him an entire radio station. WJLRBM, the 24-7 All Jeffrey Parody Song Station, exclusively on RMG Plus. Songs like... Whatever, pal, it's nothing. And this one... Shark-topping hits are on WJLR-PM. Download the new Rover's Morning Glory app and sign up for RMG Plus now. Sean, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Rover. Uh, so, hey, I'm going to put a spin on uh, everything that you may not have thought of. We have the helicopter crashes recently, all either, you know, like government or police. Uh, type of things, uh, tech-heavy, they rely on technology. Uh, Russia is known for cyber attacks. Could be that they're out of an abundance of costs and uh, closing down uh, flights uh, with certain either uh, the plane, that, the type of plane you're on, et cetera, may be more uh, susceptible to an attack. So you think I that think my flight has been canceled due to Russian hackers? Could be. There's a lot of actual ongoing attacks now. I'll send you an email from my work address, and you can kind of see where I'm getting that from. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh the old, uh, I'll send you an email. Just click on the link. Open the attachment, Frick. No, just the actual email address. So itself. he's not, he's not the only Somebody called him yesterday it. and said uh, his work, and he wouldn't get into specifics. He does. He makes, like, military parts, and their entire business got hacked mm-hmm. yesterday. So. Yeah, that's gonna say that too. There's a lot of companies Rover you're gonna see here in the next couple of weeks that are totally locked out of their system. VMs, the entire backups actually like white. Um there's like an actual ongoing campaign um with Russian like act like activists and other state sponsors. Well, I just stuff read an article at. yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, what yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I this is the payoff. This is the payoff for listening to me ramble. I think what needs to happen is we do Rover Rescue 2022. We have Jeffrey and Dieter commandeer Rolling Glory 1 and come and get you. they got to evac you out, man. Oh, that's a great you're idea. Basically like, you're like a national treasure. It's like uh-huh. Eagle 1, you're Rover 1. We have to go get you. Uh-huh. 
Maybe Charlie could uh, he could lead the convoy in his broken down Bronco, He's be the lead vehicle the there. <laughs> but I think, yeah. I think whoever yeah. or Dieter and Jeffrey taking uh, the bus down would, to get you would be great. You guys could bus you, What do you think about that, Jeffrey? Dieter uh, takes his shirt off and drives the whole time. How fast can you to get CDL to drive it? See these nuts on your chin. Uh, I just read an article last night talking about, uh, they said that Joe Biden was presented with options for a cyber attack against Russia to try to slow down the invasion of Ukraine. It would be the most advanced and widespread cyber attack in the history of the world. Uh, we would... Uh, disrupt their, uh, um, uh, take out the internet in Russia. We would, uh, we would disrupt even, even trains switching the tracks so that they w aren't able to move, do any troop movements or equipment movements on, on rail, um, take down, uh, uh, flight infrastructure, things like that. Now, I don't know if we're doing that. We always think of Russia as having the hackers. The United States probably has um, I, I, probably the most advanced cyber warfare capability in the world, or at least close. Uh, I mean, up there, Russia is pretty advanced when it comes to that. China is pretty advanced when it comes to that as well. So it will be interesting to see if we, if indeed, as this guy was saying, that we start to see uh, cyber warfare in a situation like this. Does that only antagonize people more? Does that does Russia have they preemptively launched cyber attacks against us? I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of these things. It's. I hope that it, it, the the confrontation doesn't spread. I told you yesterday. I've been seeing. Oh, is this the lead up to World War Three? We better hope not. And 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 someone here they sent me a text message and and what they said has been what I have been saying for years now. That you have to prioritize things. Someone says, don't you find it odd that we have this big invasion happening, Russia invading Ukraine, and here in the United States we're worried about whether Siri's voice is inclusive enough. I've been saying this stuff for years. Like You have to put everything into perspective on a level of importance, and I, I don't know if, if the United States is ready for any sort of conflict. I think everyone is is... They're worried about these things that are, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it matters what Siri's voice is and if it's inclusive enough. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm overthinking know. it, perhaps. What do I know? Yeah. Dog. Thank you, Dougie. I'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. I want to tell you this information that I have on one person on the show, a family friend has given me some info that I find to be shocking, really, uh, and we'll see if it's true. We'll be right back. Hang on. Closing the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2 on MSN. Working from home means you can crank the show as loud as you want. With no complaining Karen co-workers. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. All right, Peter, I, 
understand that you are worried that my information from a family friend may be about you? Well, I, just, I made a face when you said, oh, family friend has info. I just made a face in Dookie's son. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, Dieter, you're in the clear. It's oh, not about you. Okay. Doozy? Is it me? Be a family friend. It would be about you. Family friend? I don't have any friends. You have 20 best friends. Oh, Redstone Tales is my best friend. She is. She would never turn on me. is my best friend. (laughs) Is it me? Gucci, you're in the clear. Yes! Uh, I have a guess who it is. Can I guess? Snitcher. Yes. It is, isn't it? Oh, boy. Is the family friend, is it all information about Snitzer? Yes. Paul Rudd did not turn on Snitzer. <laughs> You're in the clear, Snitz. Thanks, Paul. Charlie, did one of your dad's homeless, toothless, weird roommates turn on you? Tenants. <laughs> No, he's in the clear. Oh, sorry, what? Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> You're in the clear. Don't oh, worry about no. it. You just sleep. Yeah. Let's see. Who is remaining? Oh, there's me. Uh, family friend. They have information on me. No, I'm in the clear. Who now? Who's left? Can you think of anyone? Phoebe. Oh, somebody. Oh, I see someone out in the hallway. Hanging their head down low, shaking. Uh, Jeffrey, how about you? Why don't you go into the main studio? How about you sit on the couch of smears? Yeah, come on into the main studio. You always want to get in the main studio. Why not? Oh, no. Come on. This can't be good. Slowly, slowly, slowly. uh, Coming on in there. I don't know why he's so angry. He can't hear you. Hi, Jeffrey. Oh, you ripped one right now? Did you see that? He just farted, and it actually lifted him off the couch in the studio. Did you hear and that? He, wow. Did the mics pick that up? No, oh, I heard it. Okay. It was like a rocket launch. Jeez. Yeah. You have an amazing ability just to fart on, on demand. No, not really. When he when he's angry, it's like a yeah. defense mechanism. He farts. He's like a skunk, a human skunk. Um, oh, that's damn. All right, Jeffrey. You think a family friend turned on you? I don't know. Oh. Is there anything to right, turn on? Me, like, is, did something? Let me out? run through a couple of things. Let's look at. Uh, I have a few different things, but let's start with potato salad. Oh no! Potato salad. <laughs> potato salad. <laughs> Did anyone in your family, maybe your wife, your wife's mother, was anyone known for making potato salad? My wife will make it sometimes. Ooh, sounds good. All right. How does she make it? Um, you know, my wife or my mother-in-law or my mom would make it. I don't know. But uh, they just make it the way you would normally make potato salad. Walk it, potatoes, mayonnaise, onions, peppers, walk them. you know, and tell me what do you what do you how do they put that? Where do they make it? How do they prepare it? Do you, I mean, do you they, mix all the ingredients in advance? What do you do? I mean, we well sometimes well oh, my mom actually we do potatoes sometimes we we'll get it from the store. Okay, well you when you actually make it 
from at home, how do you make it? So you, uh, yeah, just take some potatoes, you boil them, you, you strain them, you peel them, cut them, add mayonnaise, peppers. Yum. And um, where do you mix it all up in? A plastic bowl. A plastic bowl. Okay. All right. Because now this is not the explosive information that I have. This is just a little tidbit from the family, Frank. Did uh, did someone perhaps make potato salad not in a bowl, but just make it right in the kitchen sink? No. Not no, that. this didn't happen? Nope. In the, they didn't use the kitchen sink. Did not use as the kitchen the, sink. As the, nope. No one ever did that. Nope. Oh, you can't do uh, that. For instance, Mary Elizabeth's mother never did that. Uh, I don't know. Jeffrey, like I said, I don't, you know. don't have any knowledge about her mother making potato salad in the kitchen sink. No, no. Mixing it up, not in a bowl, but in a kitchen sink. No. People wash their hands in there. You know, there's raw chicken in there. You don't know. What dirt and grime is in that? Whose house was this uh, taking place at, Rover? Where they all live together. Well, You're telling me you not. have no knowledge of this potato salad in the kitchen sink being made. Jeffrey, try just for this segment. I know this is going to be crazy. Try to be 100% honest with us. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I'm ready, I'm ready to explode right now, but I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble for swearing. But I, uh, I don't... I think my wife would do anything that nasty. She's not, not that your wife. Person. Your wife's mother. Yeah, the mother-in-law. That, I, that personally, I don't know. You're ready to explode. Well, I don't know family who, friend I don't know who said that. Family friend is. I like to know who that person is so I can cross-examine them. Well, uh, this family friend said that Mary Elizabeth's mother would make potato salad in the kitchen sink. That's where she would mix it. The sink was dirty. She would then serve it at family functions. Oh, so you, it tasted like soap. Oh, so would you go up with your plate and you just take a spoonful right from there, or would she transfer it from the sink into some sort of serving tray? I have no idea that she was even doing this, so I couldn't tell you, Charlie. See, I think the problem, Rover, is... Jeffrey doesn't understand that that's even weird to do. Like, you shouldn't maybe cook potato salad in, in the kitchen mm. sink. Because the one is, I don't do potato salad in the no, sink, dude. No, but your mother-in-law, have you been in the kitchen when she actually prepares, like, for holidays? Are you in the kitchen usually? No. Okay, so you tried, you wouldn't see it. Right. So somebody must be known, she must be known for doing this, and you just missed it. I mean, I like to know who the, I like to reveal, I like to know the reveal the source, so I could cross-examine right. that person. So. Well, maybe if you're well, right, since you guys, uh, since you guys are the ones that are uh, always in, inquiring into my uh, I have no idea. information, this is the first time I, I, I hear about this. I, mean, I, I, I don't care. I want, I want to know who the person is. So we're trying to keep you safe because you can get sick, I think, from eating right directly from the kitchen sink, Jeffrey. Yeah. I've never eaten from a kitchen were sink. Were there any? Do you, think she, would, do you think she would mix it up in the garbage disposal? To, we don't have a garbage disposal, Charlie. Instead of using a spoon or anything, you could just kind of turn on the garbage disposal a little bit and chop up the onions for Real you. Real funny, dude. That's Real effing funny. Maybe a good way now, to do I'm it. I'm not sure. I have three pieces of information here. I'm not sure about... Uh, I want to get... Uh, piece number three, Jeffrey will have some personal knowledge about, and hopefully he'll open up and tell us if that is true uh, for, for item number three. But like, we've gone through item number one. It's the potato salad in the sink. Uh, number three is pretty explosive. I'll get to that in a second. But number two, it says that the family friend, the source, says that Mary Elizabeth and her mother, and I'm not quite sure exactly what this means, 
would make food and put it in giant eagle grocery bags and hang it on other apartment doors. Is that true, Jeff? I have no knowledge of that. Oh, so you just put food directly into like a plastic bag? You get like a shopping bag, Rover, when you go grocery shopping. Like a horse's feed bag? Yes. Yeah, she, she just puts the potato salad in that bag, and then she hangs it on a door handle? Well, it sounds more to me like she's doing something nice, like maybe yeah. some... Uh, poor old person can't make food and they just give them a bucket of basically a bag of potato salad and put it on the thing, you know? So it should be mm -hmm. in a container, don't you think? Well, it doesn't matter. No, no. they just in a plastic uh, uh, grocery bag. Have you ever seen that? Have you witnessed that, Jeff? No, I have not. You've never witnessed that? I've never witnessed it. Okay. Uh, uh, let me get to number three because this you would have firsthand personal knowledge about item number three. When your mother-in-law was still alive, and you guys, you and Mary Elizabeth first got together, was there a mattress in the dining room? No, we had a futon. The apartment it was all like one space with one bedroom, one bathroom. Mm -hmm. And so uh, had a when I met her in the dining room, well, actually, like I, I, I'm trying to explain to you, the apartment is is probably. No, probably a little bit bigger than the studio that we're in. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. all one space. The kitchen is like a little, kind of like an alcove off to the one side of the apartment. The kitchen was very small. The kitchenette. Mm -hmm. And you had like, and then like there's, then there's, this is the, uh, uh, I think I can, okay, I think I can probably, I'm going to try and illustrate the layout of the apartment. Okay, want to redecorate the couch in the studio? No, would you shut up, dude? <laughs> I'm explaining, I'm trying to explain this to okay, you. Okay, so if you want to redecorate. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm ready to just drop kick somebody right now. Is it a drop kick theater? I, I don't know if I can do that though. But I'm just, I'm just, that's just, that's just what I'm feeling right now. Well, oh, okay. I'll help you. All right, all right, all right. How do you want to move the couch? No, just leave, leave, just leave everything yeah. where it's at. I'm just going to illustrate it, okay? And just like point. To, okay, if this is the apartment and you, this would be the door here, we have the, the table here where we would eat. Okay. You walk into the table. That's the front door. I'm well, just asking. All right, you so the table's there. Let's, let's just let them get no, through. No, the table all right, go on. is up against this wall, but with enough room to swing the door open. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, we would have this would this would be the front, and then where the screen is would be like the front window of the apartment of the apartment. So we have a futon there. Okay. And we would have a TV right here against this wall, and then we have another couch. Uh huh. And when Mary Liz and I would want to sleep, uh, we uh, at the time the futon was out was out in the main area. After we you know we pull that out and we would uh, sleep. What? And her mom slept on the couch. Okay. What about the bedroom? You said right, there was yeah. a bedroom. There was one bedroom, and then when Mary Liz and I actually started living together at the apartment, we moved we moved our we moved the futon into the bedroom, so okay. that gives Mary Liz and I some privacy. All right. And then there was the the bathroom. Okay. So there was no mattress in the, uh, you know, out in the front area, you know, the front room or whatever the case may be. Sure. A futon in the dining room, correct? Well, I, I, the, the the apartment didn't have a dining room per se because, again, I've explained to you, it's once it's like all one space. Area. Okay. Kind of right. like in, in the main area, apartment. I understand. All right. So when you and Mary Elizabeth were on that futon, where was your mother-in-law? Well, the mo my mother-in-law had, like, this large orange couch that she would sleep on. Mm -hmm. Did your mother-in-law ever coach you and Mary Elizabeth on anything? 
I mean, she gave us a couple ideas to work with, but never really actually coached us. I mean, come on. What uh, kind of ideas about? About, how, about, about, about the best ways I could uh, satisfy her, you know? What? Wait, so, so just give me a while. So it would, give me an just, it, would, it would be just like a, com a conversation, basically, like 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 positions and whatnot. I mean, stuff. That's just stuff I learned from porno for crying out loud. Pretend wow. you're the mom. I'll be you. What would she say to you? She would. Uh, she would like tell me like, okay, like you know, there's certain positions that she likes and uh, and others not so much. Whatnot. Like what? What? What one? Like the one where uh, I lay on the side of the bed and I. Sort of like you do, uh, uh, do a doggy style, like laying down on your side. I've done Spoonies. that once. Yeah, Spoonie. Spoonie. Okay, so hold on. So your your mother-in-law would. I just want to paint the picture here before we get too far ahead. So she would sit on her couch and you and Mary Elizabeth are on the. I mean, like we're all adults for Christ's sakes. And so, so how would this come up? How would she bring this up that you're? Hey, here's how you can satisfy my daughter. Sexually. It was like it could be. Like, you know, Mary Elizabeth, all, we would sit and, like, it would just, it would be just, like, random conversation or, like, a random sudden change of subject whatnot. And, um... And so she would just, out of the blue, say, uh, hey, here's how you can satisfy my daughter. Or it could be like, okay, what if we still want to have sex while she's pregnant without harming the baby? You know what I mean? I see. Okay. All right. So she would tell you, here, lay on the side or do this and do that. Okay, so... She would uh, sit there, and you and Mary Elizabeth would be on the futon, and she would coach you on various positions and techniques. Or we would just simply talk about it, and uh, she and I would just go and put it into practice. In front of her? Not in no. front of her. Not, no. Uh, did you, you wouldn't have actual sexual activity in front of the mother-in-law? Oh, the only time that ever happened was like when we were in the, uh, ca the Kathleen Motel. When she was in the one bed, and my wife and I were in the other. This was right after we had... Uh, this was right before he got married, and um, so what so you said, you I don't know the, who the I don't know who the hell this family friend is. I don't even know who this person is. I will tell my wife about it. About okay. some family friend just uh, emailed the show and sure. uh, the same. So you oh, said before your mother. You said before for sure that you've had sex in front of your mother-in-law. Yeah, that was yeah, in the, the, the same room. Yeah, in the apartment. Yeah, one time in the apartment once, and at one time in the motel room, and that was now, it. How did the mother-in-law know? All right, so in the apartment, how did that hear, happen? She exactly. futon, if she can hear, she's sleeping, and I'm going at it with her, she can hear the, the futon squeak. And did she start coaching you as no. to what to do? No, I, I mean, no. come on. Uh -huh. um, how did the mother-in-law know, know what positions that Mary Elizabeth liked? I think they probably had random conversation probably behind, you know, before uh, I met them or one of the kids, oh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But did the mother-in-law say her Dieter, you're Hold on a second. You're you're married, Dieter. Um, have you ever had a conversation with your mother-in-law about how to sexually satisfy her daughter, your wife? I can't say I have, Rover, ever. I've never, that's never come uh, up at, at all. I never I mean, I've seen to... my mother-in-law numerous times. I've never had a conversation about how I can sexually satisfy her daughter, B2, that just had, never came up. Uh, this this doesn't sound like a strange thing to you, Jeffrey? Uh, as far as I know, I just her mother is sometimes kind of out there. You know, I mean, she was uh, she's diagnosed with uh, manic depressive, schizophrenia, that kind of stuff. So she was on a boatload mm -hmm. of meds. Wait, did the mother-in-law say her mm -hmm. favorite position? No, she didn't say that. She was just, just giving me a couple ideas that I could work with, or we could change up, make sex more spicy between the two of us, between me and my wife. 
Right. You know, so it's not we're, we're not doing Is the same boring position all the freaking time. Right. Yeah. Did the mother-in-law ever try anything with you, sexually? No. Oh, like a porn. Oh, or maybe like to teach Jeffrey how to uh, please. Excuse me. I could see that. Like maybe this is where the granny fetish started, the gilf fetish. She's no. like, "This is what my daughter likes. Let me show you." Only, the only porno my wife and I ever watched together, like this, is like that way back when we were dating. Yeah, I don't know where it came up, but it just showed. Uh, I came. It's, it's kind of like a science fiction porno, and I think I've explained this before years ago. Like how? Don't ask me. But she never came on. She really never came on. Never came on to me. Never made any advances on me or anything of that nature. And said, "Here's how you pipe." You my don't daughter find on. that an odd behavior that your mother-in-law is is coaching you how to didn't, have sex with even her know, daughter? I mean, didn't even think of it at the time. You know, you thought it was normal. You didn't it really. It was just I mean, completely normal to have that conversation. I, well, I mean, in the back, maybe I, I, I show that I was kind of perturbed by it. I just didn't show it. And I should have how often did this conversation occur? Not very often. Because we didn't have sex a lot when we, were, when we were just dating. It really probably didn't really pick up until after we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And you're talking something well, 23 uh, years ago. Whoever this family friend is, I like this person. I'd like to find out who this I'd like to know the identity of this person so I can um, cross-examine them and figure out why. So the three things that this family friend sent me is that Mary Elizabeth's mother, Jeffrey's mother-in-law, would make potato salad in the kitchen sink and just mix it there directly in the kitchen, in the dirty, pointing out dirty kitchen sink. Just mix all the ingredients right there and serve it right out of the kitchen sink. Ding, ding, ding on that one. Yeah, and I can't believe the guy who or the girl, whoever this is, said that they ate this. Why would you? How could you? Tasted like soap. Just yeah, the report. Out in the sink, you're gonna eat it. If that's the only food you're starving. Probably no. Probably ate it first, and then oh, then thought that tastes like soap, and then oh, a month okay. or a year later discovered that the potato salad is being mixed in the kitchen sink. There also is the claim that uh, Mary Elizabeth and her mother would make food and put it directly in plastic grocery bags and hang it on other apartment doors, throw it in all, throw it all in the bag, no separation. So just all the food that they made, they would just, just toss it right into a plastic grocery bag and essentially use that plastic grocery bag as a Tupperware container, is that you never witnessed that yourself? I yet? never witnessed that. I mean, your wife still no doesn't idea. do that. No, she, my wife's never done that. She, she'll put the, she'll put like food in separate containers, different types of food in, in, like one food for one container, another food in another container. Put lids on it, put it in the fridge, and I'll often, often take that for my lunch and reheat it. If it's like and hot the food. third claim from this family friend is that Mary Elizabeth and Jeffrey were coached. Uh, she would sit there, the mother-in-law would sit there and coach them on how to have sex on a mattress in the dining room. Now, the, the claim or the insinuation is more that this was happening right in front of the mother-in-law, that you were actually engaging in sexual activity. And the mother-in-law is like, oh, uh, she likes it if you tweak the left nip at this yes. point and stuff? Oh, wow. Yes. Did you say that? Yes. Oh, I guess uh, I like to know who this person is. I like to know the identity of this person because I prefer to, I'd like to cross-examine. This person claims that she was offering real-time sexual advice on how you can... I don't recall that ever happening. with Mary Elizabeth. 
I recall that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I want to know the. I'd like to know the identity of the person. Well, hopefully, so I can call in. Call in now, right? No, I just want to know who the person is, and then uh, so I can uh, cross-examine this person. So, what positions did she? Well, what would you? What would you ask? What would you ask? I'd like. Uh, I think said for one, why would you send her over this information? Two, and two, why would you? You know, that's the thing. Like, why? What? What? What do you? What do you hope to get out of it? But that doesn't actually uh, question the it questions, accuracy. I, I question why I are you telling the accuracy. I'm telling the I'm questioning the accuracy, and I'm questioning to what was the motivation of sending the uh, two things. I'm questioning the accuracy and the motivation why you uh, sent it in. Now, I have a right well, to you, you not questioning the accuracy until I told you that you aren't questioning the accuracy. Well, the, uh, even oh, yeah, it doesn't I matter. I mean, like, I whatever, dude. So she would say, okay, so spooning was one example that she gave. Oh, a rollover on your side. What are some other examples of I mean, things that she like, instructed uh, you to do? I want some tips. Peter, you, you, how many chicks have you banged in your lifetime yeah, but before you got married? I don't okay. know all, I don't Let's know all just the stay things. on track here. Uh, let's just focus. Uh, what other things did she instruct you to do? Didn't instruct me to really do anything. You know, I got all my sex instructed from porn. No, but the spoon. Well, no, Jeffrey, you just told us that she would sit there and instruct you to. She would uh, not. How to no, have sex I with mean, no, she. We, we just have a conversation about it, and I would say I would like. She wouldn't do it while I'm in the middle of the act. She would okay, like. Okay, uh, so that part say, is in being disputed. Yeah, go on. But what would she tell you to do? Like she would just, you know. You know, I mean, that's it. You know, I mean, we—that's all we would have. You know, we would do would go off and do it ourselves. I mean, no. But what would she give me? Some examples of what she told you to do. The instructions that she gave you on how to have sex with her dog. Just how to like thrust the hips and whatnot. You know, and that kind of thing. You know, just you know, you get the most out of the experience. You know, that's that's basically it. All right, so hip thrusting. What else? You're telling me you had a whole conversation about hip thrusting? What else was no, going on I mean, in the conversation? Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I can't remember because that, like, that was like 20, almost 24 years ago. So I don't remember. Every this time would be seared into my brain. This would be something I don't forget. We were just talking about your life flashing before your eyes. No, my, my deathbed. This, this my picture eyes. would play in the movie of my <laughs> life. Like, whoa, I had this crazy conversation with my mother-in-law. Every time I don't think you could forget that. Every time you had sex, you'd be thinking, like, oh, my thrusting right, like how she taught me. Wouldn't you be... Wouldn't it always be? I don't around? know, Charlie, because, like, dude, you want to, I wish you could ask me. I wish my mother in law so long she could, she, she, she could answer. I wish she could you. coach me. I would love to have a professional oh, coach. Shh. Right. Well, we have one, Dr. Right, so spooning, she coached you on. Hip thrusting, she coached you on. What else? I mean, how do we think? That's pretty much it, pretty much. You know, I mean, like, we don't, I mean, I don't Oral do that. gratification? You know, because I, I could. Mary Elizabeth instructs me as instructs me as as I go along, and I, we do that in private. Did uh, she ever teach you um, like how to get uh, your wife pregnant? Did she ever say like after you're done, Mary Elizabeth should do you know I don't know a handstand or something kind of so everything soaks. No, uh, she, never, she never. None of that stuff. Okay. I actually did that. So well, I mean, I don't do any of the extreme, I don't do any of the real extreme stuff like pile drivers yeah. and wheelbarrowing, all that crap. She didn't tell you those. No. Uh -huh. 
I mean, I, I, I just, right, I, couldn't, so, couldn't keep, I couldn't keep it here. I couldn't keep it standing on attention long enough to switch to several positions, so. Uh-huh. All right, well, there you go. Information from a family friend that Jeffrey's mother-in-law who was like to know who that is. Jeffrey and Mary Elizabeth on how to have sex. The claim is that she was live coaching, like she's, like she's on the, uh, sideline of an NBA game, yelling out, you know, instructions uh, and plays and stuff. Yeah. That's what the claim is. Jeffrey is disputing that. Almost like Handmaid's Tale or... Peter, you saw Midsummer, right? Yeah. Remember the sex scene in that? I kind of forget it. Well, there's an old woman that's kind of teaching the guy and pushing his hip. Oh, yeah. And it's like a it's like a ceremony that's going on. So, yeah. Kind of, that's wow. what it sounds like to me. Did you ever help push your hips? No. I did it all on my own. I'm like, come on, I'm not crippled. But to go fast, you go faster, faster, faster. No, I, I prefer. Personally, I prefer to go slower. I get more. I get more. She gets the most satisfaction out of it. Out of the out of the out of the boy here. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I've got to take a break. Eight six six Yo Rover is our number. Eight six six nine six seven six eight three seven. We'll be right back. Hang on. Morning. Close of the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2. Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Whoever said lightning never strikes twice didn't exactly listen to this show. Because we're shocking you five days a week. Welcome back to Rover's Morning Glory. Shizzy is coming up in just a moment. The news. What do you have on the way, Doozy? There's a man struggling to breathe. What the doctors discovered, I'll tell you, coming up next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. You think Jeffrey's mother-in-law had, like, you remember, Dieter, when you were a kid, you're in high school or junior high, you had those coaches, and they always wore those weird coaches shorts, yeah. and they had the whistle hanging uh, from their neck. Do you think that's how his mother-in-law was, coaching him and Mary Elizabeth on how to have sex? That's how I imagine it. She's a visor on, whistle, short <laughs> shorts, which I always wanted to pair of those, those nut huggers. Oh, yeah. A clipboard that, that the coach would carry around? Yes. Yeah, drawing up plays, you know, they have that, that marker. They draw up a play yeah. like, oh, you got to do this faster, faster, more pumps, more pumps. Yes. Uh-huh. All right, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Yes. Yeah. Yesterday we had told you that Ethan Crumley's parents were going to be in court, the parents of the Michigan school shooting suspect. They will stand trial for involuntary manslaughter. That's what the judge ruled yesterday. So I had told you yesterday during the news that the parents were going to see if they were going to be in trouble for their son shooting up the school. And the judge said that after hearing extensive testimony as well as evidence and reviewing and viewing extensive exhibits, the court finds that the deaths of four victims could have been avoided if the parents exercised just ordinary care and diligence of their son. So he is going to hold them responsible for their stand trial for involuntary manslaughter. The queen, Queen Elizabeth, um, 
she's still sick. She's still not feeling well. She has been diagnosed with, with COVID, which we found out a, a few days back. She has canceled some Zoom meetings because she's not feeling well. So I heard she died. I did see that. Yeah, that's the rumor that was going around that she died in the and Buckingham Palace is like, no, no, she's still alive. Trust us. Uh, but you know they've lied so many times in the past. I could see that uh, about various things. So I don't know if it's true or or not. I I think she's still alive. I think they would be honest if if she had croaked. But who knows? The CDC they're expecting to announce today that masks are no longer required in indoor public places as a strategy to prevent COVID. So that's good news for a lot of people that hate wearing masks. Some other really good news as. This Omicron is disappearing. The Labor Department says the number of people collecting unemployment is now the lowest it's been in over 50 years. Their latest report found that just under 1.5 million people were collecting unemployment, and that's the lowest it's been since March 14th, 1970. All right, a 38-year-old guy in New York told his doctor that he had been having a really hard time breathing for several years, and he couldn't figure out why. So they shoved a really small camera right up his nostril. It was his right nostril. And what did mm-hmm. they discover? Well, there was a tooth growing inside of his nose. Oh, no. It was an incisor. There's a picture of it on RNG TV. It was an incisor, which that's the teeth in the front of your mouth. And they could clearly see it poking out of his nasal cavity. Extra teeth aren't hmm. unheard of, but usually show up in... Like near the roof of your mouth. Yeah, so is this just growing up instead of down? Yeah. Through the nose, like up in Right, right. Yeah, so they did do surgery to remove the tooth, and he's breathing easier, which is awesome. I have a job opportunity for Jeffrey LaRoque or anyone that wants to make $6,500. There's a dog food company running a promotion where they'll pay you more than 6500 to switch your dog's food to theirs for just two months. That's easy, right? Well, there's a little bit of a catch. During those two months, you also have to collect your dog's poop, analyze it, smell it, and keep a diary on how it may change day to day, especially with regard to how it smells. It's a plant-based company called Omni. They're looking to prove that their dog food has a positive effect on a dog's digestion, stool odor, and general health. So, of course, they want you to monitor and smell the dog's poop just to make sure that it is doing, the product is doing what it is. This would be more right Charlie's Alley. He owns a dog. I don't. Oh, okay. I would do this. I mean, when you go to pick up the dog turd, you smell it anyways. You do? Well, you, it's, it stinks. Oh, you smell it. You ever leave the dog turd behind, Charlie? I was walking <laughs> two or three days ago here, and just on the sidewalk, I saw a... There were a couple coming towards us, a lesbian couple, and they had a dog, and the dog took a huge dump. They were still a ways away. We were facing each other, walking towards each other on the same sidewalk. Their dog stopped, took a huge dump right on the sidewalk. They're about 50 feet away from us. And and then when the dog is done taking a dump, they just continue walking. They just leave it there. And we walked right by this huge turd in the middle of this busy-ass sidewalk. They just left it there. It's a case-by-case basis. So 99% of the time I'm picking it up. Now, the times I wouldn't, if it's super snowy out and I could just kick some snow over it, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Not, not usually. 
I maybe I ran out of bags because I mean he had like a fifty pack of bags on his leash, and sometimes you don't realize that you're out. Uh, if also if I'm walking, sometimes he'll crap like three times on the walk. My the last crap, it's a noodle, like just like one spaghetti noodle or like one macaroni noodle. I'm not I'm not gonna. Sometimes they make a show of it to pretend I'm picking. And what it up. if what if it um, takes a dump in your backyard? Do you leave it out there or do you pick it up? Um, not immediately, but I mean, we pick it up. Well, right now it's the thawing season, so you're finding all the ancient winter turds where you you're not picking them up when like snowy out. So now they're all getting picked up. But in the summer, yeah, we like to hang outside, so we don't like to sit around a bunch of dog turds. Mm-hmm. So they're getting picked up. Mm-hmm. You don't use it for fertilizer and just let it grow in the grass. Garden. No, no, because no, you didn't. Have, he, I would avoid it. I've stepped in plenty of turds, um, but he wouldn't, and he would roll around in it, and no. then he would be covered in his own dog crap. So, I mean, I'm saying, then we as we pass this huge yeah. turd on the sidewalk, I, uh, I then, I didn't do it, but other people were walking past us, and they were headed towards that turd, and I'm like. Is it my responsibility to tell them, like, hey, watch out, 25 people, 25 feet up, there's a huge turd no, in the middle of no. the sidewalk, don't step on it. You sit, you grab a chair, and you sit and just kind of watch and wait <laughs> till somebody steps in it. I saw that at a... Some uh, girl in sandals. I saw that at Costco, uh, I think it was like one of those big stores, Sam's Club or whatever, and this uh, uh, helper dog took this huge dump in the middle of the checkout aisle. Uh, and everybody was just walking through it. You think I told anybody? Or I just sat back and watched the fireworks. And people were just smushing it in and just spreading it and around. Slipping. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, here's yet another reason to adopt a pet. I know that Charlie has a dog. There have been a number of studies showing that pets are good for your mental and physical health. And now researchers from the University of Michigan found that having a pet, especially when you're older, can keep your mind sharp and prevent cognitive decline. You usually see elderly people with dogs or cats, especially old women with cats. Yeah, I see a lot, a lot of older people with dogs. Um, but they say that that keeps you active because you're walking the dog. But paying attention to something else keeps your brain moving. Yeah, which is a good thing. I have a cat question. My cat is not crapping outside the litter box. You guys ever had this? No. Oh. But we we took her to the vet, and she's just constipated. So we tried all these tricks, but she's still doing it. So I don't know if, if anybody has, like, what I should be doing to... I've definitely heard of cats doing that. I don't know why. But they say, like, if there's, like, a bladder infection or something, they would do that. But they checked. There's no bladder infection. They took an x-ray, and she was, like, backed up for four days. She's had this giant, like, human dump she had to take. But now she goes, but still it's outside the litter box. Maybe there's, um... Are you not cleaning it enough? Maybe there's there's sensitivity no, to... No, because I'll, I'll clean it. She'll still go right outside it. You know, or like down the room. And like we give her this now, this like laxative. Get this squirt into her mouth. And I don't know if it's like... Uh, Is it wet now? So it's not even a harder No, it's hard, as, it's hard as a rock. Well, that's good because you don't want to stain your carpet. No, I know. Wet. I know that. But it's seriously like a, a frozen turd. So we do laxative. I don't know if it's like tuna treats causing this. We tried like a fiber food. I don't know, I'm just like, at what's that? And I'm like, well, you can it. sprinkle some stuff on top. They have like a cat attract thing that you can sprinkle on top of the litter box, and maybe that will get the, maybe that will get the cat back into the swing of things. I mean, she uses it for, 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 to urinate. So she's definitely using mm-hmm. it just for, just for taking a dump. 
So I'm at the point like, should I put a di- every day just put a diaper on? No. And Jason, well, we have two litter boxes right next oh, to each other, no. and the cat likes to pee in one and poop in the other. Oh, really? We'll figure. The, the yep. same, the same kind of litter boxes, Rover. Are they two different kinds? Like, it's one softer, one's crystal. No, same. And are there lids on them? Do you, do you have ones with lids? No. I have no. two as well, but I have two cats. Right. I'm not doing two. I'm not doing two litter boxes. Wow. So, yeah. Would you rather do two litter boxes than have the cat take a dump on the middle of the living room floor? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. If anybody has any, has any tips, let me know. Uh, executives at Major League Baseball have drawn a line in the sand. They told the players' union that multiple games will be canceled if owners in the union don't strike a deal. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to get something going. But as of right now, the statement from Major League Baseball says the lockout needs to end by February 28th, which is Monday. I don't know what's going to happen with this. Hopefully, everything will get fixed. And finally, I know we've been talking a lot about Bob Saget. Well, Dave Coulier, Candace Cameron, Cameron Bure, Andrea Barber, and Scott Wanger from Full House, they will all attend a convention called 90s Con. That's going to be in Connecticut. That convention runs March 11th through the 13th, and they are going to do this like in honor of Bob Saget. Do you think it's weird? That they're gonna profit off of this or no? I mean, you know, the help. They, oh, I think it. they were probably already scheduled to do this prior to Bob Saget's death. I'm guessing, but I don't think that that's profiting off of his death. They do these sorts of things at these conventions all the time. They bring in people, so I don't, I don't, I don't no, that's not bad. Okay, I know Dieter just googled it. I'm trying to see who's gonna be there. Yeah, because I, I think if they had. Um, yeah, Michael J. Fox and yeah. Christopher Lloyd one time in PA in Philly, and I didn't go, and I regret it. It was yeah. like a nine-hour drive, and I'm like, damn, I should have went. Yeah, I'm curious to see if Doc will be there, Doc Brown. There you go. That is the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. People have called Rover a lot of things. Rover, you suck. Rover, you're bald. Rover, it all starts by calling the show. 1-866-YO-ROVER. Rover, you sound too nasal. That's 1-866-967-6837. Brooke, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Brooke. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Hi. How's it going? So I was talking about, or I was thinking of, um, with Dieter and the cat being constipated, a lot of times at the vet, they will give the cat an actual enema, which that could have helped um, move things along. As well, you can also add a um, probiotic to her food. We we use one called Fortiflora that um, works really well with constipated cats. So there you go, well. probiotic, Dieter, and now you have to uh, shove an enema up your cat's uh, tiny little uh, butthole. The what do you think about that? that? The vet said they go, if this still keeps happening, bring her back, and that's what we're going to do. Just suck it right out. I'm like, oh, I'm not want, I don't want to do that. Another cat lady called, um, and she said the reason why your cat's going outside the, the litter box is because it's so constipated, it's uncomfortable for it to jump up. So that's why it's oh, attempting, wow. it's attempting to get in there. But it looks at it and goes, that sucks. I don't want to get up there, so I'll just take my little turd here. Does it jump well, on your Well, does, does the cat jump on anything else, yes. the couch or oh, anything? Yeah. The couch, oh, the couch, everything. The lady had no idea what she was talking about. But I'm okay. guessing it is. Yeah, she's an idiot. I'm guessing it is painful. That's why she's not going in there. She associates that. When I go in there and take a dump, it hurts. Right. She's just, like, holding it to the last second and just going wherever the hell she wants. So I step in it. <sighs> yeah. Um. We were talking earlier about the situation in Ukraine, Russia uh, going in Ukraine, and uh, Duji had mentioned uh, 
Sean Penn is in Ukraine now to film a documentary for Vice, I think it is. Uh, and he's in the front row there at this press conference that the president of Ukraine is doing. I also saw some photos of him meeting privately with the president of Ukraine. And it, it got me to, look, I think Sean Penn is, well, I think everyone's in agreement. He's a, he's pretty weird. I think his heart is in the right place. I think Sean Penn, he wants to help people out. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when your country is being invaded, this was on the day of the invasion that Sean Penn is meeting privately with the president of Ukraine. That's not the kind of thing the president of Ukraine should be worried about, is meeting with Sean Penn in the middle of all of this. You should be thinking about how you're going to keep your people alive. Uh, and, and Sean Penn is like... A distraction. I just remember him. We we remember he was uh, going and meeting with El Chapo at one point, and then it, I believe that's what led authorities to El Chapo. That's how they got him by tracking Sean Penn's cell phone or something, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, well, and, in Haiti. Uh, I also remember Sean Penn in. I don't remember him in Haiti. I remember him in New Orleans during the during Hurricane Katrina, and Sean Penn like. They have these rescue operations going on, and Sean Penn, like, rowing a boat around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, trying to help people. Uh, you know, I don't know what he was doing. And it's like, dude, you're not the guy. You know, we have emergency services for this. Sean Penn doesn't need to come to the rescue of everyone. Again, I don't fault him. I think his, his heart is in the right spot. I don't think he's... I don't think, I don't know for sure, but I don't think he's doing this for the attention. I, I really don't. Some people, I question their motives, and I say, that guy's just trying to get on the news or, or do it for attention. I don't think that's Sean Penn's motivation, but you guys have an issue with him going over to Ukraine and, and doing all, like Everywhere there's a crisis, Sean Penn is there. I love it. I love the guy. He always sticks his nose in. in he's important. If people don't want to say no to Robert, he's a big name. He's an A-lister. So he thinks, like, people are going to meet with him, and they do. The other thing that I saw is John Cena. He has a uh, a show on HBO Max, Peacekeeper. I think Snitzer mentioned Snitzer. it the other day. He says that it's hilarious. He loves it. Um, and uh, John Cena tweeted this out as the Russian invasion of Ukraine was happening, just getting underway. John Cena tweets, if I could somehow summon the powers of a real-life peacemaker, I think this would be a great time to do so. And uh, the hashtag peacemaker was in there, and people are saying, wait a second, you're using an invasion of a country in order to promote your HBO Max show? He's now under fire for that. Was that in bad taste, or is that fair game? I don't think. Can you put that back up again? It's horrible taste. It's, all, it's completely awful. Is John Cena the same guy that uh, accidentally said Thailand or Taiwan is a real place? And then Taiwan was part of China. That's right. And then and then we'll see what happens if he apologizes if he grovels like he did with China when he said something about Taiwan being an independent country. And China has always said, no, 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 they're not a country. They're part of China. Kind of this thing with Russia and Ukraine. He's got to make. And a by the way, China seems to be moving warships into the area of Taiwan. They may take advantage. I don't think this is going to happen, but there has been some speculation that China may move on Taiwan. Don't think that's going to happen. 
saying his apology in Ukrainian. Will he be making a video like he did before? Well, will he grovel to the Ukrainian people like he did in Chinese, which was just so... I didn't like that at all. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. But uh, all right. So Charlie, you say John Cena is a terrible person for well, yeah. noting peacemaker. I, when I, I saw, I was just looking at Twitter yesterday. Everybody's saying they're just doing weird stuff. Like you don't have to post anything. You don't know anything. You don't have to say anything. And don't link it back to like, hey, watch my HBO show. I know people. After I saw that missile video going into the apartment, I was like, oh, that's. It's brutal over there. And you, you see that and go, this is a good opportunity for me to remind the Ukrainians that they should up renew their HBO Max subscription. It's just it's weird to do. Now, I didn't see this video because I can't see the videos that you're playing over there. The, uh, the video of the missile going into an apartment building, it, it, describe it to me. What was well, it? Uh, Dieter, it's in yesterday's folder, if you want. Maybe I think you can see if Dieter plays it. So it's just a, a person filming outside the... Uh, uh, their apartment or whatever, some sort of building, and it looks kind of, you know, s- suburban area, and you just see a plane just come through the clouds, and it's a fighter jet, and then a missile shooting out of this, and I mean, you know missiles are fast, but when you see one coming right at you, and it hits... Um, I got it. Oh, you got it? And it hits the building right next door, or maybe the next apartment over. Somehow these people that filmed it didn't die because they were able to post it. But you see it go off, and then as soon as it hits, you hear a baby scream. Uh, go ahead. Now, before uh, he plays I can't see this, by the oh, way. Okay. Uh, maybe if he changes the program. I can't see it. No. Oh. Um, uh, be- before you play this, and maybe Snitcher can switch it over so I can see it on the return feed. Um, there is apparently some sort of video game uh, clip that's going around, and that uh, it's from a video game. I don't know what the scene is, but a lot of people have been duped into believing that that's actually war footage from mm. the Russian invasion of Ukraine. But it's from a video game. Now I'm hoping that this is not this is this is legit footage, Charlie. I mean, I wasn't over there and film it, but from everything I've seen, it looks legit. It doesn't look anything like a video game. Uh, Snitcher, you game a lot. You watched it. Do you Not think again. this is? I wouldn't say this is a game. No. I've seen other ones where it's like two fighter jets in the air, and that looked a little suspicious. Where it looked like two, because there wasn't much happening either. This is straight up in somebody's backyard. A missile flies and hits the house. All right, let's see this. I can see this now. <laughs> Did you see the guy on the bike that was riding his bike and a bomb lands on him? No, I don't want to see that. that. It's just awful. It's just all of this is just. I mean that that is awful footage right there. You see how low that plane is coming and it just drops a. uh, I I I don't know if it's a bomb or a missile or what it's dropping there, but. um, Or just shoots a missile. Almost like two. I swear. One goes the other way. Yeah, so they're great. Yeah. Jeez, that's horrible. Yeah, but seeing that, we go. Oh, I should mention my TV show right now, Peacemaker. That's tough. I, I could bring peace to this region. No, you can't. Like that's not I even. I don't think funny. it's the end of the world. It's no, but just, I think he did it in in good. Yeah, he's like the name of my show is Peacemaker. I wish I could be a peacemaker. 
But, but I don't think he should get fired. No, I just think it's, I'm not saying that. I think there's just like if somebody to do. said this is time for Superman or whatever. If there was no Superman show, I guess okay. It but if 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 there was a movie, if there was a Superman movie yeah, that yeah. has just come out this weekend, yeah. and the movie studio tweets out, if ever there were a time for hashtag Superman yeah. eight or whatever Robert the movie Batman. is, no, you're right. Batman is uh-huh. coming out in a matter of days. Is they going to tweet that out? Batman could repel into Ukraine right now. I guess I could see them all doing that. That's what they do. Why? You know, we sure could use the Batman in Ukraine. But, like, no, that's tacky. It's horrible. All right. I've got to take a break. Uh, we do have, coming up in a short while, we have all the finalists for the Sing Your Way to L.A. competition. We're giving away a trip for two to Los Angeles to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards. We uh, have been getting finalists for, uh, we got finalists last week, four finalists. And now all of them are going to come on, and we are going to determine which one of them gets the trip for two to Los Angeles. That's coming up shortly on the show. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Closing the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Kids these days can't even talk English good. No cap. And the grown-ups on this show ain't much better. This homosexual bullshit. <laughs> Very hard work to say. Rover's Morning Glory. He was was asking about the if I had seen the video of the person on a bike getting hit by a bomb in Russia, and so during that commercial break, I just watched this, and uh, that is that is I. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a, that's tough. That's little girl. It looks like riding her bike down the street. Bomb goes off, lands right next to her. Uh, once the Smoke clears. You can see the girl laying on the ground, unable to move, but kind of sitting up. Well, I didn't see that one. Wow. Why oh, that's you... that's not what you saw? No, wow. My, mine was, I believe, a man riding a bike, and then there was nothing left. Why well, I didn't see the kid. Uh, I can't see that. Yet. No, this, 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 uh, this kid uh, was sitting up. And then uh, was like trying to crawl away, <clears throat> and uh, and then just lays down and 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 dies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Are you crying? You okay? No, no, I'm just no, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you, Lotuji. Um, and then you see that that's like surveillance video, and then you see what actually. I mean, the legs just they, there's someone with a cell phone that goes up, and oh. legs are blown oh, off. You watch that? Why would you watch that? The, the kid is. Uh, well, I do. She's the one that told me to watch it, so I watched it. Just heartless. I am. You know, it, it makes it, it makes. Look, I don't care what your uh, politics are, but it makes. I just want you to put this into perspective that the comments from Donald Trump talking about how smart Putin is for invading U- Ukraine. Yeah, I, you know, and when you see a kid getting bombed and their legs blown off and them dying in the middle of the street, I don't know if I would describe that as pretty smart. 
Genius. Um, that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but more sanctions. That's uh, the answer. Uh, as Trump said, I mean, he's taken over a country for $2 worth of sanctions. I'd say that's pretty smart. He's taking over a country, literally a vast, vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people, and he's just walking right in. Very smart. He said, so is this uh, after the invasion, he said? Uh, this this was, I believe, just a couple of days ago, a day or two ago, at before uh, mar a lago invasion, at a fundraiser. Yeah, before the invasion, he said he was a genius. And then, yeah. so I was just wondering what, yeah. after after the invasion, if he still thought it was really smart. Well, that shows he's looking at it like a real estate transaction, like it's, a, you know, just a deal. Like, oh, yeah, he's look, he's taking advantage of someone in a deal, and there are people... Uh, dying, being killed. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know as if I would say that's very smart, and I don't think that's anything to celebrate, frankly. Uh, but there you go. Well, I'm, I'm sure, sure, uh, you know, other people disagree with me or whatever. Maybe it, maybe it is a brilliant move. I, maybe it is smart to bomb little kids on their bikes as a, just so you can take over their land. But who knows? Speaking of little kids. Uh, there's a uh, high school that uh, in in Cleveland uh, where a teacher, a female teacher at this high school, apparently this is the story. Maybe things change. Maybe details change. I don't know. It sounds like we may not have all of the details, or that everything might not be accurate. <clears throat> but this female teacher has her cell phone there at school. And she puts it down on the desk or whatever, apparently with no passcode. Now, I would warn you, if you have a cell phone, I don't get the people who don't have a passcode. What's wrong with you? If you at least, if you don't have a passcode, have the face, have FaceTime turned on or fingerprint, whatever, you can't have people with unfettered access to your cell phone. Do you have a passcode? So t-shirt, I, of course. Okay. I thought you used to not have No, that. I didn't for the longest time. Are you? Well, I didn't like typing in the code, and then they came out the fingerprint thing, yeah. and that made it easy. But if I didn't have the fingerprint thing, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd have it, because I'm not going to type You wouldn't in. have a code, so anyone would have access to all of your text messages, all of your cameras. Yeah, which is uh, not great. Your photos, all want, of your email. I wouldn't want them to, but it was just a pain in the ass to type in this code every time. i do it. It's just, just to have privacy. Yeah. It's, you I mean, it. I don't want so it. You actually type the password in, Dieter? You don't have... Face ID or anything on your phone that unlocks it with your face or your fingerprint? No. I just type it. It's pretty easy. Like a number, right? Old like, school. Probably. Yeah, he's old school. All right. Uh, this is from the guy who still uses VHS tapes. Uh, yes. Anyhow, so this teacher puts her cell phone down, I guess, on the desk or whatever. And a student picks up the phone, goes through her uh, videos and photos, and airdrops them to 200 other students. Now, I don't even know how that's possible. I don't even know how you do that exactly. B2 and I will airdrop. That's a thing on iPhones. It's essentially like a wireless transfer. Uh, we'll airdrop occasionally photos if, if it's, uh, you know, she takes 10 photos on her phone and she wants to send them to me, she'll airdrop them to my phone. So I don't know how this guy did it, it to 200 students exactly, but yeah, this kid... How long is that? How much? Access? I don't know. Yeah, how long do you have access to this phone to be able to do this? I don't know. Uh, and so in the 
videos that were airdropped to 200 students from this teacher's cell phone. There was uh, some sex videos in there, the teacher and her boyfriend having sex. And all these students have now seen that. It's circulated. It's out there. Now, the interesting thing is that this all-boys school, who do you think has been suspended? The boy. The female teacher is suspended for this. I don't know how you could be suspended as a as a teacher. Uh, to me, that seems shockingly unfair, if indeed this is how it happened, if there's not more to the story. But if a student took the teacher's cell phone and went through it and took sex tapes off of her cell phone and sent it to a bunch of other students, why would that be the teacher's fault? The student should be the one who should be... I, I, I don't Personally, I don't even think that's a suspension. I think you expel that kid if they did that. I, if, if I were the teacher who were the victim of that, if I were that woman... <laughs> I'd want to kill the kid, but I, I think I would demand that that kid be expelled from school. What do you think? Why is the teacher leaving it out in the first place? Don't leave your phone out where anyone can get into it. And why are you having sex videos on your phone? Everybody has those. I don't. Okay, you're the one person that doesn't have those. Do you have a sex video on your phone? I'm sure somewhere there's stuff. If I, if I didn't transfer it off a bit, there was a time, of course I did. It's just... Photos? You just don't... Think, she's probably trusting the kids. I'll leave it here. I don't think a kid's actually going to go through my phone and be able to do this. The kids should be suspended. Isn't that stealing and breaking and entering somebody's property if they went into the phone? I bet you they are in sure. trouble. I have a new and, clip and here. I don't know where the phone was, if it was in her desk or where it was exactly. Um, I hope they but saw it. it's... They're not going to show I don't know if they're going to show the passcode on my phone once. And? Uh, this <laughs> is going way back to my intern days or my early years that you're on the show. I had one of the, I had my, I had the, one of the original Motorola droids. It was the first smartphone I had. And I thought I could trust a particular individual, but this person took my phone and decided to record some kind of um, alternative lifestyle style uh, outgoing voice greeting and I was somebody else a friend of mine alerted me to it so I was able to change it and everything and um to this day I still owe that this individual kick to the nuts for it so now from now on I know to have a passcode on my phone okay good advice uh so the defense uh, the maybe for this uh, going. for to to fire the teacher possibly since it was, uh, there was no passcode on it, and there was illicit materials on there. It's the same kind of as leaving a magazine out there, like a Playboy. No, and, no, 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 I'm just saying. There's this, a, that's that's, that's, that's their property. Possibly. You're actually going to somebody's phone. Isn't that their personal data that you're breaking into? A magazine, that's just property you're leaving on a table. I think that's completely different than somebody's phone. No, I'm hey, saying we don't know what the case. phone was left on top of the desk or oh. if it was in a drawer or where it was. I, I don't know the answer to that. But I do see in this, uh, I don't know where you have a news story from, what TV network, but Fox 8, uh, has, they interviewed a guy named Ken Trump who's a local, uh, okay, uh, well, they interview a guy who's a parent, and I, I disagree with this guy entirely. Uh, according to the quote in the article that I'm reading, Dieter, if you want to play that, go ahead. Okay, give me one sec here. Somehow a sex video on a teacher's phone got sent to as many as 200 students. Now an investigation involving a teacher at Ginn Academy. Cleveland police confirmed the case involves, quote, 
an inappropriate video on a teacher's phone. But multiple sources say it involves some kind of sex tape. We caught up with Ken Trump, a Cleveland parent who also runs a national school security consulting firm. As a parent, it's appalling. It makes you just feel that you have a punch in the gut, especially when you're an authority figure and a role model around children. What can you tell us from the union's point of view about what's going on? We also reached out to the teacher's union. I can't comment on a specific case. I can say that we do have contractual processes in place to protect students and the district and our members when there are uh, cases of accusations being made against a member. A report on the matter was filed here at Cleveland's 5th District Police Headquarters. We are told the detectives in the sex crime unit are now investigating the case. At the heart of this, how did that video get sent out, and how did it end up in the hands of so many students? An initial police summary mentioned a function many of you have on your smartphones. With just one tap, you can send a video to one person or a lot of people. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District issued a statement saying, in part, the teacher has been removed from the building and is not working with students pending the outcome of an investigation. The school named after Ted Ginn, a man who spent decades coaching and working with inner city kids. He didn't want to comment. The I-team has filed for records to find out more. Ken Trump wants to know, too. It doesn't matter how the video is shared. The video shouldn't been there and accessible to kids in any form in the first place. Right. All right, this is what I disagree with this guy on. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. It's the student's fault. Uh, you know, you went into this teacher's private cell phone, uh, and you took these, you purposely took these videos and spread them amongst the students. I don't know why the sex crimes division of the police is what they're investigating. If anything, there was a sex crime committed against this teacher by that student for sharing her private information. And, and I just, I don't blame this teacher at all. I think if you were to, if, if, if I were to get uh, all of the cell phones of every teacher in the school district throughout the entire city, 80% of them, 95% of them would have inappropriate content on their cell phones. But those are their private cell phones. If, if she had a sex tape, hold on. If she had a, if she had a sex tape in the trunk of her car and the kid broke into her car and stole it out of the trunk, do you, would you blame the teacher for having that sex tape in the trunk of her car? Well, she parked it at the school and shouldn't have been there in the first place. No, that's ridiculous. This kid should be expelled. He's the, this little prick is the one who did, uh, uh committed a crime, in my view. I, maybe I'm crazy. I just, I don't blame this teacher at all. I think she's a victim of this, if anything. And the fact that she's suspended now and maybe will be fired or whatever, I don't, I don't find that to be fair at all. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. You, you disagree with me, do you? Well, I just don't think they need to have it on campus. Like, if you're in a school and you're in a, around kids, always assume something's going to happen. You shouldn't have had it on your phone. You shouldn't have left it out. It should always be locked. What, it, it's like well, this early in the story, we don't know that maybe the kid, maybe the kid, uh, uh, maybe it was locked. Maybe it had a passcode, and you know how kids are. He may have been in this class uh, observing this teacher unlock her cell phone for the past six months and and learned her passcode and used it to unlock the cell phone. Does that change your opinion, if that's what happened? I, I don't think it needs to be on the phone. It, don't have anything on the phone that's, that's going to get you in trouble. People keep everything. Oh, okay. All their videos is on right. the phone. Where else are you supposed to keep it? Right. 
Right. And, and I mean, that's just, uh, I, I just, I feel for this teacher. I really do. She had her privacy violated. Damien, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Damien. Hi, first time caller. Thank you. Hi. So I think I know why that teacher got fired. Yeah. Because, so I went to private school, and these are like money-making organizations. Parents that send their kids to these schools, they make a lot of money, and they don't like when their kids get in trouble. It's so much easier for the school just to get rid of the, uh, get rid of the, the, the teacher than to get rid of the student because that student's parents are pro- probably have a lot of money and will make a big stink about it. Well, I don't, I, first of all, a couple of things. I don't think the teacher has been fired. I think the teacher has been suspended at the, at the moment. Second of all, I don't know what this Ginn Academy is. I don't think it's a private school. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But it seems to be a school that helps inner city kids. Uh, so I don't know if that portrayal of the school is accurate. But, uh, I, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't even realize what they have on their cell phone. You know, you may, you might have had a, uh, a photo or a video, a sex tape, whatever that you might have had, uh, eight years ago. It could still be on your phone in, in the camera roll way back when. And if someone gets a hold of that and then they distribute it to 200 people, it's your fault. I mean, I just, I totally disagree. And I think that this, uh, if anything, this teachers union should come to the defense of this teacher. Uh, Brandon in Kentucky, you're Ron Rovers, Morning Glory. Good morning, Brandon. Yo, what up, dog? So, is is, is just this oblivious to how hypocritical she comes off as? Anytime that a woman gets in trouble for something, it's always the other person's fault. The woman is never wrong unless there is a, you know, in this case, the woman did nothing wrong. A kid took her phone and distributed sex things that she had on her phone. That was her private phone. So what doozy is slut-shaming and victim-shaming at the same time now? Slut-shaming and victim-shaming. All I'm saying is don't have that stuff on. That's like when Rover says uh, open-door policy. Like if your house is unlocked, you're welcoming people to come into your house. You're welcoming people to No, you're not welcoming people. No, no, no. That's, yeah, that's absolutely door. incorrect. No, no. No, no. Listen. Well, listen. The teacher should have had, if, we don't even know. First, first round of stories are usually inaccurate, so we don't know if this phone was unlocked, if it was, if it had a passcode. We don't know that for a fact. To me, regardless, the, the student is the one in the, uh, in the wrong here. But no, if you unlock, if you have your front door unlocked all the time, that doesn't mean that people can come in and steal your TV. It doesn't, they doesn't give the, the A-OK for that. Now, I happen to lock my door because I want to be safe, but it, it, I'm not the one who's done something wrong if I leave my door unlocked and someone comes in and steals all my stuff. They are still the thieves. They're the ones who are at fault, just like this student. I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER. We do have, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we have the four finalists from our Sing Your Way to L.A. contest. They are vying for a trip to Los Angeles to see our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month, March 22nd. It will air live on Fox TV and on iHeartRadio stations across the country. 
Who's it going to be out of these four finalists that have all been singing karaoke last week? Now we've narrowed it down to these four. Who will go on and win the trip for two? We'll find out right after this. Hang on. Closing the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2 on a... Kicking ass and forgetting names. Uh, what's the name of the show, dude? Rover's Morning Glory. Rover's Morning Glory. All right, we're going to get into our four finalists for the Send Your Way to L.A. competition to go see our iHeartRadio Music Awards next month in Los Angeles. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. I do have a few questions, a couple of questions for Doozy in just a second. Uh, I guess she's uh, talking to a few of these contestants on the phone, but here she comes. Doozy, if I have two questions for you, let's say that that student who took the teacher's cell phone and distributed all these sex videos or whatever and photos of this teacher to 200 students. What if that student had taken data off of her phone, like her credit card number or something like that, and sent it to 200 students? Who would, would be at fault then? That would be stealing. I mean, look, I don't think that... Wait, wait a second. Why is... Why is wait a second. Hold on. Why is that stealing? Why is that stealing and, and, and taking the photos and sending them? Why is that not stealing? Well, I think that stealing somebody's credit card is uh, like wire fraud or something like that. And how do you have your information on your phone? But putting okay, so let me ask you this: a sex tape on your phone. Don't you think there's a difference? So, what if the teacher, let's say the teacher grabbed the, let's say a student got up and went to the bathroom, left their cell phone on the desk or whatever. What if the teacher got up, went through the student's cell phone, and airdropped? Explicit photos and videos of that student to 200 other to 200 coworkers. Can't Why can't you do that? Well, that's Why? inappropriate because that's a kid. Oh, oh, that's inappropriate. Oh, that's interesting. So it's inappropriate if the teacher were to do it, but it's not inappropriate if yeah. the student did it to the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I see. You're not I, supposed to be doing that. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, really. And uh, again, I, I don't think this. Now, maybe there's more to the story that will come out. Maybe there's some ridiculous, illegal stuff on this teacher's cell phone or something. I don't know. But uh, I, I, the way I have heard it, it sounds like she's a victim, not a perpetrator. Uh, has anyone noticed that Jeffrey is sulking out there in, yeah. in, on Skid Row ever since the story of his mother-in-law coaching him how to have sex? She really has been out there just with no, his head hanging low. To the, uh, I was just paying attention to the news stories these guys just got done talking about in Doogie's, uh hypocrisy. If a student took the teacher's cell phone or the other way around, it's still considered stealing either way you look at it. Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, good point. Uh, I was just like buying my time to pipe in on this so that I can have a clear and concise opinion about it. That's all. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to get to our four contestants here in just a second. We have four finals for our Sing Your Way to L.A. competition. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards are next month on the 22nd in Los Angeles. So you can watch live on Fox Television. 
as it happens, or you can listen on a bunch of iHeartRadio stations throughout the country. Uh, we do have our four finalists ready to go. They they beat out other people in karaoke competitions and, over uh, last week, and now they are battling against each other to see who gets to go to Los Angeles. So just before we get started, Dieter, you're going to be playing the uh, the karaoke versions from over there. Is that correct? Yeah, I got them right here. Okay, all right. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, let me go to finalist number one is Alex. Good morning, Alex. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> all right. You've had a little bit of time to think about it. The pressure builds up, unlike day one, because you're from day one, and you it was just kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing, probably, yeah. as opposed to... <laughs> Today, where you've had, you, you know what song you, you have to prepare for, and you uh, had some time to psych yourself out. All right, so Alex, how old are you? I'm 29, soon to be 30. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready to turn 30, and what song did you sing on day one? I had to sing Peaches by Justin Bieber. All right, that's right. Okay, and she did it. Actually, did a, a, a very good job. Okay, so you are uh, going to go up against contestant number two in just a moment. The song that you are going to sing today, your semifinal song, is what song does what song is she lined up for, Dieter? Well, you you have not picked. You they were told to be prepared for either Dua Lipa or Ed Sheerham. So it's your uh, choice. Whatever. No, no, no. Uh, wow. Dushi did this completely wrong. So, no, no. The f- contestant number one and two get a song, and contestant number three and four get a different song. I, is that not Charlie? Was were you? Were, I'm, I'm just going to ask Charlie. Did you understand how this whole thing breaks down? One hundred percent. Dushi is a complete moron. I know for a fact. It's just. It's just really simple. It's simple stuff. Yeah, I, I don't understand uh, what. I, but luckily, okay, luckily right. she she did okay, Rover, because she t- she told them to practice for either eventuality. So they practiced three songs. Right. Everybody <coughs> on the phones practiced three okay, songs. All right. So it doesn't matter what okay, they Okay. There is a They're final playing. song if they if yeah, they, they make practice. it they past the semifinal. There's they a final that. song. They practice okay. that too. So in the end, it's okay. But she's still a moron. Okay. All right. So the uh, song number one is going to be, we'll do Dua Lipa. That's what, uh, Levitating. That will be the song for contestants number one and number two. Uh, here's the song right here, the real version. Listen to this for a second. Warming up her pipes right now, clearing them out. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, hold on. We're going to give you the opportunity to sing in just a second, so hang on the line. The person she's going up against is contestant number two, Jake. Good morning, Jake. How are you, bud? Good morning, Rover. How's, how's it going, man? 
I'm doing okay. All right. So you were given the song in advance, so you should know. You should be a little bit more prepared than you were on day two. Jake, I remember, was uh, one of the two contestants on day number two. I forget what song he did, but it was pretty atrocious, if I recall. Yeah. What song did you sing? I had to sing Beggin' by Manskin, That's which hard. was a oh. tough one because I wasn't too familiar with it. All right. All right. So you've had a little bit of a heads up. You know what song you have today. We're going to do Dua Lipa, Levitating. Now, Alex did pretty good. Your competition, girl number one, uh, she did pretty good in her singing. Are you intimidated by her at all? I'm not sweating at all. <laughs> all right. How old are you, Jake? I'm 24. All right. All right, Jake, hold on the line. You're contestant number two. We're going to let Alex kick it off uh, as contestant number one. Now, Dieter, if you have the karaoke version ready to go here, uh, Alex, I'm going to give you just the first 10 or 15 seconds of the karaoke version before this is a dry run. You don't have to sing here. Uh, just listen to this, and Dieter, if you can prompt her as to when she would start singing, just so she uh, gets used to it, a little dry run, Go ahead, Dieter. There. There you go. All right. Um, all right. I love how Dieter prompts her when to start singing, and I'm watching him visually do it with his hands as opposed to verbally. Uh, Some people, you know, oh, I, I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear me? Oh, he's saying over it. Yeah, I no. heard him. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, I I didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, I was singing. All right. Okay. Uh, are you ready to go, Alex? Yes. Okay. Alex singing Dua Lipa, levitating for a chance to go to Los Angeles for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. Here we go. difficult because of the delay and that sort of stuff over cell phone network and so on and so forth. Uh, Dieter, what did you think of Alex? She was good. She was dead. I mean, besides the delay, she got almost every word correct. She has a good voice. I, I, I liked it. That was a good start. All right. Uh, Alex, hold on the line here. All right. Now, Jake, pressure is on for him. Contestant number two. All right. You feel better about your prospects or worse after hearing contestant one, Jake? 
Um, I guess we're just gonna see what it comes down to. <laughs> He's not a chatty guy. Right. You want you want a dry run, or are you ready to go right off the bat? Uh, let's just let's just kick it in. We'll see what happens here. Oh God, Jake! Okay. All right, gonna kick it in. All right, Dieter, are you ready? So this is it then. This is this is this is his this try. is it. That's okay. right. Yes. All right. Here we go. Competition. As Jake was from day number two, and he completely blew it. It was horrendous. Both the contestants from day number two singing that monoskin oh, were, were, song. were just, terrible. Yeah, it's just, well, yeah. It's that song is so hard to do. But Jake's not But he really seemed like he had practiced up the Dua Lipa, and he was, I mean, he was actually singing there as, as a, uh, oh, now that's tough for a guy to do. All right. Um, okay, Doogie. Oh no. I'm gonna put it to you. Vote number one. This is this oh, might be no. the stiffest certainly the stiffest competition so far. Um, Who do you like? Contestant I... number one, Alex, the girl, or contestant number two, Jake? I mean I have to stick with my sister. I mean Alex did a great job. I have to Oh god, this right. is really good. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Al. I'm gonna pick Alex, even though I think Jake did better. Okay. <laughs> Alex, the piece she's going for. Wow. Competition. Wow. How do you screw up? Wow. Could you like? Could you imagine Dirty being like a judge in a boxing match or something? You know, like. Oh, uh, this other guy. He was beating the dude's ass, but I like the other guy's the color of his shorts better, so I'm gonna go with him. I feel bad. He got punched a lot. Um. All right. So she is going for Alex, contestant number one. All right, Dieter, who are you voting for? Rover, I think Alex might be the best singer I've ever heard. If she was on American Idol, she would win. She'd get the golden buzz, buzzer on AGT. But I'm going with Jake. Jake is my vote. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is my vote. Oh, no. All right, that makes about as much sense as Doogie's uh, vote. Okay. Oh, God. All right, so it's between Alex, contestant number one, and Jake, contestant number two. Uh, when I heard Alex go, I thought, well, she's probably going to move through to the finals. And then Jake went, and he was definitely most improved 
And maybe that is skewing my judgment because I was expecting him to be so horrendous. Yeah. However, I actually think that Jake did a better job. Oh. So unlike Bougie and Dieter, I am going to vote for Jake. Contestant number two, you're moving on to the finals. Good job, Jake. Oh, I picked Jake, too. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, good job. No, I know you picked it. Okay. I know you picked Jake, but okay. you said that Alex was a better singer. Right? So, yeah. unlike the, your yeah. methodology, I I chose who I thought did a better job, and maybe my view was skewed on it because I was expecting him to be so horrible, like yeah. he was on the first competition, that he blew me away. Maybe it, I just wasn't expecting much, and I, I I fell for it. I'm a sucker. All right, keep Jake on the line. We're gonna go to contestant number three. Is Natalie, our third out of four semi-finalists. Uh, uh, good morning, Natalie. How are you? Hi. Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Re, uh, refresh my memory. You were on, I think, day number three singing. What song did you sing in order to make it here to the semifinals? Um, good for You by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, that's right. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Natalie, how old are you? Forty-one. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember. She's uh, forty-one, <laughs> but she sounds like she's sixteen. Yeah, um, she did a good job. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and now you've heard contestants number one and two go. They were doing Dua Lipa, Levitating. You're going to be doing yeah. a different song here in just a second. Uh, you're going to be doing... What song are they doing, Peter? We have Adele or Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Uh, no, Adele, Adele is the final yeah, song. Okay. Dude, you should have explained it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I said, I said Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. All right, so you're going to sing Ed Sheeran here in just a moment. You heard contestants one and two. How did you think they did? Oh, they did so well. Congratulations to Jake. But they did. They both did really great, though. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, and she's got to play it nice with everyone. Do you think you'd be <laughs> able to take them down? Do you think you could take Jake in a head-to-head competition? <laughs> Oh, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully I make it to that level and I can go head-to-head with them. <laughs> All right. Natalie, hold on the line here just a second. We're going to let you sing in a minute. And then let me go to our fourth and final uh, semifinals. Jacob is contestant number four. Good morning, Jacob. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. Now, you surprised me because uh, how old are you, Jacob? I'm 44, over. 44. All right. He sang Butter by BTS, and he did a decent job with that, and uh, he surprised me. Jacob, what do you think so far of the competition, and would you be able to take Jake in the finals? I don't know. A pretty stiff competition, that's for sure. He's got a nice, smooth voice, so we'll see. All right. Turned on. trip for Los Angeles is up for grabs here, so you got to... Uh, you and Natalie both have to bring it here to move on to the finals. Jacob, hold on the line, and we're going to go to Natalie. It's going to be her time to sing. Dieter, if you could just give me a dry run. Natalie, you don't have to sing. I'm doing this just so you guys know what the karaoke version sounds like. If you want to play the Ed Sheeran song here, Dieter, and uh, cue her as to when she would jump in. Okay. That was hard, Robert. 
One more time. I tell she wants to drag it on even longer. Wow. Okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, she doesn't okay. need it. Okay. You okay. has it. Natalie doesn't need a second time. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dorothy. Over. How's the volume? Do you have the song and The down? volume on the song is pretty loud, I think. Okay. So you've got to bring that down. A, you can start it, you know, at a full volume, and then when they start singing, drop it a little bit so okay. we can hear them Dick sing. It. But they still have to be able to hear the no, song. No, I know. That's what I'm trying um, to yeah, do. That's right. You've got to mix on the fly there, like your Dr. Gray or something. One two. So mixing console. Um, all right. Natalie, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. to jump in, or are you good to go? I think I might be good to go. Okay. He's uh, he's ready to go. Dieter, hit it when you're ready. The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends at the table doing shots, thinking fast, and then we talk conversation with just me and trust me i'll give it a chance now take my hand stop the band and the men just start to dance and i'm singing like girl you know i want your love your love was handmade for someone like me coming out follow my lead i may be crazy don't mind me say boy let me talk too much 
Grab on my waist and pull their body on me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come, come on now, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is falling in two. I'm in love with your body. And last night you were in my room. And now my bed she smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with your body. Wow, 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 wow. I'm in love with your body. Wow, 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 wow. I'm in love with your body. Wow, 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 wow. I'm in love with your body. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of you. <laughs> All right, yeah. Wow. I hope he's at work like in a bedroom right now and everybody's looking yeah. at him. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking the yeah. Walter's mask off. <laughs> <laughs> All the manly men around him. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Jacob, good job. Okay. Uh, what do you do for a living, Jacob, if I may ask? Uh, actually, as of right now, I'm a little bit unemployed, so. Oh, no. Okay. All right. He's unemployed. Sorry. All right. He's... Uh, maybe he's making that up. He could just be playing the sympathy card for a trip to Los Angeles. Okay, Jacob, hold on the line. Um, okay. Uh, Dieter, I'm going to go to you first. It's between contestant number three, Natalie, and contestant number four, Jacob. Who do you like better than oh, Bob? Damn. I was, oh, man, this is tough. I was going to go with Natalie. She sang better. And, like, Jacob kind of stuttered on that jukebox line. He was like, ju- ju- jukebox. But then the way he said yeah. that, oh, 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 my God, <laughs> that, that can't be tough. I, I, I got to go I gotta go with that Jacob guy. I, I'm sorry to Natalie, but All right. Jacob, really, that, that's my uh, vote. All right. Uh, one vote for Jacob. Doozy, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to pick Natalie. Her voice is super cute, uh, super sweet. I'm going to go with Natalie. All right. Jacob did a fantastic job. He did he did screw up a line there or stutter there, but he recovered quickly. Yeah. I actually thought he recovered pretty well. Yeah, for sure. But I will say Natalie pretty much nailed it. Didn't screw up big time as far as I could tell, and I'm going to give it to Natalie. Right. She's going to move on to the finals. Yeah. I thought Natalie. I thought Natalie won. Wow. I'm just being honest. No, congratulations, so, right. Jacob. You did great. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> awesome. All right, Natalie, hold on the line here. Hang on. Oh now, God, this is. We're going to give each of these two people a the opportunity. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and then one of those two, either Jake or Natalie, they're going to go head to head. And only one of them is going to win a trip for two to Los Angeles to our iHeartRadio Music Awards. They're going to be singing Adele, Easy on Me, which... It's going to be hard. Uh, that is going to be a challenging final song. Uh, it could sound like dogs dying after they've been shot. We will be right back with the finals next. Hang on. This morning, Glory. Closing the week out with the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, plus all kinds of contested and highly questionable fun and frivolity. The Alan Cox Show starts today at 2. Rover's Morning Glory, voted America's best radio.
radio show. It's a poll of Rover's Morning Glory staff and f***ed up interns. Rover's Morning Glory. All right, we are down to the final two contestants for uh, the Win Your Sing Your Way to L.A. competition, the CRI Art Radio Music Awards next month. 